exactly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own hits. This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of us smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. I am your co-host, Dave, in the studio, Walla. Look, Walla. really in the studio. Look, really here. Really here. Looking Look. forward, behind. Look. Yes. It's not, this is Walla. not Hollywood magic, people. This is real. Yep. Yeah. I'm not If it was Hollywood magic, we'd have a much better image. I would look pr- much better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be obvious. I'd be 180 pounds, felt, oh, yeah. I'd have hair. Yeah. So, after a year plus, more yeah, than, man. fuck. You look older. 70 months. You're, you're 70? gray. I am gray, yeah. <laughs> of course, I am. Uh, we have the man back in the studio. He's not scared anymore. Well, he is. He's totally I terrified. He's terrified. He's going to come out of here. I'm shriveling up. I have like cold pool shrinkage right now, I'm just saying. Exactly. He's yep. nervous as a motherfucker. Um, but he decided to come back. I didn't even know this. If I knew this, this whole show would have been dedicated to nothing but Dave coming back <laughs> into the studio. There would have been no guests involved. I would have just had people calling in. That's why I didn't say anything until I figured you were in the car on the way from the farm. And I said, this show should have been called The Return of Dave, like the Sith Lord or something like the that. The Syphilis Lord himself. Whoa. There he is. He's Whoa. back. The Sif. Dave Gate. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I know, right? How, um, how can I prove that I'm here? Can, can, uh, I, can I smack Mark? Out. Should I get over? Shout and, out to ID out there in Amsterdam watching the show live. Shout out. Shout out to ID. Shout out to ID. Um, we are chilling out. We're chilling here. We've got guests coming in. We've got shows planned. We did it. We did it. We did the whole show. I'm Thanks. seeing you live and not like you in that split second delay. It's strange. The conversation is a little different right now. You know, so you can't. Much, I'm so much more on it. You are just, you, I, I think you've gotten better looking over this year, maturing, Jeez. you know. Okay, that's enough, <laughs> that. that enough of that, please. I was actually in a great call last night about all the conferences that have popped up. It's a oh. conference, conference palooza. <laughs> conference of palooza, right? So yeah. this week is, was a Canicon or is that, no, no, it's in two weeks is Canacon in Oklahoma. And then there is a trifecta of conferences in October in Vegas. And uh, on the call last night, was what, it was Chris from MJ BizCon. Mm-hmm. But it was also George, who used to do MJ BizCon, who grew it, who is now doing a competing. It's called MJ Unpacked. And it's at Mandalay Bay at the exact same time as MJ BizCon. Which is at the the convention center, but he it's a fucking cash grab free for all right now. Everyone's like, we oh, gotta yeah. get, we yeah. gotta get in. I don't know. I think I think that the year plus of not going to shows has kind of. I mean, I think it's been actually really therapeutic almost because we were just on this never ending, like keep going, keep going, keep going, go get sick, get recover, yeah, go to the next show, get catch a lung infection, go to the next show, you know, and that's the way it was. And then, well, yeah, and exactly, and none of us ever acknowledged. Well, we kind of acknowledged. We all knew about the cannabis cough. Oh, you got the cannabis cough, you know? Right, right. We knew about it. We we knew all that. But you also learned the lessons. You you roll, 
Here's the most obvious thing. You roll 20, 30 joints before you go out. Or 40, 50. Or 40 or 50. And you just take one or two hits, and then you pass that along, and you never take it back. It's amazing how we have the same philosophy. We've never discussed that, but it was absolutely my philosophy of going to conferences. Yes. I would use the old Incredibles white boxes that they used to keep the gummies in, which fit joints perfectly. Mm-hmm. I could get 20 in a box, and mm-hmm. I'd take four or five boxes with me to an event. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. I mean, I really, we were talking last night. We were like, people were, what's the under over? What do you think? Like MJ BizCon, because I said 30,000. I said, they're going to get, it is going to blow up there by October. Didn't they have 50 at the last one? No, no, no. They had like 34,000, I want to say. But, you know, an aside right now, as as I'm tangent oriented, somebody on the call last night goes, Threw, threw him on the spot. He goes, so what'd you guys do last year? 40 million? And he, and he got all red-faced for a second. And I'm like, you know what? I bet you they did 40 million in revenues. You know, I don't know what their costs were. About last year when there was no shows? Before or? the... Oh, okay. The you last, know. Before the shows. Yeah, because that's that, when it that was virtual, banging. The virtual shows didn't do shit. Oh, I think God. we learned one thing. Nobody <laughs> wants to go to a virtual anything. Like, it's just not really happening. Well, we proved that we could, you could do a show. You just can't do, you can't have 9,000 different speakers and expect people to sit on Zoom and wait for everyone to talk. They want to network. It's a tough one. It's a yeah. tough call. I mean, it, it can be done, and I think it can be done really good if you had the right crew behind you and you really um, use it, you know, as long as the technology all <laughs> stayed up well, to We have Mark, so we could do anything, man. Oh, yeah. We, we could broadcast from the moon. Anything. Anything. Um... Speaking of the moon, did you see fucking Tesla with his doge? He used his doge to buy the fucking trip to the moon, like, and then it just all dropped. It's like, does that no, even make no, sense? No, that wasn't from that. That was because he made that joke on Saturday Night oh, he Live. Lost a bunch of money. I know. He well, no, he didn't. There's a guy they, you but can. I'm, but I'm saying he actually they used doge. Oh, he, to I got it. Pay he, yeah. for the trip, <laughs> and then it crashed. It's like that doesn't even make like that yeah, that doesn't make sense. Why didn't it go up? Well. I think I mean, you think it would, but it also shows that Hennessy, call in. Tell us what we don't understand about Hennessy. Crypto. What are we doing wrong? Yeah, I don't. We, I don't. I'm. I'm really not getting it. But I was he, pretty bummed because I, I got like 700 bucks worth of Doge, and then it went down to 430 something. I was like, well, that was the exact opposite of what I was hoping was going to happen. Mark and I were thousandaires. He told me about Doge when it was 5.5 cents. Good job. I bought in at 0.037. Nice. Fuck. Look at you. Look at Mark. Mark. Show, we need shit. some new equipment, Mark. Uh, this is a really old microphone. This is when the kid was on the show. Let's discuss the show today. How's that for a fucking crazy intro? Cool. Uh, wait, so, wait. Actually, talk about a relevant topic of what's going to be on the show today. You want to do that and not just banter and bibbly babbly boobly boo boo? I got plenty of time to bibbly babbly okay. doobly do. You know that. Bibbly That's my, my specialty. But uh, we do have, so you explain your half and I'll explain my half. How's that? Sure. Well, I was just going to say that I got on a plane on Tuesday. I flew to Las Vegas. <laughs> what? Yeah. Heather and I flew. Oh, this she is, turned, oh, this is, I remember this story. She turned 50. Oh, and did you wear your things? No. Oh, no, you no, no. Fuck. You want to know what the coolest thing was? Is that we got to, we got to fly. We're in our masks, in masks in the airport. We land. And an hour later, the CDC changes everything. And all we were thinking about is, you know, the first people, they're in the airport, they didn't get the news, and everybody walks in without a mask would freak everybody out. And uh, so somebody actually was on a Zoom call from a conference, and... This woman was walking around with like a wand with a green hand on it. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have your mask on, she slapped you in the butt. 
Really? So people were taking their masks off whenever she walked past just to get the slap in the butt to put the mask back on. She's like, you know, you haven't heard the news yet. We don't have to wear these now. That's but, funny. You know, hey, huh. one Dr. Fauci press conference and it's a whole new planet. So that's why you're here. I get it. No, I, my daughter got vaccinated. Waiting for the So my 12-year-old, I told you, I was waiting for my 12-year-old to get vaccinated. They opened it up. She got her first shot on a Wednesday. So we're like, you know what? Let's go. Let's do this. Let's not give Adam a chance to market actually a week of me coming into the studio and turn it into a spectacle. And how, and how was it out there in the world on the, on the planes? Were you, were you pointing at people and no. stuff? Were you doing one of those, you know, those guys? Look, that guy took his mask down. Were no. we one of those guys? No, God, it was that, fine. That's the part I hated on the plane. Like, I didn't, I, it's just like once you got on your seat, once you got to your seat, it was like, then you felt like an idiot. You're like, all yeah. right, so now I'm just sitting here the whole right. fucking time. Like, okay. Right. And then... I got also the weirdest feeling was I got like a drink and then I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Right? Do, I, do, I, do I slip it underneath or do I pull Well, it? United announced that uh, I guess they had changed. I didn't even pay attention because I wasn't flying. But uh, United just is like, oh, we're going to serve on planes again. So if it's more than 200 miles, we're going to give you a Coca-Cola wow. or a water. I'm like, wait, what were you doing before? And you're just saying no. And they're like, yeah, I guess they were. So. Yeah. Pretty much. That's what they did. You know? Okay, so back to the show. Now that you've sidelined yes. it, you're, you're like the sidelineer now. Go ahead. All right. Well, now Tell I realize why I would have Tell been us about all... our guest. Tell us about our amazing so guest. We have a Jesse up. Horton coming in. Um, how do you pronounce it? Loud? So when, Lude? No, it's loud. loud. But when you, when you see, you say, Jesse, I got a completely different, like, I'm like, I don't know, just somehow image in my mind was... Well, you're thinking the Horton from Canada? I'm who's th- going to... The, the donut the, shop? Pretty much. That's what I was thinking. That's, that's, exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, wait a minute. The, the, we're gonna, all right, this is... We're now going to talk about Slapshot and the Hanson brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, who owns the Chiefs? Owns, owns. No, Jesse Horton. So um, I reached out to Jesse after I saw Fab's um, The Grass is Greener show. To try to get him on the show. He had a birthday in March, so we were waiting for his birthday to pass. And then I kind of spaced out after we were doing our 420 show and was in a fog. And then I saw this Instagram post. A little dramatic music post. A little, little controversial no, Instagram post no, about. It's okay, don't worry. Don't get all stressed. Don't, don't, Mark, don't stress out. Relax, Mark. Don't do anything. I need dramatic hamster. It was at this moment that he knew. <laughs> He fucked up. Yeah. There you go. And I saw the, uh, I saw the post, and I'm like, you know what? This is in the spirit of the uh, cornbread mafia of me sitting there looking like I was going to crush a piece of coal into a diamond that butt, whole time with, your butt cheeks? with my butt cheeks. Yeah, because you're so <laughs> I, clamping up. You're clamping you, up in the coin. We yeah. were like, watch me and me and yeah. Mark were watching you, and it was actually more fun than, than anything. Mm-hmm. You were so stressed. Wonderful. I wasn't. No, yes, I was. Yeah, you were. <laughs> and so I thought it would be great to not only have him on the show to discuss what happened and how they may or may not have resolved the issue, but I thought it was an interesting discussion about the wholesale cannabis market in general and about why until there is true interstate commerce or the ability to replicate your gro- the, uh, the every condition in your grow hmm. how could you ever grow the same just because it's bubble gum it's not necessarily going to be the same bubble gum grown in a different facility oh, yeah. and so it by a kind, different person with different nutrients and different soil or different everything whatever, everything about it exactly and so i thought this was an interesting conversation to have as the the commerce of cannabis grows well it's also like um it's like the diff okay so it's like the difference between working in cash 
and working now that people are pretty much like everybody's Venmoing each other and shit like that, right? Right. So when it's cash, the one thing that's really, really cool about cash is that it doesn't matter if it's your cash, my cash, or his cash. It's all cash, right? Right. So at the end of the day, like when you're struggling in a situation, you can make it work because you can get other cash to replace that cash. But when you're in a system... Right. You can't do that because everything is being tracked to the utmost. And so cannabis is sort of like that too, because you're talking about this thing, it's green, some green sort of stuff that if you know what you know, if you know it, you can tell the difference between it. But if you don't know it, you really can't tell the difference between it. Like you have no clue. Like you show it to some average guy, like here, here's some gelato 33. And and then this is a cookies, which one's which, you know, and they're both purple and they look kind of similar. And and you'd be like, I don't know. It looks the fucking same to me. And that, the green one. And unfortunately that's happened a lot in the, in the supply chain where a lot of people who don't care or don't know are just like, whatever, dude, if that's what they want, there you go. And that's, that was like the Amsterdam nightmare. So what I get, like, here's a funny, like when you went to a coffee shop in Amsterdam, if they pulled out, if they had all the weed like listed and they had all the different kinds and then they pulled out something that didn't have every single kind in it, I guarantee you all they had was one kind. And they just were like, what do you want? We have all these 47 kinds and they wouldn't let you see all 47 kinds. They'd just be like, you'd be like, all right, I'll take uh, this, this, Durban poison and this uh this other this uh and they reach into the same and they grab it and they like it's basically PP like, you have green and brown and they're like what is it green or brown green or brown and and yeah. that's it and you watch them do it. and like especially if you know like you're sitting in the shop for more than an hour you'll watch them like four different customers right. come up and you'll see like so they all ordered like that guy ordered Jack Herrer that guy ordered some skunk that guy ordered some and it was all the, all same. the same it was all the same so, well in 2010 2011 when the first dispensaries were opening up in Colorado and you're you know. You're slanging for you delivering for, what was it? I was um, forgetting the name of the company. It was it was an edibles company, and they had wholesale. You're talking about the craps that was sprayed, or no? No, oh no, no, that was it was it was that company, <laughs> but this was the wholesale that was coming out of it, and they, you know, you'd show up, walk, you knock on the door, hey Bob, how you doing? And he go, hey, how you doing? He go, I got a, I got five pounds of a blueberry. Oh, I I'm all I got. So much blueberry. Hold on a second. Let me see what else do I have. Yeah. And you just, you walk outside. You don't do anything. You just sharpie it off. <laughs> you just Wipe the sharpie. And, and you're like, I got blue dream. Oh, well, that blue dream, of course. I'll take yeah. that, man, any day. No, that's, you know? So unfortunately, that is the sort of the reality of the, of the game. And, and when we get to talk to Jesse, we will sort of delve into that story. But then we also, we got plenty more to talk to because we're going to have him on the show anyway. Way yeah. before any of this other shit happens. So we're, we'll go. And then... Combined, we're having two people who were supposed to be on the show who we could never get on the show. And so it's the same deal. Did we bump them or did they just no, not make it? No, it was, okay. it was all uh, just, you know, timing issues. What's, funny, what's funny is, <laughs> so, um, so Vladimir from uh, Happy Monkey, who was our second guest, we were supposed to have him on the show for 420. That obviously, and we're supposed to have him on the show when New York, oh, so, so, so originally New York show, then the 420 right. show, and now I was like, all right, you're coming on this show because, you know, we're, we're going to make this happen. Did someone but from what, Happy Monkey show that day, though? But what was funny, no, what was funny, oh. though, was uh, with with Vlad, though, is like, he, he, he did the classic where he's like, hey, can you talk to my agent? I was like, what? Wait a minute. You have an agent? I was like, wait a minute. You got a talent agent or whatever? We'll like, have Mark talk to so, him. So, uh, yeah, I was like, man, right. how lame am I? I don't even have an agent. Well, I'm, I'm You're not. No, 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 no. Don't even go there. Rob thinks he's my agent. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got five guys who think they're my who, uh-huh. who They all think they're my agent. Uh-huh. But. I need an agent to negotiate my uh, 
pay with the Adam <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's okay. Wait, can can I use that same guy, yes. <laughs> Mark? Well, you let me know his name. You, 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 oh wait, we'll have Jeff Gard on next week, and we'll hire the guard dog. Oh good, cool. All right, I'll yeah. make sure I talk to the guard dog first and get them all. Greased up so that he'll be like on my side. I'll be like, you know, uh, yeah, you can. I, I, I did him so many solids the last uh, few. No, no, no. Trust me, this. Yeah, he can't. Right. No, I'm just I can straight. turn anybody against you, Dave. Don't worry. Well, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I'm not worried. I can turn anybody against you. <laughs> no problem. But anyway, oh, no. so so we have uh, both uh, Vladimir coming on later. Talk about Happy Monkey. So they've been killing it too. They've been like, obviously, New York's just. They're everywhere. They're the, all over. Well, they, they, it is great because it's like I got to watch when I went there the first time and it's when we went out there for that show, it was like, oh my God, everything is better now. Like, the, the, like it just gave me a peace of mind knowing that as long as I was somewhere midtown, I could, I just had a place to go. Like, I'm going there. Like, right. It was always in my schedule. Like, I had to figure, I had to work around it. Like, so what, what do I have to do midtown? Anything? Like, no. Well, now I do. So I'm going anyway. But they, uh, they did such a successful, uh, job at what they were doing, and had enough people come through that were uh, that were powerful enough to see like, hey guys, maybe when when this happens, you will be the first, and that's pretty much what's happening because they're you know uh, gonna be that setting setting the bar. Uh, don't set it too high, guys. Keep it low. Well, right take, after take, you told take me. Our, take our word of advice. Set the bar low. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can always raise it. O- over pro- uh, over. Over deliver and under promise. That's over, cool. yeah, yeah, right. That's yeah. how you do it. See, it's been you don't so mix long. That, don't mix no, that up. Don't mix that up. Be like, so I'm no. But when you told me about that, promise I, and under deliver. I never made it to New York after that. I kept. I'm like, fuck, speaking. I gotta get there, man. And no, I just the timing didn't work out, and then the fucking world broke. Well, that's even better because now it's like now that'll never. Well, it's gonna happen in the sense that there's gonna be a lot of unregulated places to go smoke so there'll be plenty of speakeasy styly things but it, but the real the real vibe is not there if you don't have the full like waiting for the cops to get you as you come out of the place you mentioned cops I, I, and that's something we should find a way to talk about on cops. another show but what you know when we will have acceptance is when they say it's legal for everyone not it's legal for everyone who doesn't wear a badge and that's when it really changes because a cop can go get drunk, mm-hmm. but they can't smoke cannabis. And that, I think, is what still separates the sort of the us from them. And there will be a way to come together once. You know, it's going to start with them saying, you know what? I don't care that you smoked mm-hmm. in, in college or in high school, whenever no, it was. They have and to, then, they, they, what they need to do is they have to have, get like, you know, because every... Every, I'm sure every fucking precinct has the guy that they joke is a stoner, right? I mean, of course. There's going to be the one cop. Like when they bust him, they go, hey, he said he had a pound on him. Why do you only check in a gram? Well, you know, there's going to be that guy. There's always a guy. Like if it wasn't for it being illegal and him being a cop, he'd be a stoner, right? It was like there's too many things in between. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it's going to be, I think they should get that guy and they should have like a get high with a cop day or something like that and everybody gets to go down and get blazed out with because it. it'd be fun right it'd be right. like everyone wants to get high with a cop secretly you know what I mean not because mm. you want to see him turn all chill and just be like give me that donut bro I can't right? believe like, what I've been doing for all like, this time man like, I'm gonna drop out you're like that cop just asked me for a donut yes <laughs> my life is complete and he was baked right I mean that's all you would need right. that's that's how literally how simple our brains are like cop ass donut cop stone I, cop we win stone cop but good if you cop did, but if you did 
that, like I would go down and get high with a cop just sure. for fun, just to be like, you know what, you guys are pretty cool. Not really, they're not. Well, there's that you, <laughs> there's that YouTube. That one cop would be cool, but that'd be the only way that they could get us to, to sort of. Let the guard I, I hate the generalization. You know, I don't want to say that all cops are a certain way. It's tough right now because there's such well, division in, in a, a society. A cab, bitch. A cab. I would just like to, I, I mean, I like that video of the three former cops smoking, you know, and that, that same one with the grandmas got stoned. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, hey. You know, yeah, it was a good series. It's like not that. like they don't talk to their buddies who are still cops and go, you know. if you're. <laughs> but how funny is it that, like, you know, they all get super baked and then they're like, this is it. Right. This I don't want to beat we, anybody up. This, I'm not. This is what we fucking. No hangover. Ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. What are you doing? I was going to go to the new messages, and I realized it's not a touch screen. Dave's like all. <laughs> oh, is it not scrolled? It never yeah. scrolls. It never, ever, ever scrolls. It just says new messages and production sits, value. It just sits there. No, I don't need to see the chat. No, I don't. I don't. I'm probably getting ripped. That's why I'm always answering like the question from like. An hour ago, like <laughs> <laughs> that guy's not even watching the show anymore. Like, oh, okay. See, yeah, we had twelve chats. It's what? Right. It's all right. It's all right. We don't need the chats. Fine. It's okay. Don't you worry about it. It's okay. If, uh, I think Matt Riot already he blew up the chat with his with his win. I think that that pretty much ruined our. Like, it doesn't work ever since then. You got to see how Mark is doing this. He has the mouse on the wall. He, that that's that's it's tremendous production that value right there. You right. upped the, the value right here, markets. All right, so we got set. five. Let's see, five more minutes before we get our first guest on. So any of the other weekly? Uh, well, yeah, let's pump um, the uh, the the Hayes Cup that we're going to be presenting at in is Las that, Vegas. Is that what it's called? The Hayes? I didn't even know. Well, yeah, that's the uh, that's the actual cannabis competition. They have a different award show because I realized I called Pitts Callis and I said, Pitts, you invited us to the show. Thank you so much. Appreciate being on the Hayes Networks. But one of the categories is cannabis porn star. And Adam really wants to present is, that is award. That, is there really so, is there a cannabis porn yes, star? Yes. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you're kidding me, right? He's like, no, man, that's a different that's the other thing that's going on at the same. But oh. we're doing the Hayes Cup. Oh, okay. And we're all co-advertising together because we're sharing space. But you guys will be doing the the Hayes Cup presentation. And I said, okay, that's a little better. I said, but then again, how do we, do you want to do a photo op with the cannabis porn star? I mean, is it, is it cannabis or is it like a porn star? And uh, it's a real porn star. So a real said, live porn, a real live one. Now you're going to give that. That's a, no. that's a Dave award if I've ever heard. You, you want to you right. see. Everybody you in thought. the chat, tell us who's giving the award. Is it going to be me or Dave? It's nope. got to be Dave. No. Dave. Not if Look it's at you. Point. You're getting no. red already. Look at him. Look at him. He's already it. turning red. His face. If you thought I was uncomfortable watching two guys on Zoom argue like they were going to destroy each oh, other, mafia yeah, I, shit. I, I thought it was going to go somewhere then, else. He's like, you know, two, two, <laughs> two guys on Zoom doing two what? Two guys on Zoom. No, the Cornbread like, Mafia, that show, I, when I, I, know, I, I said turn my mic know, off. We know, we know. We know. We know. We know. Yeah, so Dude, that'll be great. So if you're if so, you're in Las Vegas area on 710, you want to get a ticket, there's not many and, available. And you got to present the award naked, it says. Kevin says you don't so. want that, man. Imagine Trust that. me. Imagine that. that would you be like, don't want that. And they would have to give another award out after that. Yeah. Hot stuff. They'd be like, whoa, I think we need another award now that we had Dave naked on stage at the porno awards yeah. or whatever it was. No, yeah. thank the, the award of never do that again. Yeah. The, the, we'll never do that again Dave award. Dave's not allowed to, in Las Vegas anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Las Vegas, unless Dave Jarnick, you cannot come in. Well, before we talk about Dave talking, getting naked anymore, let's uh, what? 
bring our next guest in and do that instead. Production three, value. Dude, we're three minutes out. We're trying to like bring in all the things because no. there's so much. What, what do you mean? No. What no. Is left? no. Mark, do you have something to do tonight, later? No. Because Adam will no, talk to you, you for three hours after the show. You guys fucked that up already. And you didn't have to do the thing you had to do. So oh, you were supposed... That's, that's next right. Week. No. That's wait. next week. It's, no, that was today. No, today no. was today. No, when everyone was saying... Oh, no, I did yeah. do... But I did yeah, go yeah. there. I did try. I did not nice. try. Wait, wasn't nice, this dude. the show you, oh, I know. you asked us did to I do ruin, Did I ruin something for you, no, Big? Was right, it big? Right, you worry, sounded like it no, didn't matter. No, it was just a... It was a band concert. I wanted to go check it out. Fuck that band. Oh, man. No, it wasn't a band. Like It was a school band. You were getting girlfriend's to... kids. Oh, oh. oh wait, wait, Sorry, hold on. Adam, just talk to me right now. Good. He scoring points. That's what it was. No. It was one of those. I really want to go. No, honey. I didn't get, no, it was all good. I actually saved you. I think. Maybe. Yeah, I think Secretly, so. I think I saved you. Well, Why? You, you guys like kids to grow plants. I like kids to play music. You know You're smart. I mean? So it's like a different thing. All right, there I you get, go. I get You're it. Right. I get it. I get it. You're Damn, he made me feel oh, bad, man. <laughs> you mean I took, I kept you away from kids? That's like the oh, worst thing. Oh, ever. I know. It's keeping me from that's puppies. Like a, that's almost like it. a like a typical. They use that in every kind of every pretty much every TV show will be the disappointed <laughs> the disappointed kid. And he didn't. There's an empty seat. Was it empty seat where it said MTI on it right there? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, she looked at no, it. Exactly mom's did. boyfriend. It's vacant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe my mom's boyfriend didn't even show up. To my Went to right. Canada on a. 14-day quarantine. Oh, <laughs> man. Yep. Sorry, Mark. Yep. Good oh, job, guys. Lisa. Lisa. Hey. Way to Lisa. go. I'll make, it up to, I'll make it up to you. All right, cool. At some point. All right. All right, we got... Hey, so, would this. you keep your COVID joint on that side of the ashtray? Are you there? worried oh, about no, joint? No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> I thought we had to pass the joint to prove you're really here. That was the other thing. I think that was the thing. I'm really here, okay? I can already see yeah. that Tony Bologna is totally not. He said he <laughs> called Bologna on you. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like this is some bullshit right there, because that's, that's obviously green bullshit. screen. And it's just that MTI skill set is so high now. Yeah, he knows how to angle us. He's figured out the angle and how to separate the table. Well, Mark said they'll never know. He goes, he goes. I've been making it look like you were in the studio for the past eight months now, yeah. man. It looks exactly there it like is. you're sitting <laughs> exactly. at your fucking house. <laughs> hey, there you are. You're back home again. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I should have call, call to your Let wife to have her to bring you something. Because now you're at home. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Girl, hey, Imogene. Imogene, can you bring me a glass of water? There yeah, you go. See, you. that was easy. Yeah. Teleportation is real on the Adam Dungeon. Okay. <laughs> so, Jess, if you're listening to the show, you can jump in, or Dave's going to contact you right now, because that's what his... Oh, I know he's listening. His only job. Oh, wow. This is great. Oh, What's look that? at that. That's one yeah, shot there, right there. You know. One shot. One shot. Doodly, doodly, do. Oh! Oh! Couldn't do that. Oh. Nope. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. They, you, they made a, a movie yet. called Infinity Wars, and mm -hmm. none of that was fake. It was all real. That was all real. 100. That's super real. Oh, um, I'm gonna have to text Jesse, huh? You're not listening. Turn he's on. Not listening, yeah. Jesse. It was a half hour. That's just enough time to forget. Oh, there, there he is. He is. Yeah. He's back. He's, he's back. there. Welcome back. And if if he sounds choppy at all, it's because the bandwidth for all the legal cameras that have to go into running a legal cannabis business is crazy. You should see probably see the packaging in Portland of what you have to. Is it like still eight layers of packaging, and you have to ask permission to open up the edibles? You know, isn't that how it works? You have to. We don't hear you. Oh, oh. Uh, that's, that's Mark. That's, that's Mark's that's fault. Sorry, we got it. It's that's our my guy. Fault. Hold on. My bad. You're good. We hear you now. Yo. 
Yeah, welcome, hey, welcome. Packaging after you read all the crazy disclaimers, um, you know what I mean, that they give you, so. Right. It's like it's What's like up, it's like when you buy a, a sandwich now at the at the gas station and they, have, Whoa, they, they what? Put, not that I buy them, but if you look, <laughs> but if you're looking at them, you see like, holy shit, they have seven pages of ingredients on this tuna sandwich or something. You're like, where the fuck did that all come from? Thought it would be three ingredients. No, not no. at the gas station. That's like no. gas station because it's not really because the bread isn't real. Nothing's real. Nothing's so. real anymore. Birds aren't real. Jesse, did you know Adam's a vegan? Like, <laughs> he's not a vegan. He's a vegetarian. Oh my god, Dave! Dave loves, to, and you can tell. It's an old joke from tell. Pinsky's roast. And you can tell. What do you mean? Look at this, baby. This, this boy is built by bagels. <clears throat> One man built by bagels. I bake bagels. I don't eat them anymore. So, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome, welcome. Your 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 main your main gig out there is loud, right? That's your that's the name of your your your, your spot there, right? That's how, right. How long right. how long has that been operating for? So I've been operating, I've been growing um in the cannabis industry for about eight years. And um we've had a loud launch officially last year. So. Oh cool. So it's still yeah. so it's relatively new still. Yep, yep. On the shelves uh, all over Portland or all over Oregon? Yeah, all over Oregon, all up and down the coast, uh, and about uh, 40 dispensaries around the state right now. Nice. How yeah. big's the grow? Uh, we're about 6,500 square feet, so pretty small grow. Actually nice, though, because it's like when you get above 10, it starts to become like, okay, well, it's just redundancy at that point because you've got multiple flower rooms now instead of, you know, it just you kind of you start to add. Once you get to a certain point, it starts to, like, I always say that the edges get kind of burnt off you know what i mean just because it's hard to maintain the the whole canopy the same you know and keeping it <clears throat> keeping it tight and selling through everything you have is a nice feeling sometimes instead of having <laughs> big space and being like okay we're still sitting on shit from fire time. sale wholesale prices yeah. dropping no in this market you either gotta you know be in a position where you tell somebody the price and you're like it's gone whether or not you want it or or, um, you know, that's pretty much the only way to be. Otherwise, you're in the rat race trying to, especially in Oregon, it's such a such a saturated market, so many good producers that if you can't, you know, hit that top level, then your shit's going to be sitting on the shelf. Yeah. Now, Oregon, Oregon, I think, was the first sort of, like, reality check for, because, mostly because of that exact fact that there's a lot of good growers there. Um, it's got a lot of history. You know, it's like, People think of Cali as the as the weed spot, but the reality was Oregon kind of really pulled the weight of a lot of the you know, especially with the black market back in the day, because it wasn't really like it's like the whole state is growing, you know what I mean? Whereas Cali's kind of like you have NorCal growing, Southern California they grow for themselves, but there's just nothing coming out of Southern California, you know what I mean? But all of Oregon is pretty much just like was just pumping away quietly in the background and putting out mega 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 stuff. But also, funny enough, like. Uh, you know that it's. I think they have the same problem like Jamaica has, where it's like if you're on the wrong side of the island, you can't dry your weed properly, right? So like, <laughs> so like if you're in the wrong, depending on what part of the state you're in, there's some parts of the state that are just super conducive to have mold issues and other problems that are like almost impossible to break because you're surrounded by other people doing the same thing. You know what I mean? And there's like just like did you did you have what part are you guys in? Are you guys in the southern part of the state or? Oh, uh, we're in northern. Like Portland is like right on the northern. Oh, you're in Portland itself. I'm sorry. Like it's right above. Like right above us is Washington. You just gotta go over yeah. a bridge. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I did that, man. I did some greenhouse shit for a little while, 
and it does get tough. Like around, you know, summers are amazing. Not any, not any uh, rain, but around October, you know, like when around everything, the time everything is finishing, the rain really starts to hit. So I mean, it can kind of be. We might might have a beautiful year. The next year, it might fucking be a typhoon or some bullshit happens. <laughs> a monsoon. Right Literally, that happened to us. It was a freaking typhoon from Japan. That just wiped out like so much stuff around October, so it was a horrible year. So yeah, I saw um, a lot. Of, I saw a lot of hemp know, fields. I saw a lot of hemp. Field. Yeah, I saw a lot of hemp fields like driving when I was going. I was going to look at one hemp field, and on the way to that hemp field, I saw about nine or ten like abandoned fields where you could just tell they were not like it was. They were not going to harvest at all. They nope. just said, "Fuck it!" Like it ain't worth it. You know what I mean? They got into that. They were literally at the point where the whole market crashed, and it was like it would cost more to harvest it, and we would end up more broke than if we just say, "Well, fuck it," and walked away. You know, so the, sad, sad when you get to those situations. Well, um, Oregon set the bar like in the early '90s for fire weed. I mean, it was just the, the black market was amazing. The funny part though is that always the weed from Oregon. I would say was like super fire, but a little bit like I need a better trim job. Like dude, they could never trim. Their, no one they, cared. They never cared. Like Cali weed was always like perfect because it was like over, like they just went over the top fucking trimming it too good almost. And then you got stuff from Oregon that was even better weed, but just had to get like, needed a little haircut to make it a little, a little bit more improvement there. But it was hey, man, that's just like Oregon, man. We're not about being pretty, man. It's about, uh, it's about being functional. Right. But you don't have to worry about that with loud. We're very, very close on the trim. The market is different now. You oh, know, no. It's very yeah. competitive. Yeah. Well, no, definitely the difference between the black market and, and, and the legal market is going to be that. That is literally the, the, the crux of it right there. It has to be trimmed perfectly. People don't want to pay for that extra little bit or pay less for that, mm-hmm. having to do the work themselves, which I think is a better deal in the long run if your weed is, you know, if you can trim it yourself <laughs> and, and save a bit of money, if, if you were on that side of it all, it would be it's smarter because your weed will be it'd be handled better. All of a sudden you'll see the, like, oh shit, this would have been just stuck to somebody's fingers because they would have been rolling that shit in around and you know what I mean? Do you do mostly hand trimming with your stuff or you guys do a combination or? Yeah, we do all hand trimming. Uh, we got a dope team, um, about seven people. We set up like custom trim stations that are really like engineered, you know, really designed so they're comfortable as possible. You know, while we collect our keep in different ways, so put a, shock, really put, put a shocker in the seat. Just put a little shocker in the seat so you could sit on the camera and be like, number seven, give him a couple zaps. Get trimming. Stop, fuck, stop talking and start trimming. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to hear how you would grow, have grown the weed. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what is Oregon? Is it like uh, Washington? Is everything prepackaged? And, or can or you walk law. up and smell? No, it's deli style. Sweet. I mean, COVID, COVID fucked everything up. You can't do that shit anymore. But uh, Oregon has always been like deli style, you know, get it from this jar, put it in my jar, whatever it is. Right. Been very against prepackaged here. So it's, it's different. So now what do they do? They just have to like point at it <laughs> you can't. I mean, pretty much it's like it's all about look and you know sometimes thc percentage but we got a uh we got a product this is like our prepackaged stuff that you know is only like the best buds you know what i mean so we try to get away from that whole like the idea is prepackaged is just some shit they threw in the jar so they can sell it and they're not even thinking about it yeah. so we go kind of we have to go all the way to the other end just to sell some prepackaged shit here 
Got it. And then, and then if you guys deliver every time and it's consistent, then they're like, okay, well, now we're now we're good with that as far as it being prepacked. It it is like from a sales point of view, though, prepacking makes a lot of fuck. I mean, it moves things a lot faster because that's one of the things like where like like in Amsterdam there was always that, that kind of same deal where they let you look at it and and fucking sometimes you just sit there and you be like, dude. Come on now, just fucking grab a. They'd be, oh, let me see that one. Let me see that one. Let me see that. One. I was like, oh my. Yeah, Especially because they were like, I came all the way from America. I, need- yeah, all right, I want buddy. that part. Don't open up. Not that one. Put and that the, back. And the Dutch guys would get insane. They'd be like, dude, ah, because especially the guys from the states, they'd be like all in heaven, you know, like looking at all the buds and like. Yep. Hell yeah, that's that- how I was. <laughs> so, so you went to Amsterdam at some point, or? Yeah, I went to Amsterdam. So, like, probably about eight or nine times. At oh, least, nice. You know? what, what, what years did you go out there? I, the first year I went out there was 07. It was the um, Cannabis Cup mm-hmm. uh, right when I graduated from college. Oh, nice. It was like 07, I think. Or it was like that, That maybe 06, the, the end of the year, like October, it was cold. Yeah, yeah. That it's was always, the first it's always time. A, always in November. Always, always. Yeah, November, yeah. Yeah, worse. Actual harvest. Thanksgiving week, week, so it was like, great idea. Award ceremony on Thanksgiving, so that always made it like extra special so you're like so basically you're saying if you're like a horrible person and you hate your family you can come and smoke weed and smoke weed (laughs) in amsterdam and stay the entire thing or if you're like a really cool family guy and you're like hey i really want to go to the cup but i'll just go the first two days and then i'll jet home and be there those are like half the people so you'd see that really like all the really cool people left and then you'd be left with the dregs you know you'd be left with like the i'm never leaving i love this place (laughs) i never you know i i never went to the cannabis cups in amsterdam i always had fantastic weed in oregon at the time mm-hmm. you know from 92 till i moved to colorado in 2000 that it was just like i and then you know the weed was fucking fantastic here and i i just i never See, did didn't it. know anything about you know, so we didn't know anything about well i was on the east coast we didn't know anything about the west coast so that was the closest Literally, pretty much the closest thing to the East Coast, like legal weed, was, was Amsterdam. Well, when you uh, went, so when you went the first time and you just graduated, were were you also at that point kind of like thinking about getting in the industry, or was it just kind of like just getting out, getting getting loose and fucking going hanging out and doing something? Just loving weed, man. Watching, you know, watching the magazines and just, mm-hmm. just like, man, they smoke this weed here. Let's smoke that. No, that, that was it. Just pure joy. I pay for the judge's pass, you know, so I can go to the warehouse and sample all the weed. It was amazing. So I think 06, like, if you were there in 06, that was the the place in the north, right? So you had to take the ferry over. Is that that year? You had to take a ferry ferry over to the spot? Was it that year? I remember year? the train. I don't remember the ferry. So I I believe it was 06. I think it was Cause there maybe was one, 07. Because there was one, because they did one year where they had a warehouse in the north. And it was no heat there, right? And it was like, <laughs> you, you can't have a big giant event like that with no heat in the fucking November, guys. It's like, I'm sorry. And the thing is that we were loving it because we sell winter. Yeah, there was no heat in this show. We, 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 we sell our winter jackets. I don't know if you went to my shop when, we, when you were there, but we sold all the winter. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, this is the best event ever, dude. Everybody's freezing. This is awesome. Like, yeah, come on over. We got jackets. Buy a hoodlum or freeze your balls off. <laughs> it was pretty much Perfect that. Perfect hoodlum. Uh, it, was, it was hoodlum weathered 100%. 100%. 100%. Um, so, so, uh, what did you go to college? What were you doing? What were you doing? What was your major? I used to be an engineer. I went to engineering school at Florida State University. So I was there, um, oh, that's awesome. like five years in Tallahassee, Florida. 
So you got to finally use your skills right away in your own way without having to fuck <laughs> around and work for somebody else doing bullshit engineering for some other stuff right. that would have been like, yeah. you know, high You can't plug all those in there, man. Like high, li- <laughs> high liability with less less uh, reward, you know what I mean? And now you got the, the reward of being able to pull your skills out, which is awesome. Um, what kind yeah, of gear are you running? What's the hot strains right now in, in Oregon? Um, you know, you always got the sea junkie stuff. I mean, cookies, runs. Yeah, you got um, you know, you got the the thug pug. You got the burgers coming out of Michigan with uh, Skunk House. That's really killing it. Nice. Um, Donnie Burger and the Han Solo Burgers that we run with. You got a lot of papaya and stuff that's coming out of Cali. That, that that's really kind of setting things on fire. So. There's a few flavors, you know, and a few breeders that are pretty, you know, pretty dominant, pretty prevalent. But then you got Oregonians here, too, like Compound Genetics, First Class Funk, mm-hmm. um, you know, Y-East. Uh, they got some really dope genetics here in Oregon as well. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing I loved when I went to the shows there was, like, the after, like the after show hangout there was always, like, okay, now you, everybody's pulling out fucking something awesome. I mean, you could tell like that was, you know, like it, it's all real. It's already, it's, the culture has been there for so long. It's, it's, it's very deeply rooted, which is awesome. Do uh, you think the cup was more like you'd fly there so that you could bring genetics back? And once genetics became sort of widely available, it didn't really, you didn't need to really, that well, wasn't the, well, the problem. With, okay. Yeah. Th- that would, that, that's what we hoped. <laughs> While we we're sitting in my store waiting for everyone to come buy seeds. But that was times where I would be like, it's, it's, it was weird because it was a it was like a dichotomy between like okay I really want to buy seeds but I'm kind of scared to bring them home so I'll just spend all my money on weed while I'm here <laughs> and and then the same thing with glass because I'd have all this killer glass to sell and people would be like man I want to buy all this but I'm too I'll be too tempted to use it and then I won't right. I won't be oh, able to take yeah, it home yeah. and then you're zero like, tolerance oh. so we had like these really like situations are a lot of times where it's like man if this shop was just back in the state somewhere we'd be crushing it right now and then you know now all of a sudden it's flipped the other way where everybody in amsterdam it looks at america now and says like they just want the genetics that are coming out of the states right. they don't even try it anymore it's like sad they're like guys there is plenty out there you guys could just like maybe develop your own shit but right. they don't they don't do that they just look wait and, and waiting for what we got and then they just copycat whatever the fuck we're doing. But I wonder if COVID sort of stopped the hand-to-hand transactions and there'll be sort of more divergence in the gene pool right now because it I went a couple know. a year. I don't I mean, I think this whole last year, I mean, people, everybody that I know has so much to do. Like you have so much genetics you need to go through that you haven't even got time to do. So I hope that this last year that's happened. It's like same with music. Like as for us. Yeah. It definitely has for us, like just going through the seed pack, seed pack. Like bam, finally bam, have time bam. to do that, which is awesome, right? Isn't yeah, that like that's like the most fun yeah, thing you can do? Yeah. Is, is so what's so, so what's um did you so you had seeds from your original trip still that you were did you did you or you already ran through all that shit or I did man that was my first that was my first pack when I went super silver haze was really the big thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that had to be, I don't know if those 07 or 06. I mean, it was killing for like a few years where it was winning most of the cups or whatnot. So they were giving away those seeds. And those are some of the first seeds that I popped, man. So I, I, I don't have any more of those. But. Was that through Greenhouse or through? Uh, it was. It was Greenhouse. Yeah. yeah so then that would have been uh, Neville by proxy, let's say, at that point. <laughs> Steve handed him over. Um but yeah, it's, it's funny because that, well, you know, I knew what a scene when you were over there. Amnesia was pretty much, a, like, it's pretty much like a Amnesia. sub sub of Super Silver. And 
that's all yeah. the flavor that you see there. Um, what's what's um, thirteen G thirteen was really good, but it was hazy, you know, similar. Yeah, but, you would see that but that's there, you know, and that's like one of those ones where they call it G thirteen, but it's a G thirteen haze. That's all it is. There's no G thirteen to speak of when you like flavor wise. It's all really on that other side of the. It's like it's it's on the jack side, which is unfortunate because to me that's like it's okay, but there's so many more flavors that are more fucking they pop better. You know what I mean? Because to me, those are like the. They're overcomplicated. They're they're trying to be complicated, but they end up being not so interesting at that point. You know what I mean? And they all because the terpenoline is really strong, and it kind of takes over everything. And then you're like, oh, it tastes like Jack. Oh, it tastes like Jack. Oh, that tastes like Jack. Fucking everything <laughs> tastes like Jack. Like, what the fuck? The dreaded. You never want to hand, hand somebody a joint, especially as a grower, and you got some shit. Yeah. And they're like kind of jacked you there. Oh, like, I hate oh, that. Oh, that's the worst. That's, I know. That's literally don't like. That. You just, Please don't you, say that. Did you just say that to me? You Fuck. Just, you just stabbed me. No. Stabbed me in the heart. You just stabbed me in the heart. I there. thought we were yeah, friends, man. Right in the heart to my face. You know what I mean? Not even in my back. But they don't know. And, it, and, and to a lot of people, that's almost like they're thinking it's a compliment because they're like, oh, that's really good. It's like a jack. And you're like, no. Oh, no. It's, yeah. Tastes like chicken. Yeah. No, I, I, I 100%. <laughs> so the theory so the theory that i have which is that there because when when i was working at sensi the they they pulled out the like so ben pulled out a chalkboard and he drew out uh it was in tooth it was in uh i guess it was like 96 when they entered like the first year they introduced it right and so he showed us the crosses and it was like you were looking at some crazy mathematical equation because it was like a eleven way hybrid, right? So he's going, and we took the Afghan one and we crossed <laughs> it with this. It with this. <laughs> and I and, and by the end of it all, you were like, Wow, it's interesting. But and it was really, really good at that time and it was unique for the moment. But then what happened is it was super dominant. Like whatever it touched, it just it like from that point Kinda on jacky. it just spread out and it would just dominate everything it touched. So it didn't matter what you crossed it with, it taste turned into that. It's kinda like flow. You ever you ever grew flow? I didn't grow flow. I've had flow. I remember flow. Okay, so flow is very flow is like a totally different profile, but exactly the same dominance. Like you cross it with everything, and it turns into flow. (laughs) Not flow white. You're like not flow white. No, no. Everything was flow from 2011 to 2013. Colorado in Colorado, (laughs) everything because you grew it, and it was really easy to grow. It was like a blue dream, like mentality as far as like like, wow this grows really good and you're like yeah okay and everybody can grow it and it always seems very similar (laughs) but that's not really the but what about but what about chocolo chocolo back there was dna genetics that you weren't seeing in the states and it was like flavor in the chocolo hold on let's go let's talk right (laughs) chocolope gray area shout out to john foster i was there in 2007 when uh for jam in the dam dark star orchestra played and I made my way to the gray area, and fuck, I fell in love with Chocolope there. Then nobody else had it. He was the only one, and I did not see it again until the, the place in Boulder. It was on second floor, almost north Boulder, going out on uh, 30th, upstairs. Don't know. All of a sudden, I walked in one day. We used to, you know, the doctor used to show up there. And they had chocolate on the shelf. They grew it well. And that's when I found out. I actually called him afterwards and found out it was from DNA Genetics and tried to yeah. reach out to them at the uh, Cannabis Cup. Yeah. 
That's who's that's DNA. That's a DNA. That's a DNA street. That's they got their Amsterdam. They got an Amsterdam greenhouse. Is yeah. That right, Adam? Yeah. Right. That's right. So that yeah, that shit was fire. I it was good. That shit it was fire. good, but the problem was that it didn't. It, it didn't like. It was like if other people grew it, it kind of like it was harder to grow. Perfect. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So people ended up fucking it all up, and that's where it. Like a lot of there's and a lot. Also, of, it came from seeds, so it's like a lot of people maybe weren't picking the right phenos. But I remember that Amsterdam. A lot of a lot of those shops had that chocolate, and I felt. It was around that time too. Yeah. Where I fell in love with that shit. Heavy. They're super lazy. They're super lazy in Amsterdam, so it has to be a clone, <laughs> and it has to be you know just like easy to grow. And if it isn't, then it gets kind of lost in the shuffle real quick. Like it doesn't last. It's very hard to get something to stick there, and that was one of the few that actually did. But I was also I think because a lot of people didn't ever see it grown properly. What's this? Is something else uh -oh. we just to see? What's going uh -oh. on here? I don't know. Oh, oh, man, you're throwing out the flow. Uh, oh, you're killing MTI, my flow, bro. killing the flow. What's the... Uh, we, we had a breeder on. Um, and they were talking about growing here in Colorado. And from a retail perspective, you got about seven to nine months, okay? And whatever the flavor it is, if, if you don't change it, you, you really... They, people move on. I mean, is that the way it is in Oregon, too? Because back in the 90s, I didn't really care back then. I was so happy to have fantastic herb. I didn't care. I mean, it was Soma herb, so it could have been the same thing every time. But what is the what's the shelf life out there? Is it similar to? I think it is. I think it's like about a year, man. I mean, I think there's going to be those staples that kind of stick around. But you know, I think it's two different markets too. If you're talking about like the connoisseur market, like the ones who are following the trends, the ones who know all you are going to show up, they're going to buy the ounce versus buying the pre-roll. <laughs> pre you know, right? Like there's two different shops for the most part. It's like I'm coming in, I'm getting half ounce or something, or I'm going to get one pre-roll and maybe two grams or, you know, one edible. I think for that level, everything's going to mostly move. So you still see the Gorilla Glues, you still see all that basic stuff, but you still you got to be up on the uh, up on the trends and the new genetics. I think to stay on top and to kind of really separate, man. That shit. So many fucking producers here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's also it's it's like fashion though too, where things just go quicker and quicker, right? So it's like it used to be like. Yeah, every 10 years, the flavor sort of changes, you know what I mean? And now it's Try like... Try red. It's the new blue. Well, you know, it was like there was like a haze phase that went on for a long time. And there was like way before that, there was like a Northern Lights phase where everyone learned the Northern Lights and skunk. And they just kind of go through... Now it's like... because of, Also because of Instagram and because of the fact that people are, you know, hype, hype beasts, right? Everybody's running around like fucking hype men from hell just trying to hype up weed that it could be good. Some... It should, Good weed should never have to be hyped, right? That's part of the deal. It's just like it just, just the first time. It just sells itself. Well, you might have to say like, what I would people do. Talk about it. People like, tell you about it. You know. Well, you like grab like it. a good example was when I when I when we when we did MK Ultra, right? First time we did MK Ultra, it was it was 2003, I think, and it was Conspiracy Cup, right? So I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like I'm oh yeah MK. That's the greatest name for a cup called the Conspiracy. Come on cup. now. Am I <laughs> Tell, tell me, tell me who's on. Come on, you won before I sampled it. You won. Who's, who's a marketing genius, right? So anyway, I go up to fucking Danny Danko right at the beginning. I hand him a joint and I kind of whispered in his ear. I go, "It's MK Ultra," right? And he goes like, "Oh, MK Ultra," and he takes a hit. And he's like, "Oh," and I was like. We're gonna win. You watch. And I was like, it just was. It's and that's the way that the cups used to be because it was always like you had a year, to, you had a whole year to think about it, right? So I'm like, okay, a year, 
okay, next year I'm going to, oh, what is it going to be? It's going to be, the, okay, now, so I started calculating, because we're already the CIA, right? so I'm like, well, we're the fucking CIA, now we're going for fucking, because M- M- I already named MKUltra another strain a long time ago, but it was just never really caught on, and I was like, I'm going back into my old names, pulling out the old MKUltra, and I'm going to fucking nail it with this one, and it worked out really well. But uh, yeah, you couldn't have planned that any better, though, man. Did the strain? Was it the strain led to the cup, or the cup led to the strain? That's chicken and the egg type of thing. It's like, you know what? Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. No. It was the coming together. You what? Did you? I'm gonna assume you won. Yeah, we won. Okay. No, we won. We got, we got first, but, but the other thing about it was like it was also interesting because we ended up getting that was one of the first copyrights we ever got as far as like we got a trademark for it Ooh. and i was all like how the cease f-? and desist i was like how the fuck do we get a trademark from a cia experiment and then i couldn't get bubblegum i tried to get bubblegum they're like too general i'm like okay that's weird like Fuckers. i was like okay but mk ultra you guys are cool with that i was like all right really? that's fine I'll that. if i'm allowed to that's have because it. the cia never admitted to the that MK Ultra existed, right? It's still they they they'll deny it if right. you say to them. So so it must be ours, you know. And I suppose you smoke it, and then you have to forget you smoked it, mm-hmm. because if you tell anybody, then it's sort of you it know didn't work. You know, what about Fight Club? You know, don't talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> That's history. What's are you doing? Any processing, or is it just straight up flour? We're doing. Uh, we're working with a processing partner, so they process our strains. We kind of go through a little bit of extra process. Um, we collect the flowers, so we're about to release that this summer. Um, you know, with the loud concentrates. It's interesting. So you got loud concentrates, and then you have James Loud. The loud. Did you have trouble getting? Like, did they? Do you know they, James? Do you know James Loud? You've heard the of breeder. No, no. But then we. I definitely had to go through a few challenges in order yeah. to get that trademark. <laughs> right. People I didn't know who had last name Loud, um, but yeah, yeah. Do you know there's an Adam Dunn baseball player? So every, if you search the Adam Dunn show, there's a chance you'll get us, or there's a chance you're going to get you know highlights from spring training or something like that. The donkey. Yeah, but there is a Dave Charnick. He's a tour guide were, in London. It was a trademark. I didn't trademark it. I don't care. Oh, yeah, it doesn't so, matter. So when you're doing your hand trimming, when you're doing your hand trimming, you guys doing any uh, dry... So you, guys, so you said you work over screens and everything, so you, you guys collect all that yeah. and kind of do your own dry sieve stuff, or is that just for personal, or how does that work out? No, we usually kind of filter that in um, with, our, with our concentrate, so we'll just collect that and go through a few different phases, make sure we're kind of refining it down to just the heads, kind of getting there with the the different levels of the screen that we have built into the table. And then we'll just pretty much mix it in with these concentrates in the hopes of just, you know, getting a better, a better overall product. So we utilize all that whenever we run it. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that is nice is when you have, when you're, when you're like, when you're working in the same, doing the same thing over and over again, you know, you're always trimming over the same table when you have the same screens and after a certain time you get a little patina going on everywhere. You're like, Oh Yeah. I've been working this for a while, but it's also like if you do that and you have, uh, you because you guys, so you're, you're um, dry trimming, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then it's always nice to like, you know, all the workstations have screens on them. After a while, you're like, you know, that's that's your job at the end of the night. You're like, I'll just clean up this thing. <laughs> you guys take care of everything else. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> see Nothing tomorrow. to see here. I'll see. All right. They won't notice. Hey, man, honestly. 
you got to have some benefits to working in this weed business. Well, like, yeah, and the, and, I, and the like key, and, the, and at the end of the day, like, I mean, it's, it's not the women. It's it's for the extra weed at the end of the day. I got into the business for the women because, come on, look at this. I, look at I this. didn't know about the women. I, I <laughs> no. wasn't even thinking. If you're about in it, it. if you're in it for Sausage Fest, you are yeah. the right. Game, you're right in the right. <laughs> That's what I know. Like you said, a bunch of you guys like, like pulling out their weed at the end of the night. You, you like party? You like you like you like parties with no women? Coming to the weed business. Yeah, you like to hang around with dudes that never take their jacket off entire party, like right. just w- with their backpacks on, just like geared right. up. Yep. Geared up. Can't I can't put anything. Back I don't want to put it down, man. I got too many Somebody things. Somebody take on it. Me. I got too nope. many things. Got all my weed. Too many things. That's right. This is a place for you. What's the next event you're headed to? Man, I'm uh, probably gonna go down to MJ Biz. Uh, actually, uh, Cannabis Business Times has a conference over in uh, LA that I'm gonna be speaking at. So I'll probably head over there um, in August before MJ Biz, and then maybe go back over there for MJ Biz. Look at you segueing us. Gave us a good segue. Oh, did I? I no, wasn't. He, I'm just you. No, you're you're you're. That's your job. That's why you don't do that. <laughs> no, just gave us a good segue. So, um, going to L.A. Right, going to the heart of the going to the, going to the beast, going down to the belly of the beast, the biggest industry. Like I said, basically, L.A. considers itself the biggest fucking market in the world. Bullshit. It, I mean, oh, it can, that's I that's kind of their claim to fame. Soon, Mexico City should be the biggest one, I would imagine, because if Mexico's going legal, that fucking, that's going to go off the charts oh. down there. So, um, Do you know what Tijuana well, is going to look like? Always, don't say that in front of a New Yorker. We're always going to say that, though. They're, hey, they're I am a New Yorker. We're, we're, we're both New Yorkers. We're all New, we're all New Yorkers around here. Flushing. So. <laughs> oh, so, but yeah, but you've been everywhere else. So I mean a New Yorker who's just in New York and oh, we'll have they're him. in the camp. We're going to have him on. We're gonna ha- we're gonna have him on at the end of the show, so then we'll, we'll get we'll get when we have uh, Vladimir on. Vladimir, yeah, yeah right. It's the right. Ult- we got yeah. the ultimate coming, but um, ultimate MK Ultra. So you're going down there, and what do you? So what do you feel? Uh, I mean, I, I shouldn't say what do you feel because I probably it's a loaded question. But how, what what what's your uh, idea of the market? How it because the thing is, people in Cali. What I this is here's a classic example. I was talking to a guy from Oklahoma, but he's not from Oklahoma. The guy was from California, working in Oklahoma. And it was, it was we, were ha- we never met each other before. We were, I was by Zoom. And it was a classic where it was like, he's, you know, he's a young guy. He's probably like th- early 30s or something like that. And it was like, it was that first feeling of being the old, like not the first, but one of the first of being that old guy where you're like, let me tell you, you whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. <laughs> Back when I was a kid. No, but he basically, he goes, well, let me tell you, the formula for cannabis is you get a rapper. Right, so I was like already like all right, dude. I'm already I'm already rolling my eyes. He goes, you get a rapper, you get him to sing about it, and then the weed's good for a year, and then you're done. And I'm like, that is not the formula for growing. Really? Good. I go, the formula is you grow good fucking weed. Right. Dude. That's all you do. <clears throat> if you grow good weed, the weed sells itself. You can sit back and just fucking deal with whatever else you got to deal with. If it grows shitty weed, all you're going to be doing is running around trying to make it weed look good, and that's not going to, you know, give it some shiny package or give it some rapper name or Cardi B something or whatever, and nobody's going to buy it in the long run because of the quality. They're only buying it because of the first thing, because of a name or, or whatever. So what do you think? Because I know you're in a place that's real. Like, that's the thing. Portland's real when it comes to weed especially because there's a lot of real weed people up there. Cali's not so real, in my opinion. There's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of... Smoke. It has Hollywood. How real can it fucking be? Well, there's be? a lot of smoke and mirrors, and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of shit out there, which is like, it's all looks, it's all bag appeal. It's not about final, the head, the bang that it pulls off. Because to me, it's more about effect than anything. Um, 
what is your opinion? Let's. No. Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree with most of that. I mean, I do know some really fire LA and Cali growers, you know, but I think a lot of it gets lost in the shuffle because there's so much noise, you know, like you don't really necessarily know about them as much as others. Mm-hmm. And I'll also say Cali kills with the trends, man. I'll be honest. Like, of course, when, when Cali, something is trendy there, it usually spreads out and that's where it happens first. So I'll give them that on those things. I think there's fire, but I think it's way better weed being grown in Oregon, to be honest, to be 100%. Uh, I, I, I agree. I agree. And and, and the difference is, too, like, but it is funny because, like, so we were talking about DNA earlier, and they basically were the first guy, like, what they, they were lucky because they came in on a second wave. Like, so when I moved to Amsterdam, it was in 89, right? So it was still kind of old school and whatever in, like, early 90s rolled out and then they came there in 99 right so they got there 10 years after i got there so in 99 when they came in it was literally like the beginning of the flat bill hats and that cali kind of style and everybody was like pumped up on og obviously so it was all about og kush there really was not many there was a couple other strains out there but hardly any like nothing really got traction it was pretty much just like og dominance the whole time bam og 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 and funny enough they moved to amsterdam started dna but didn't even have an og in their lineup and i brought the mk and that's what kind of like was funny because then they brought their og 18 came up a little bit after that like maybe a year or two after that and the reality was like that you could see how easy it was to sell back to them to their own people like anybody who came in from cali if it had anything og it was sold you know before it even got like boop sold i'll take it you know so like and i noticed it too when i put it on the menu at the shops there was lines out the door and people were fucking freaking out over it and i was just like yep this is some you know it's proper weed um but i think also the problem is is it's like there's not enough there was never enough diversity and now all of a sudden in the last couple years all of a sudden there's a big diversity but it's all going towards purple strains cookie kind of bases and like as a grower we kind of all steered away from most of those things like we were kind of and it's funny because now you can hardly find a thing that's not you couldn't even move purple when i first got started growing like if you had some purple like even if you you thought it was fire People were like, oh, that's perp, and uh, you know what I mean? They go OG or something with gas, but anything purple would not move. Nowadays, it's like it, it has to it has to be colored, you know, if you're really going to attract, you know, enough eyes or whatnot. But, I mean, I mean, like, back to the point, though, what you were saying is, like, it's, it's harder to grow good weed. It's much more difficult. So people want to focus on, you know, the easier things of getting people to talk about it or getting people to sell it or you know, heavy marketing and logos and all that shit is a lot easier to find somebody to do that shit. So, I mean, it's, uh, it, but when you can grow fire weed, it's, you can, you can sell it no matter what. So, I mean, if, if you just handle that, like you said, you don't even need to talk about it. No. You just need to kind of put it on the show. Actually, it's, it's the opposite. It's like whenever you have, like, all of a sudden when you get people, like, everybody wants it and you're like, fuck, now there's not enough for right. me. What about me? <laughs> what about me? I need the weed. So you almost don't yeah, want it to I get too, no. you almost like, it's like your favorite band getting famous. You're like, nah, it's okay. I'd rather you not get too famous. Just stay, like, right at that perfect level where I'm the guy who everybody thinks is cool still because I got it, you know? No, it's just kind of the way it is. There's right? nothing wrong being the guy that when they see you walk into a room or a party or someplace like that, they know that you're carrying bring the fire the fire bring the fire you know it's, i want to uh, 
out that fire and everybody's like, oh shit. Damn. You know? Yeah, well my my, my, my deal my deal is if, if I if I if I leave the party, it's because your weed is better than mine, so that's pretty much why I left. I'm, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm going home. I'm gonna go home now. I think I'm gonna go home now. There's, there's no reason for me to be here anymore. Right. So bye. Yeah, no, it's uh it's funny to watch the generations kind of develop, you know, as they like, because now it's a lot of people are going to be born into legal weed, you know what I mean? Which is funny because there's, you know, literally, like we were saying earlier about the whole whippersnapper thing, that's going to become more and more, especially yeah. as things roll out. I mean, luckily, what's really cool is that there's going to be a whole different vibe of people coming in. Like, you get, like, you know, not that I want. I mean, I have a seven-year-old, or, or even I have a seven-year-old, I have a nine-year-old, um, but it's not like I'm, I'm going to say I want him to start smoking weed, but think about 10 years from now or 15 years from now when those kids are grow up, they've never seen it illegal, right? So their their vibe is going to be totally different. It's going to make it less interesting for a whole bunch of them, right? Which is the way it is. But it's also going to make, there's going to be coming at it from such a different angle that we're going to all be like, what? Because we're just always kind of somehow bitter in our hearts about it. You know what I mean? We still have this like, oh, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's legal, it's not cool. Right. If it's illegal, How it's not it cool. You, you don't really know where we want it to be because when it was, was illegal, <laughs> it was cool because that was the fucking, that was kind of hey, part. Hey, Dad, Dad, tell us that funny story about when you, you, yeah. had, to, you had to use your phone to, to page someone to wait for them to call you back and then they would tell you they would show up in a couple of hours? Yeah, and then they would never, <laughs> and then they had nothing. And then, uh, and wait, you couldn't pick. Yeah, you just you 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 had to pay him before you even saw what it was. What? Wait, yeah. hold on. How did you know it wasn't oregano? Shut up, son. I it never happened to me. I don't know what you're talking about. No, but it, I mean, we will get more and more to that point where we're like, you know, people will never know the struggle we had to go through to fucking get our zip. Good. Good. Oh, you know yeah. what? I don't. That. We want. I that. honestly, I don't. I don't mind that. as long as it comes with everybody in fucking jail right now mm -hmm. released. But if they're going, I don't know how that ever happened, and there's still people in jail, then there's a disconnect and something's fucked up. No, you I, know, that's 100. percent So you uh, you got some. You have another thing, which is what is it? New True Leaf was it called? Or new New, new Leaf, Leaf Project? New Leaf Project. Project. Yeah, yeah, tell tell us about that Project. since we're on that. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. And so, you know, I've always had like a real focus on, um, on like a social justice aspect of shit. So, um, you know, my dad was arrested. I was arrested multiple times mm -hmm. for, for cannabis. Uh, and it really had a big effect on, you know, my trajectory, my self-esteem, all that shit. So, um, you know, everything I do in the cannabis industry, I try to make sure I have the other end of it. So we started this nonprofit, my wife and I, where we um, we have a partnership with the city and a number of other organizations like um, Ben Cohen uh, from Ben and Jerry, his company in Colorado has a partnership with New Leaf Project. Um, Hawthorne Gardening has been doing a lot of work with us, um, but we're also working with local, all the local companies and the organizations that started here in Portland and Oregon. It's trying to like focus on this whole industry effort to like fund black and brown owned businesses in the cannabis industry. So we're going to cross over like a million dollars this year in uh 0% interest loans and uh and grants to like really help people to get over the hump and like do some real dope shit. That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, I think that's the and, and that's the cool part about um the new like the places that are coming online now like New York just did where they actually are including that right away into legislature and it's actually being front and center 
which is the way like you can't really do it after the fact. It's kind of like you can't be like, oh, and by the way, uh, here, throw a bone to these guys. You know what I mean? It's like if you're thinking about it from the beginning and you can actually like give the give the right groups the access to to be able to get ahead of the game by a year or two years sometimes. That's fucking huge, you know what I mean? Because that just automatically puts them in the driver's seat and gets them paid on their own with their own sweat equity too. It's not like their own, like they're not they're not getting a free fucking deal. It's not like here, here, just here's some free money, and then it's like you don't learn anything, you know what I mean? It's better like, hey, guess what? You can just go do exactly what you got in trouble for doing, right? But do it on a legal in a legal way, hey, and you pay get your taxes, and you get a two year fucking jump because like out here they're gonna let um, for social equity programs for the delivery which is dope because they don't have a delivery service here in Colorado yet. And now it's going to happen. And when it, if they do that and give a two year sort of uh, jump on some people that can actually come in, set it all up. Because once you set that up, um, that's like something where it's, it, it, it's, it's like NASCAR where the next person who comes in is 200 laps behind you. Right. right. They're like, fuck, we got to build a, yeah. We got to build the infrastructure. Yeah, we got to do the advertising, you know? And, and so that's, that's a, a much more sort of a, you know, easy way to do it like right now, you know, instead of waiting yeah. around. So I, I kind of think of it in two, like two things about that specifically, man. Like the first, I think, um, you know, the biggest cannabis companies that I know, and a lot of them are from Oregon. Um, you know, I won't speak of any specifically, like they started out, like they're not just these Canadian companies. People think just came in with a bunch of money. These are dudes who pretty much started in, you know, the medical market, and we're able to really flip and make bread and make a lot of money and kind of build, right? And kind of get that head start mm -hmm. into the industry. So, I mean, I think, you know, getting an opportunity to get in and kind of, you know, get a chance to get some capital so that you can make another move and make, you know, make smart moves and hire from your community and support your community is extremely important. And I think also, man, a lot of people think that it's a handout or that it's morally, it's all about being moral. And I think mm -hmm. that's, that's an important part of it when you look at the historical, you know, um, arrests and targeted, you know, targeted arrests of cannabis prohibition. Um, my dad spent seven years in prison for an ounce, oh, you know, a lot of people, my family as well, um, including me, spent a lot of time, you know, and that, that happened across the board. But if you look at the numbers drastically in, you know, in our community. So it's about that. But also you're not seeing the industry grow. You're not seeing people support the industry. You're not seeing people go and uplift the industry. You're not seeing, you know, this real growth that the industry could be seeing and this economic engine that could be kind of generating from all these different ideas and all these different people. It's not really happening like that. So I think there's a, you know, there's a strong economic, you know, reason to make sure that we build this industry, like just like the people who consume cannabis, you know, these should be all the people who have some way to benefit from mm -hmm. legalization. Do you know what's going on in New York in regards to their potential social equity? Because in 2018, there were more than 18,000 18, um, interactions that resulted in arrest for cannabis, and more than 85% of the people that went to jail were black and brown. So if New York doesn't come out with, I mean, like the Cadillac of social equity programs and not two years, but four years, you know, something, then they're really, really letting everyone know they don't give a fuck. You know, they, I was they just don't. Talking to Fab, you know, y'all were talking to Fab Five Freddy, um, mm -hmm. and he's been really um, active and kind of ear to the ground. And they're, everybody from my, you know, I've heard, and I haven't gotten into the bill, and that's, you know, the devil's in the details, as y'all know, from cannabis legislation. You know what I mean? You'll think something's great. 
yeah. and then you learn this and that and this and that before you know it. But, um, you know, from what I've heard from most of the people who are smart, feel really good about it, man. So, good. you know, it, it seems to be moving in the right direction. Yeah. Well, the good part too, is that like the, we're, we're so far down, um, with, you know, we're 34, but we're pretty much about, I'd say we're about 80%, we're like 34 states or whatever. I thought there were 41 that have actual legislation. Or maybe. Yeah. It changes every day. Yeah. Like every time you say, you say a number, it's like, yeah, that was last, that was last week. Now it's already up more. Right, but exactly, 41, that's yeah. so two weeks ago, man. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about, yeah. man? But in general, we're like, we're, we're way past the tipping point in my opinion, but we're also, um, able to sort of now look at the, what didn't work for, for instance, like Colorado still is fucked up. You know what I mean? It's all fucked up. Like, but it's just, they're just getting around now eight years later to like maybe make it right. Kind of still not quite there, but I mean, we're, we're getting to the point where it's like getting a little better, but like Oregon, one thing I appreciated about Oregon was, uh, you know, like it's, it's a real weed culture, like, deep you know what i mean like i was saying on the, i think i said it on the last show where i got off the plane in portland i got out to my i was going out to go get an uber and there was already people smoking bowls and i'm like yeah i love this place like there's you know there's no no fear at all everybody's just like straight gets into their bags mm-hmm. pulls out their pipe takes a couple hits and it's like okay let's go find our right. let's go get lost and pretend we're gonna find our car now or something you know what yeah, I mean? who was on the show telling us that there's a california you just have to pull off to the side of the road mm-hmm. and you uh, smoke that- now, Cali has better laws when it comes to that. They can smoke wherever you can smoke. I think uh, there is some uh, some wherever you can smoke cigarettes, you can smoke weed legally or some shit like that. Yeah. I York, think that's what New York is looking like, too. Yeah. But, it, but that, we were saying on the show last time that it's really hard to find places to smoke cigarettes in New York. Like, it's fucking hard. <laughs> like, they're like, no smoking here, really? no smoking there, no smoking there, no smoking there. <laughs> that's not as good as it sounds, then. You know what I mean? Well, no, you can smoke, just not within 30 feet public, of a door. Though. 30 feet of a at door. Least, hey, at least it's in public. If, in Oregon, you can't even smoke in public. You know, like, so what they're doing is legal. Hmm. Even though nobody's going to do anything, it's still, you know, it's still illegal, which yeah. is, Same as you know, here. it all yeah. depends on who you are. You yeah, know but I mean? here they'll they'll step in. I hear stories all the time. Colorado, I they don't want you. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I, I mean, for, for all the gains we've made here in Colorado and being pioneering for legislation, we're really behind the times in consumption. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we have to have consumption lounges. I'm just saying you're, you're basically telling tourists don't come here to enjoy our cannabis culture because there's really nowhere you can go you know we don't have it either we don't have it either man we got some legislation right now that's tied up in the equity bill in oregon that my wife is pushing with new leaf project that we think will pass that has finally a social consumption lounge but we haven't had one either man that shit is crazy yeah i'm i i don't i'm that's really the only time i feel like i'm a criminal is if I'm not at home. And, you know, I want to start not being at home a lot now. Then, you know, now that there's not a reason to go hide in your house, it's time to turn it back on. I mean, I talk about this a lot, but, you know, we were headed to Amsterdam, not Amsterdam, well, in Amsterdam also, but Barcelona for Spanibus literally days, days before the world broke. And I, 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 I really... I'd, I'd like to do that again. I mean, listen, there's an Airbnb in Barcelona that still has $800 of my money. Who says And, and, and Keith's yeah, money. Yeah, you didn't go. A lot of people, there's a few people that still went. 
But yeah. most people I know, and they had to turn. Go, a lot of those people yeah. had to literally turn around and come right back. Like they didn't even get yeah, out of the, Some yeah, people didn't get right out of the airport. They landed you. and were like, "Where's the next flight out?" No, they're like, like, "Why is everyone running that way? Didn't you hear they're closing the borders?" And like, what? What the fuck? You know? So yeah, it was horrible. Good way to panic everybody, right? And then they were like, "Well, we're not going to close. We're going to close the borders and don't stand within six feet of anybody. And if anybody is coughing, you're you're going to die." Yeah, and that's then, like world is over type of shit. Yeah, you're and thinking then, like. And Dave scary, believed but... every word of it. That was the funny part. Yeah. You know what though? <laughs> I didn't get fucking COVID. They're, they're I lost like... how much now? Forty like, pounds. Oh, so fuck it all. It worked for me. I pu- I put the year to good use. Yeah. You know. So, uh, look at that. Uh, uh, <laughs> a cough in your general direction. I'm pretty right? sure I had COVID. I'm pretty sure, but I couldn't get tested. But I, I feel like I had it. I'm vaccinated. I don't. I, I'm double. I, I got them both. I. You know what? You know, I had a conversation with. Uh, I won't even say his name because who the hell knows? But uh, a mutual friend of ours who got the Moderna shot, who said to me, "You know, I think I'm going to get the Johnson and Johnson too." And I'm like, maybe you ought to ask a doctor. (laughs) You know, I'm just saying, but there are a lot of, it says consult a physician if you've never taken ibuprofen before on the bottle. This one, I'm thinking maybe you should. And you know what? I can give you 20 guesses. You'd never guess who it is. But uh, it's just science, man. Um, I'm, I'm I'm all about the science. I'm ready to go. Look, I'm sitting here. This is the first time I'm back in the studio. You know, I sat in the fucking... You talk about it being cold in October. Do you know where it's fucking freezing in, in April? In a caboose in, in Moffat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. And it was nice that, and warm in our spot. We that's where I sat. We were like, oh, oh. Oh, wait. Does anybody have a magnet here? I'm going to see if oh, I. Oh, the magnet thing. Did you see that? The magnet. No. Did you see that to today? My... Did you see the magnet on the on? <laughs> I was shown this morning too. Do the dad. Do it. Do it. Give me a magnet. What do I have to I do? Have what? A, I don't have a magnet. So this guy goes and he puts a magnet where he had a shot and it sticks there. Is that where you got your shot? I don't get a shot, dude. Shots are for fags. Dude, ah. we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna roofie Adam and we're gonna fucking put him in a shopping no. cart and wheel him into the King Super and get him no, Johnson and Johnson. No. Get my Johnson Johnson. Yeah. Get <laughs> Johnson Johnson. Get your Johnson Johnson and Johnson. Oh no. Oh, that sounds terrible. It's science, man. You know what? I didn't get either. What? Polio. Good. Measles. Neither did I. Rubella. Neither did I. Mumps. All right, all right. Didn't get any of those all things. Right. I'm just saying. All right. Yeah. Ah, Dave, look at derail the show. You're ruining, ah. the show. ruining it. We want to talk about weed. You're talking about fucking. I. That's what I'm. That's why I believe uh, in science, so uh, that I can be here for weed, man. So what about um? What about mushrooms up there too? You guys are. Ooh, yeah. You guys are like about. The coolest place in the, the country for that too, right now, huh? Have you? That's crazy. The only place I go to do mushrooms is Amsterdam. Though. I, I still haven't gotten down with the maybe because I'm working all the time here, but I go to Amsterdam to do mushrooms. But it's blowing up out here, man. People are like converting their whole indoor grow facility to mushroom grow. So your, your, your power so consu- nice. your power consumption is way less. That's for sure. You'd be like, right? Well, yeah. You got to make it dark. You'd be like, you'd be like, well, I, I can go down to one group. I can take away that whole, <laughs> take away all that shit. I just invested all that money and then switch gears and bullshit. Um, that is the next big thing, though. I mean, I got some calls this week about some people looking. So, if you're a psychedelics company right now in a legal state. Right? So you're legal. Not, I don't want to hear from you. You're in Michigan and you're growth. But if you're in a legal state, reach out to the show. Send an email to dundeal at adamdunshow.com. Uh, a fund I know 
that invested quite a bit of money into the cannabis space just started their third fund strictly for psychedelics. I got him in oh, touch it, with Dr. Mark. It's about to go off. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because it's like, uh, if you think about how, because it's so much more precise than cannabis, like cannabis is you're still dealing with, you know, you're, you're growing a plant and you can take the concentrates and get them to a pretty, pretty, st you know, stable sort of state to the point where you could pretty much replicate it over and over and over again and get almost the same thing. But with, with, uh, mushrooms, you can really do that. You can yeah. dial it in so perfect. And also the whole fact that everybody's now finally figured out that you don't need to like do like a heroic dose every single time. Like you could actually just do <laughs> small amounts and it will get you a, a bigger benefit in the long term than if you may, you know, maybe like have to recover every single time for like a week or month or two because you're like trying to figure it all out, you know? Well, that's the whole point of the new psychedelics movement in regards to therapeutics. It's microdosing your, uh, you know, a, 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 specific, a specific dose that you work with your therapist, your physician, and you're doing that in conjunction with a guide and having them work through, you know, issues. Uh, that's what led to it. I mean, that's why we have what, what we have is that there's a hope and there's a fund called the, I believe it's the conscious fund. This guy Henri that I met in Malta, they got like <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars to spend. So they're really looking to deploy capital um, into the psychedelics movement. It is the next big thing, right? What do they call it? That They called it the next big crop. This is the next big fungus. Uh, fungus among us. Really, fungus among us. Super, super uh, fungus. Uh, you know, what company was selling all those in Amsterdam? I mean, you know, you could go to Amsterdam Mc, right all Mc Smart, uh, One, one right? company was called McSmart, which I thought was kind of <laughs> yeah, funny. I was like, they were crushing. They were crushing. And we, we had mushrooms in our store from, I think, around 94. 93, 94, hmm. we started selling them. And it was like one of those things where you, you realized pretty quickly that when anything like that's available and, and it's it, it takes away all the fucking crazy hype of it and, and all of a sudden you realize like, wow, this stuff is super manageable. Like where you wouldn't imagine it at first. You're like, oh, dude, people, you know, always have this image of this like lost people in Amsterdam, big groups of like, <laughs> look, like, look, you know, like just <laughs> been through hell and back. You're like, and it's the exact opposite. I always would see groups of Italians like at super weird times, like, like, 20 of them at a, at a bus stop, which is not going to have a bus for the next five hours. You're like, you're like, and they're all just standing there all, you know, whoa. Wow, man. Occasionally shit like that. But no, it was really, it worked out really fucking well. So speaking of uh, growing and stuff though, so uh, are you doing, are you doing organics or, or are you kind of more on a, or a hydro tip or what's your? We're kind of like in the in-between, man. We do like the best of both worlds is what we call it. So we we implement like microbials, um, use microbial teas throughout the process. But really the basis of, of the grow is like cocoa, hydroponic methodologies, small pots, mm -hmm. you know, drip irrigation, really precise nutrient um, levels. So it's kind of right in the middle, but more towards hydroponics. Dosatron? Um, no, no. We're just using um, some basic... Uh, pumps. I can't remember the name of the. Uh, we're not. We're not dosing automatically right now. We're doing. We're mixing ourselves. Yeah. Um, and then we're sending it out. So we just got the basic. Dosatron is like over over ten thousand square feet. And mm -hmm. if you're going to do monoculture, that's cool. But if you have a lot of different varieties, it's kind of like it's. It's also harder to just oh, just right. lay it across. It's sometimes easier to do smaller batches and maybe hand feed here or there or, you know. 
I would imagine. <laughs> you heard that from someone. I, 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 allegedly. Somebody told you allegedly. a story. Alleg- we saw it on YouTube. Alleg- allegedly, <laughs> that might happen. But uh, what, what nutrient line are you running? Um, mainly, uh, we do our own nutrient line. We do Ooh. our own thing. But, you know, we've, we've done, you know, a lot of other stuff out there, like the Veg Bloom, and we've done the Athena, and... You know, but you know, we kind of like like our own mixes that we use throughout different parts of the process. Is it like using components of other people's stuff, or you have your own sort of ferments, or you doing like your own things like that, or is it kind of like? No, we pull in like um the different uh the different um levels of nutrients from not from different companies, but from from overseas really. So okay, the nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, those types of salts that we pull in. Yep. Um, I'm I'm not the buyer or whatnot, but I believe these things like come from mainly. From oh, and you season. can and, and and if you've got somebody who can do it properly and make those mixes for you, it's so fucking cheap compared to, like, it's crazy. Like you'll be like, really? Okay, that's enough for like two years right there. Like, that's what I was told. Yeah. That's what I was told until we actually went through the process and we add this and we add that and then you got that. So. Oh, you can we're make it. You can make it as a, you can make it as expensive as you want. Also, too, it's like anything. Like it's like you can come in and just bare bones it in AB and just give them like one little thing, and or you can give them the full. Like sometimes I'll be feeding my plants and I'll be looking. I'll be like, I just gave of like a hundred and twenty dollars worth of food to the fucking plants, and I don't, I'm I'm gonna go out and just like scrap together some food for myself now because like they <laughs> they just crushed like filet mignons all night for them. They're fucking eating good, you know. But what about what um but, what about you know basic, like you know the basic mixes are always gonna be the best. Like a lot of times we think that we overdo it, you know, which we do in some ways. We cut back, but we overdo it as growers like every way. But when you kind of cut back to the basics of a good environment. And just a decent diet, man. It's like it's amazing what those plants are We, we got to get you five liters or 20 liters of fish shit. So a friend of ours, Tommy Fox, he runs a company called Fishhead Farms. And everybody we've gotten them in touch with l- loves it. Oh, we'll get you, we'll, we'll get you a, a sample for sure. Um, plus, you guys are using all the microbials and doing teas and stuff. So it's kind of perfect because that's exactly where this fits in and it can go on onto cocoa no problem i think i I like cocoa i think is i didn't like cocoa for uh long term i liked it when it first when i first started doing it it was like also mid 90s and because when i first went to amsterdam everything was fucking everything was rock wool just rock wool rock wool rock wool and i i loved it at first i was all about it i was like as i I had green i had had, had green hair i had green hair i was growing hydro i was about as uh, non-fucking organic as you could get, right? You know, it was just like, give me the most complicated sure. system possible. <laughs> All I did was, like, I wanted everything to be, like, as automated as it could be. I wanted to be as, you know, maximum oxygen levels at the root zone. So I was pumping in. I had, like, you know, DWCs with extra oxygen at the at the root zone. And I was like, everything was about complicated. But then I realized at a certain point, like, I got pythium. I got this. I got that. I got every problem you could have. And you're, like, chasing your tail at a certain point and you're like oh my god i gotta clean this whole thing and you'd be like looking at the system like oh you know the, the only way to do this is to take it all out and start all over again and it was like at a certain point Ooh. i was just like you know what i think i'm gonna go back to Fuck some it. soil man and i started growing on soil yeah. and i was like this is wait and the biggest problem for me was that these were all illegal grows 
and I had to move them so many fucking times, right? It was never consistent. It was always like, what? We got to move? What time? Oh, shit. And we would like run, you know, <laughs> get a rent a car, go to the place, drag it all out. And if it's on hydro, you're pretty much done. Like you can, like that shit yeah, would be done. toast. It would never make it for the trip. Same. Make it out the door. Yeah, they just be like, once they're unhooked from this, like the life support system that they're on, everything just sort of st- starts to droop and you're like, ah. And, but I would like, you know, then I, but then on soil is the exact opposite of like, you just wrap those plants up, wrap them up some paper or something, throw them in the back of a truck, leave them there for a couple of days, bring them back in, fine, you know what I mean? Everything's good. Yep. And so, yeah, kind of, that was my thing. It was more the redundancy and I didn't want to, I had so many strains, I would always have like 30, 30 or 40 strains and I couldn't keep them on hydro would be retarded you know it'd be like that just doesn't make sense hey, don't use that word oh whatever plants can be <laughs> retarded plants are they have retarded plants not a problem people plants stunted plants, plants can, can plants can definitely be mm-hmm. plants can be retarded <laughs> and um so you guys so you went through all these seed packs did you um did you guys how many what, what are you averaging like at any given moment as far as like how many strains at one given time like so and do expand like, too What's that? Also, I'd love to know after you'd answer that one. What's the uh, what? What do we call it? Like a cornerstone? No seed. Imp- like what? What they do in Oregon? Did they give you two weeks when you started oh. your business? Can you add new genetics now? I mean, how does it work? Like if if we have Colorado, you know, something, can we just say, hey, let's send you some? I mean, are you allowed to legally add it? But Adam's question first, please, and finish with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So pretty much each room, we limit strains. I mean, we got to, you know how it is. If you want to, like, really dial in each strain to the max, you really got to kind of baby it. And it's hard to do that when you got a bunch of different strains, a bunch of different heights, all these different things happening in the room. So we go about maybe, like, 45 lights per room, and then we'll go max five strains so we got like one strain per table and that way we can kind of still go drip irrigation per table with the mixes that we want if those things differ per strain gotcha and um what we did dave was like yeah we had 90 days after we got our license to bring in new genetics so um within that period man we just went crazy and just started buying seeds just from every different you know every different um breeder we could find as many different packs of the ones that we really liked, you know, ones that we thought might hit in a couple years. So we just went real hard, got like a few thousand seeds or more, and just kept them here. And now we just kind of cycle through them. So, that, you know, how you answer that question, to me, I want to argue with these motherfuckers who wrote that law and go, so wait, what are you saying is, so the guy that starts their business as a Johnny-come-lately two years from now, they get 90 days, so they get the freshen genetics. They get to open up their catalog. And now the guy that really paid his taxes for all those years to help you build the industry, now I got to try to negotiate with this guy to get him to sell me something or trade? Well, I mean, it should be well, every say, year 90 days. <laughs> well, you're right. And, and there's a lot. There's some legislation right now that's, that may, may pass that's kind of addressing that. But... We do have breeders here in Oregon that are licensed OLCC breeders, right? So Compound Genetics, YEs, like we can buy those guys, right, or or get those seeds because they're in the system. One, all right, good. We don't have that here, do we? We will. Okay. Don't you worry. Yeah, because Colorado doesn't. You know how breeding still want to be able to get that new heat that's coming like, you know, every, every month. 
and that's or and, that, and that's and that's the funny part. Like like when you look at people who are putting these these bills together and putting together all the legislation, it's like, do you have a clue? Like, no. Think about it from like a restaurant's point of view. Like, okay, you're gonna open up. You know, you're gonna open up your restaurant, and you're gonna come up with your menu, and you got. And never fig- change it. And you got to figure it out, and you can never change the menu. <laughs> and you're like, what? Well, ever, ever. <laughs> and you're like, that doesn't make, that doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It's like there might be a whole new thing. Like, what? You never? You don't have a fucking. Deep That's fried, like saying a deep fried bagel with a whatever, and you're like, what? I can't do that. No, no. no. You can buy the latest computer at Costco that runs at whatever the speed is right now, terahertz. You know, but. Only Windows 95. That's the operating system you can load. Nothing other than Windows 95. And it's ridiculous because the technology of cultivation is, it's it's following Moore's Law. I mean, it's doubling and having the price mm-hmm. every couple of years. But this genetics piece bugs the crap out of me. It, I just, I don't understand. Well, the funny part about genetics in general is it's either... It's either note like they recognize it as what it is, like the most powerful part of the whole fucking picture, right? It is really. It's like that is where all the changes come. That's where all the fucking new flavors are going to come. Or they think it's just worthless. You know what I mean? It's like ah, it's just you know, it's like it's a grain or something like that. So they don't even. So if they you you kind of potatoes. Well, you you know you want them to appreciate it, but you also don't want them to think like start to think too, like it's back in the day when it was a. Uh, you know, when they would bust somebody, when it was totally illegal, seeds were just like never even, like that didn't add to your sentence, right? They weren't like, oh my God, we found a bag of seeds, right? But technically, if they really wanted to be assholes about it, like, which they did at a certain point, they'd say, oh, every seed, if they want to be an asshole and it's a federal case, they could say every 12 seed. 12 pounds. No, every seed was, a, was a, a plant and every plant was like a kilo or something stupid. So they would yes. like, if they want to take your seeds and be like, so this is 100,000 kilos. Now you are fucked. You We're going mean? to cut your so, dick off. But it, they, but a lot of times they never did, which is weird. <laughs> you know, they just like would never see the value. So I, I, I want them to see the value. I just don't want them to overvalue it to the point where they're considering it pounds of weed on I your show. I got arrested for a seed before one time. I got, hey, they can't you bust got, you for seeds, you man. A, you got arrested for seeds? One seed. Oh, God. One seed? One seed? Yeah. Yeah, one in the under the uh, in the floor mat of the car, basically, or no, uh, it was actually in the ashtray. So they, they the ashtray? Know, I'm sure he smell it right, but that was what the evidence was. One seed. Holy fuck! Was it a burnt seed that was from your ashes, or was it an actual seed? Uh, no, no, it was the actual. Like you know, you pull yeah. out the get uh, up, like, oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. save that one for later and see if I can grow it out in the yard. Yeah, that was my. Thing. I didn't even know. It was right. That was crazy. I had a resonated pipe screen in 1988 when we were crossing the border. I went to Syracuse University, so we drove across the bridge to get beer. We drove north through Watertown. And on the way back into the States, we had emptied the car out, you know, did the whole vacuum it, checked the everything, right? But for some stupid reason, I had taken a screen out of a pipe and thought, oh, this would be cool if I put it in my wallet and I'll always have a screen there. And never a dirty screen. And dirty screen, right? Stupid kid, 18 years old. And the border guard's going through everything on the silver tray. She's shaking my she's shaking my wallet. And the screen just like slow motion. Bink, bink, bink. And she goes. And now he knew. She puts it right here by itself. (laughs) And then she goes through everything else. And then she goes, what's the screen for? And I said, I had no idea that was in there. And It was at this th- moment that he knew. 
he fucked up. <laughs> Three hours they searched the car. Okay? Three hours. They didn't find a single thing. It, the car was trashed, and they let us go back across the border. But I'm thinking, you know, this is a classic difference of how people are treated based on, you know, their, their genetics. And that's fucked up. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm glad I didn't have to spend any time there, but it's more fucked up I can that already, somebody wasted I can already see an 18 year old you I'd have been broken I'd have cracked at, me like watching that thing fall and just being like yeah it was I really I, I was you know yeah it was something I I realized at that moment in time I I I would not do well in car I just I wouldn't I asked a cop once who was the security at our pizza shop I said how fast can you put someone in cuffs and before I said cuffs he had me turned around spun over and I'm like I said take these fucking things off the five seconds I was in them I knew never fuck no 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 that's Dave's that's Dave's that's Dave's jail story Uh, the one time (laughs) let me tell you at the pizza place (laughs) let me tell you scared straight (laughs) scared straight exactly no it was just something about the I don't know you know I'm I I, no no man can't do it can't do it scared straight at the pizza place yeah I'm just a fucking pothead I want everyone to be able to smoke pot without fear of persecution prosecution you know, give us a safe place, set up a, a system, and, you know, we've we've shown. We were not, I didn't start doing cocaine, you know, just because you legalized until, weed. Until, <laughs> you have to continue. I didn't start cocaine until, oh, yeah. well, like, <laughs> never mind. No, never. never mind. Yeah. Um, so, uh, also recently, which uh, I was... I was aware of before I even knew that you were coming on the show. And so then I was like, when Dave said you're coming on the show, dun, I was like, dun. oh, some, some action in the, in the Instagram, in the IG world. So, uh, so you had an incident recently, which uh, we won't get too deep into, but you've already out there. You put it on the line. So I'm like, I'm not feeling like we're not saying anything that people have already know. Um, and there is a few good points to come out of the whole thing, I think. But basically, in a nutshell, you put some product uh, wholesale t- to cookies, and it was apparently denied uh, for some reason or whatever. Rejected. Rejected. And then, but then it wasn't uh, returned, and then it had shown up as somewhere else, and et cetera, et cetera. Can you want to just give us a background on that? Because, like, Anybody out there? <laughs> <laughs> just a little. Just a little. You don't have to go deep. You don't can have to change go- names. We're not going to call it cookies. We'll call it. <laughs> It's definitely not it's cookies. It's not cookies. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like you said, it was out there on the internet, so I mean, it's no big deal. But um, yeah, man. So uh, you know, they they have their opening here in Oregon, and um, I think you know there was a couple of regional regional managers, right, who were, I guess, in charge of um having the cookies weed, right? All the suppliers who were growing cookies weed and their strains. Right. They were going to sell that at the store and then they were going to buy weed from other cultivators. Right. And sell that at the store, too, under their names. Right. So you had all the different cultivators here right. in Oregon that had their strains on the thing. So, yeah, like you know, loud cookies yeah. could have been. Yeah. So so we were like, so, you know, the regional guy calls us up and he's like, hey, we really want loud. We really you know, think you guys are great. Um, you know, send us what you got. So I send them three strains. You know, I literally, like, to me, are, like, our best, some of our best weed. Like, I feel like, you know, there was, I could have sold that shit anywhere. You know what I mean? So, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a sensitive grower, you know? So, I send it over there. I'm hoping they love it. 
I'm seeing them advertising this guy, that guy, this guy. I'm like, fuck, what the hell aren't they talking about us? I'm not hearing anybody else, you know, talking about loud uh, at cookies. So I, you know, I, my, my social media person hit him up and was like, Hey, did y'all put our shit on the shelf? Um, somebody said, no, we rejected it. Um, it turns out, you know, we understand why all that shit happened, but they were like, no, we rejected it. Uh, we're not going to put it on the shelf. And then, you know, I'm fucking like hurt as a sensitive. Like that's the other thing yeah. that you can tell a grower, right? It smells like, it smells like Jack or tastes like Jack. But you can also like, <laughs> well, rejected it's terrible. That's like, it smelled like Jack to we rejected it. Like rejected you know, There was a meme that was out there where, um, you know, you, you know, it was like, one picture where the guy's like smelling his weed and the, and the guy's like, this isn't your best batch. Right. Yeah. And then the next one is a grower like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. growers are so fucking sensitive. If you just tell me that's not the best shit I put out. Yeah. Just punch them in the like gut. Oh, oh, so, <laughs> so, um, so I was hurt over that. And then, you know, all of a sudden we see loud cause you can't literally change the producer. Like you can't legally do that. You can change uh-huh. the strain name. Yeah. In the in the system, but you can't change the producer. So they had to put the sticker on the back. So on the sticker, it said loud. It had all of our testing dates and all of our, you know, all this shit. But the strain was switched to, you know, cookie strains or whatnot. So, you know, it was it was it was tough because it was some of our signature strains that we were hoping to get a lot of push from. But you know, I will say that, um, you know, it, it definitely was somebody who was trying to make bad decisions. Burner reached out to me. Mm-hmm. Cookies reached out to me. We got like a really dope solution that's going to benefit communities. We're going to kind of flip this around, kind of bounce back the right way. So, I mean, my company's made some bad decisions. Everybody has. But, yeah, that was from a grower standpoint, that was that was tough. Like you rename my screen. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you don't put my shit out. You tell me this shit's rejected. I don't get paid. You know, I think there was a lot of shit that was happening. I mean, that's that's a bunch. Well, there's a there's like a three right there. There's three fucking right. Like, Rename the strain. Oh, that's, damn, that's bad. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. oh. well, they're not getting paid is the most important part. Because that's, <laughs> that's fucking illegal. First of all, and second of all, it's like you know, if like I was saying earlier when before we got on the show, you know, it used to be uh, it was a code much more clearly defined out there, and a lot of it was. That's the one good thing was. I always felt with cannabis that we really took care of each other, like in a good way and a bad way. Like we definitely put the word out if somebody was an asshole and don't even, you know, and people got quickly learned that it wasn't so easy to, like you could burn one guy. See, I say burn. Uh, <laughs> you, could, <laughs> oh, you, could, you could do one guy, but then, you know, after a while, your reputation would follow with, with you and you, you'd get, hopefully get blocked out and you have to move on to some other fucking market somewhere. But when it comes to legal cannabis, everybody's fucking thinking because, you know, they're, it's like they're in, uh, untouchable and talk to my lawyer and there's this layer of, of, of bullshit that goes with it and people get used to the idea of like, oh, I'd rather just go into litigation because Ugh. I have more money than they have and I can beat, the, you know what I mean? That stuff doesn't work, you know what I mean? Like that in the long run will never work because you'll, everyone gets, everyone loses like that. Like I, I, I think it's never smart to go to court just like it is when you come with like strain names, right? For instance, if you have a name, and you trademark it, and you do all the what you can do, and someone else uses it. Really, all you can do—the best bet is to go public and say that guy's—that's what is not real. 
and that's about it. The rest is going to just be a waste of money. Like, you're going to give a lawyer a bunch of money. He's going to give a cease and desist. That guy's going to go give it another lawyer. They're going to come back. It's just like at the end, you're like, oh, those lawyers made a shit. Nowadays, right. strains, are so, strains are so fleeting. It's like, you know, by the time you do that, like, people are on to, like, the crosses of your shit. Oh, of course. Um, of course. Few, there's a few strains that are still, like, lasting. Like, that runs. I mean, that's one of those um, strains that came from California that you know, I thought it would have been gone by now, but it still has a lot of lasting power. So there's, well, there's there, a few there, there's another, like that push. The thing about runs too is that uh, from a from a breeder's point of view, it's a real, it's another one. It's a jack. It's a fucking, <laughs> it's like the run. It doesn't it's taste runty. Like, no, it doesn't taste like jack. It tastes like runs and it grows like runs, but that's what it does. It dominates. It isn't runs so, like gelato. I mean, isn't just like it, runs pretty much like it tastes like gelato, right? Sure. And, and so I'll what you're going to get is you're going to get any, everything is going to be that dominance. And that's why you'll start to see like a bunch of people who will have their runs crosses that are pretty damn good because they're all basically runs. You know what I mean? Like it'll almost replicate itself on its own. So it's kind of, it is one of those deals where like, at least it's at least it's a better flavor than than the Jag, so I, I I don't mind I don't mind runs coming to taking over a little bit of the market. Wait, what if somebody says, you know what that tastes like? It tastes like Jack cross with runs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I would be like, huh? I'd be like, hmm. Yeah, I like, I do pretty well in the market. It's a dick punch and a gut punch right at the same time. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, but it'll, hey, it'll move if it looks good. People like that. I mean, you got to give the people what they want sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh, like, and, that, and that is a reality. Like give them what we like, but you got to give them what they like sometimes too. You know what I mean? You got to, no, you got to give them what they like. You got to grow. <laughs> you, you do got to. They will like what we like because we're true smokers. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. saying, sometimes you don't want to lean in like. I don't want to have no fucking lemon shit. You know what I mean? On my shit. Fuck yeah. that. Right. I don't fuck with no lemon. You know what I mean? But it's Wait like, fuck, man. We got to have, you know, maybe just throw something with a lemon cross in there. You were, you, I mean? were you just dinging Adam? He's about to release the lemon sage master. Quadruple lemons. Yeah, quadruple no, lemons. No, no, totally you know I mean? no, no I mean, I'm fucking with you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, I, uh, I, love, lemons. Like, I love lemons. I hey, love burner, lemons. burner, yeah, sorry, we burner. I love lemons. I love lemons. We might, we might want to try it because well, we, we need a lemon. <laughs> I mean, the one okay, the one thing that I like we were saying before though, and I think before the show, and in general, LA does have the hype. They understand hype. They understand how to push it. They can definitely get that shit out there and make people want it. And it's 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 funny because, like. We have, a, we have one of the guys that used to work on our show, the kid, we call him, and he is he is a kid. I mean, it's like kid at heart. He came here. He was on the show. Everything he pulled out was like Mylar bags and, sh- you know, Gary Payton this, and he had every single flavor. He pulled them all out, and I was just like, come on, kid. What are you doing? And it's like, oh, you know, kids love cookies, and it's just like it's true. They really do, and it's like the, the reality is is like we just have to kind of bring back a lot of these other – dirtier nastier fucking flavors that are that people will actually learn to appreciate because they don't even know there's so much more deeper shit out there and everybody kind of falls for the the stuff that's like kind of like on the on the weak side in my opinion you know as far as flavors go like there's a lot of more dirty funk out there it's funny how from a grower's point of view we want the dirty like back in the day it was the the mango baby shit, right? That was the the ultimate goal of every grower. Mango I wanna, baby shit. I want to grow shit that smells like mango baby shit, right? Like, that would be it. Like you're like, that's it, mango baby shit. Like we had a few strains like that yeah. where we we're like, oh yeah, oh. it smells like a dirty diaper, dude. Well, that's fucking well, nice. Well, oh yeah, like uh yeah, exactly. And that's what you want. You want it to almost be a, a 
like you want to come back for more a little then, bit of something to come back for more exactly and you're like it's really really bad I like it's like cheese it's like cheese right people love fucking man, funk. Man, I, don't, I don't see any more cheese that's another one man. I, don't see, <laughs> I don't see any cheese i had this amazing i had like a super silver cheese that i think i ordered it's from somewhere man it cross, right? it's it's, it's and i haven't seen any cheese on the market man it's like because maybe like a testing but that shit is like a very distinct oh yeah fucking flavor and taste that i just don't really see at all um there was a when i was in oklahoma there was a, a auto flower that um uh ryan early put out that was a and it was funny because I didn't. I just went in the room. I grabbed the thing. Like, oh, cheese, right? He's like, yeah, that's a cheese. I was like, okay, well, there you go. And it, you know, it literally was. It is exactly that. Like if you, as you, if you've grown it once, you know it. You can fucking pick it out from a batch. I like it. I never. I think the problem is it's. It is like. It's like a mid range in the in the because everybody goes by THC bullshit now, right? thing, yeah. and so well, they're like, oh, this thing's twenty one percent. I don't like that. I don't. It's eighteen. It's like an eighteen to twenty. I think I think on the high end that might be twenty two, and on the yeah. average it'd probably be around nineteen, and then on the low end it'd be around eighteen or seventeen four or something, and that shit will just get completely like pushed out just because. That sucks, man. We, but that's another reason why we don't have so many genetic flavors right now is because everybody's just crossing mm-hmm. high THC, high THC, and a lot of those flavors that just didn't get tested, yeah. shit, that motherfucker just got rid of that shit, man. You know what I, I mean? I mean, people are getting... I mean, when you get a... Like, we have one uh, one of our uh, sponsors from uh, Green Farms. They, they're, they're, all of their profiles are super across the board. They'll have CBD, <laughs> CBG, CBN... You'll have all sorts of different THCV. different cannabinoids, a lot of THCV, and and things that are like like that's what it it's it's when you get the full spectrum is when things really pop. You know what I mean? You'll get those unique right. combos. And JW is one of the first to really throw down on making sure terpene content is listed on the label. Some of those extracts, you know, were crazy. Well, people, it, it, it it's it is that terpene like percentages though they're really like. That hurts hard too because there's a lot of stuff out there that just doesn't fucking hit the numbers at all. Like there's some really sad terpene numbers. Like you can hit all the numbers you want on this, but it doesn't mean shit unless you hit those. And I've seen some like pretty like it kind of kills the whole deal. Like so you're almost like, eh, just don't do the terpenes. We'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine not knowing the how nose how nose. low we are because that's the way it is. I mean, a lot of times you'll get stuff that's like. Two percent, you know what I mean, or three percent. But you know what, though. But it, that's okay, though. It's that I want to see what's in there in the blends because I. Think... But I've seen like some of those two percenters that like are some of the most smelliest, stinkiest right? that might have two percent terpenes, or some that are like, oh, the terpenes are so high on this, and then you smell it and you're like, hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I, I can't wait to learn more. Like, there's so much research happening. Oh, it's, I'm, it's just, all, I'm, I'm excited about that shit. It's you know all I mean? about the research when it comes to cannabis. That's yeah. what I say. And it's about the small controllable fires that you can do in your own room while you're watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. I'm researching. Yeah. I'm researching. Leave me alone. I'm over here researching. Well, you know, statistically <laughs> speaking, eight out of ten growers listen to the Adam Dunn show in their garden. We're just, you know, I can make this stuff up all day long. You know, don't worry I about it. I believe that. I mean, <laughs> I'm always in the garden listening like, to something to listen to uh, DVDs and shit. And, and so, um, 
since we were talking about the hype stuff, what, what about, and he was in the beginning, very beginning of the show, talked about packaging. Do you have a certain kind of style of packaging that you guys do that's consistent with loud? Or do you have like a, is there, is, is there any like unique features to it at all? Or what do you guys yeah, do? Yeah, so pretty much, man. Like these are some of the jars, um, these loud, like slag, we call them smoke like a grower jars. So it's like, you know, like a grower, right? Like we go in, we can pick, you know, we've been looking at this plant. We pick the best bud. You mm-hmm. kind of trim it just like perfectly. And you're the first one to fucking touch that bud and break it open. So we do that here. We trim them directly into the jars. And these are UV resistant. So they're glass jars, UV cool. resistant. So we make sure that, you know, it's the perfect cure. Mm-hmm. We release these later, a little bit later than our wholesale. And we kind of go real exclusive for these jars. You know what I mean? So those slag jars are kind of like, our thing like how you be like a grower like us and um and then we go wholesale glass everything is cured in glass here loud that's nice. a, that's dope and then those are nice and collectible glass and you know so yeah. you recycle them yeah use them over yeah, yeah. You can recycle. Use we're actually working use on a them program over and over. no no i mean can they bring them back yeah yeah you can recycle so we're working on a program it's called uh, we call it a cannabis howler or whatnot where you can bring you can grab these jars we have it in half ounce and ounce and you can bring them back and get a discount. So we're going to launch that this year with a couple of our partners as well. Nice. Kind of just reduce, like you know, reduce a lot of that, a lot of that waste. Yeah, because that's a one of the parts of the industry that I just don't agree with is the amount of overpackaging, right. especially because we're talking about like like sometimes you'll get a half a gram of something and you'll be like, what? Like really, it took all that to get a half a gram? Aha! Look at this. <laughs> We have we have liftoff. Ladies almost. and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, live. Live Vladimir Batista. In this corner. Happy monkey. Uh, Vladimir. Do you guys know each other? <laughs> no. Vlad? No, I've heard of I've heard of Vladimir before. I'm I i have met you. Good to meet you, man. Can you hear us? He's staring at the computer like he's still getting it working there. Now there he's is. looking at us. He looks happy now. You look like you're, you're, you're Are you looked it up. <laughs> Did you make it work? I'm trying to get the, <laughs> oh, the headphones to work here. It's all right. We're, now we hear you, so that's good. We've got we've got sound, and uh, we got you. No? Killing it? Did you not charge those things? Did you get the doop, 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 doop? Doop, 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 doop. Right. If you can hear us, you don't have to do the headphones. Can you hear that's, us? We can hear you. That's a, that's a horrible feeling when you hear that shit. It's like, fuck. Right. You have to do the switch. You do one, and then you put one in the charger, and then you go back to the other. That's yeah, I'm yeah, always doing that. Do but one. there's only a microphone in one, so you're that's fucked if you're trying to do an interview. It's like, it doesn't work. Oh. No, I, I, the that. iPods have, have a microphone in each one. The only one that do I have, yeah, the yeah. iPod, the only one that works for one. Yeah. Yeah. I had the Apple shit. It's only one because I had I had it when I was trying to do it. My the show, iPhone, and they were like, no, I can, doesn't work on that one. I'm do like, either oh. one. I did the first few shows with uh, AirPods. Know. Now you hear us, Vlad? You're good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. It's it's not working with the AirPods, but I'll do it without it. Don't worry. Do it without uh, it. We're fine. We can, hear, yeah, we, we we can, can hear you fine. And then yeah. as long as you uh, if you if you need us. Good evening, work. gentlemen. How's everybody doing? We're good. We're good. We got Jesse up here, and uh, we're just chilling. We've been rapping about weed, you know. We I was hanging out with my employer. You know, I'm a single father, so you know my boss is bossing me around. I'm sorry, I'm late. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's all oh. of us. We got to look at our bosses at home, right? It's okay. <laughs> I, I raised my it. son from the time he was three until he was thirteen. See, my accent's going to come back right now because he's talking, and now I want to go back home. It's like every Wednesday morning after Tuesday night, NYPD Blue. 
every time I would watch that, my friends would say, oh, you just must have watched the New York Cop Dude, show again. Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut you know, the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and forget about it, <laughs> hey, man. forget about it. Give dude. me a slice and a beer. So uh, we tried to get you on two times, and third time's a charm. Right, a charm. We had we tried to get you on for the New York show because we figured you know you would be like at the center of all the cool shit going down uh, when they announced, and then we tried to get you on for four twenty, but that was like a big mess, of course. So, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. I apologize. You know that I was eventually going to come. It's just been a little overwhelming over here. You know, as you guys can imagine, after eighty years of prohibition. You know, the biggest volcano in the world just exploded. It's been a little crazy, you know. I saw the um, I saw the the uh, article about the news episode. What was that on? What, what channel was that on? Did you guys have the guys come? A lot out? of channels. Oh, uh, a lot of came out of channel Four, NBC, Bloomberg, Nasdaq, Chatter. Oh, it's fun when you do those things, right? Because we had the same when we we when in 2012 when they when they did it here, we had Bloomberg, and and we had Bloomberg, CNN, and like four or five different networks, and they're all in our little tiny place, and we had like maybe 20 people smoking, and they were trying to get angles from, and everybody's fighting, they're all fighting, fighting for angles, like that guy's smoking, get over there, and I was like, this is hilarious. Get it's like, all you had to do is like flashily do your dab or something, you know, quick, that guy's doing a fucking hot dab, get him, we need hot dabs, we need more hot. But yeah, it was funny. It was like the so much media at the same time. But you guys are in the heart of media too in New York. So I bet it, what happened the next day when you woke up was your phone just fucking blowing off the fucking chart or what? I yeah, uh, because um, you know, we we set it off in the right way. You know, uh, we we held a, a four twenty event on Wall Street on uh, on a, on a, on a five star steakhouse across the street from the stock exchange when they used to sell slaves at where nobody would ever thought there would be a weed party at, you know, especially run by somebody that looks like me. I bet. And uh, was it, so, I mean, pretty cool for a steakhouse to let you guys smoke inside because of the whole fucking indoor clean air act and all that bullshit that they always throw at you when you try to do an event anywhere. Did they have any outdoor areas or was it all inside? Uh, no outdoor, all indoor. It was inside. Uh, breaking all the rules. Wow. They, you, they have you a, hot restauranted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have out. a, a uh, the, the the basement is a vault, the first vault that J.P. Morgan used in 1902, so we did it inside the vault. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. That's so fantastic. you're doing dabs, doing dabs in the vault. Everything, stabs, <laughs> blunts, everything you can think of. That's great. Fuck, it must have been like a, yeah, how did you see? You know, either the ventilation system was amazing or it was just, you, you know, us in get through. New York, we, we used to it over here, you know? Sure. That's sick, though. And, um, I mean, what's really cool is that when you guys were running Happy Monkey, I mean, I know it's, like, obvious that, that it wasn't like the cops didn't know what was going on, but they also probably, you know, now they know that it hands off in a sense as far as, like, are you pretty much the poster child for the whole thing now? I mean, I would imagine after surviving the fucking... Well, that was kind of the point of, four, of 420, you know, because I feel like that didn't just help Happy Monkey. I think that helped the state and the industry because, you know, the venue, the news, um, when we when we were going to do this, they we invited them. they never seen a cannabis event, so they expected only, like, you know... Lock up your babies! People shooting up, people shooting, like shooting up in the car. We had, we had that too, but we had... Uh, 
doctors, lawyers, billionaires, politicians, you know, in suits and gowns. And they never would have thought that a weed party could have these, this level of people, you know, because we all know, you know, Adam, you've been coming to New York forever that everybody smokes from all walks of life. Everybody was just in the closet. And, you know, so now we, we showed them, you know, what the future looks like. Yeah, I bet. And uh, no issues with the whole COVID crap and all the fucking number of people. No, no, no. Because, you know, we kept the copacetic, you know, has signs, please no sharing, taking everybody's temperature when you're not smoking, put your mask on. You know, we did all the precautions. Right, right. Because, I mean, it, it's it's so lame, too, because it's like one of those things where it, it really uh, cramps our style because <laughs> we're all like, you know, we're so used to the idea of sharing joints and fucking doing peep dabs. And all of a sudden you got like this whole like protocol that's getting thrown into the mix, which definitely kind of makes Adam, you're rude. You don't even introduce me to everybody here. I never met this gentleman or the other uh, one I'm, here. I'm that kind of stoner guy that never introduces his his, his group. Nice his, to meet you, Vlad. Friends. This is Dave Charnick. I'm his show wife, Dave Charnick. He, nice to meet he's, you. Yeah, you can I'm Flushing born. Dave. He's from Flushing. He's from Flushing. I'm from Flushing. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. I'm from Harlem. And then we have Jesse Horton up top, which I kind of introduced you to earlier, but he's out in honor. Portland. He's out in Portland. Honor and a pleasure to meet you, Jesse. What's up, Vladimir? Good to meet you, man, for real. See, I was under the impression you guys already knew each other because I, I saw, like, I was going through oh. uh, Jesse's, like, uh, Instagram, and I saw you liking all his shit. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll just bring him on. They'll be buddies. And then later he's like, I don't know. I don't know him. <laughs> like, <laughs> the classic where you're like, what? Oregon and Harlem are long ways away from each other, it's Adam, you know? Are you from New York, Jesse? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. My um, my my wife has spent a lot of time in New York, but uh, I definitely heard of you though, without a doubt, bro. I've never had a chance to meet. Sorry, I thought you were okay. Honor and a pleasure here at your service. I'm sure you got the red carpet where you go, Jesse. When you come to New York, we'll have the green carpet waiting for you. Oh man, I'm gonna take you up on that for real. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, that's enough. Adam knows about the green carpet. It's very worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. <laughs> That's worth of a nugget. You just got You just had to go through the. Uh, you had to go through the freight elevator to get to the green carpet. That was, so, so it started off. A, started off a little weird, but it was definitely worth it in the end. Uh, so, so um, you guys going to start doing maybe monthlies or 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 just kind of keep. No, it kinda... now we're waiting because we feel like you know we proved everything that's possible. So now Adam, like you know, now that all the licenses are coming out, and then all of a sudden you take a while. Guests they have consumption lounges in the license. I wonder where they got that model from, Adam. Right, right. And, uh, so they're like so must now have, they're like must surprise, have leather surprise. must have a leather couch. A security guard and, <laughs> and and some weed behind a door so you don't see it at first, but then it's there. And a couple of uh, a couple of recording studios. Just throw those in there too. For the yeah. Next, right? oh, so yeah. So now that you know things have come above board, you know we're gonna do more like strategic events, like maybe like seven ten will do some. But the goal is now when these licenses to come out to show them if we did what we did, you know, pre legalization, you know, we got a license, get we got a license for a few. Uh, we, we plan on taking things to another level on the hospitality tip, you know? Well, I mean, the, the density of people, like what we were saying earlier, how L.A. kind of considers itself the uh, the the biggest market in, in America. I think New York, once it's really fucking rocking and rolling and, and it's actually got like a legal framework that's really working, would can can crush that just because of the density of people. It's not just about the amount, but it's about the, you know, the, they're not just spread out over fucking, you know, Oh, I got the idea for miles. you, Vlad. Okay, here it is. So you get you buy up 
a bunch of cabs that already have the partition between the passenger and the driver. And you just add a smoking surcharge. Just add weed. You drive them where they want to go. <laughs> While weed. they're in the back blazing, the driver's separate, doesn't catch their contact eye, and that's their way of not having to stand on a corner. They get sort of the sightsee in the cab as they you get You just high. do a loop. You do a loop. It's yeah. the looper. It's like a looper thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, What's wrong with around, that? Loop around. Ah, we're around the block two times. One more time. Just so you know, Adam, right now, even before legalization, New York is the number one consuming city in the world. Number four is LA. Number eight is Chicago. The other ones are not even in the country. 277 million metric tons of cannabis is smoked by New York State every year. Pre-legalization. Yes. So and that's all came from California beforehand. So now where is it going to go? What's no, going to happen? It came from Oregon. Oregon, Oregon man. Oregon. Come on. Get your yeah, shit. I was going to say, yeah, Jesse knows that this is not just California. It's not California. Don't, Oregon. don't forget about Oregon. Jesus oh, Christ. Came from oh, the West Coast. We need the whole West to be able to, you know, meet the quota over here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they will start eventually uh, producing more local weed, which uh, will be interesting to see. The, the new East Coast, West Coast fucking battle going down. What's it's going to be the whole new thing. we got a whole new battle to do What's a Yankee game going to I don't think like? it's a battle. I think that uh, the West Coast, obviously, are the pioneers, you know, yeah. set it off, you know, and, uh, you know, it's just now the wave is coming this way, you know, and, uh, you know, we're joining the party, you know. It's been a while. It's always been 80 years, so I think it's about time, you know. Yeah, no, 100% about time. And uh, fuck, I don't have to drive from Flushing to Washington Square Park anymore to to try to see the guy that looks like he might have weed and make eye contact. And maybe he'll, you know, maybe it is weed. And then I got to drive all the way back to Flushing and not get pulled over at the tunnel or something stupid like that. With, I, it's, a, with uh, a screen in your with a screen in your wallet. No, I once had, <laughs> I once had was going through the tunnel and I didn't realize I had the expired registration and they would stand there and just look at your your you know where your sticker was and fuck I had like eight grams of hash I just bought at Washington Square Park and it's right with my driver's license. <laughs> you know, again, stupid nineteen year old thing to do. You know, so luckily I knew I was getting pulled. I, I knew what he was going to ask for. So right before he got to the window, I unzipped my fanny pack, pulled my license out. Zipped it up, put my and they never, never search me. Just I went, oh, whoops, sorry, got let go. I'm really interested in how things are going to unfold here, Adam, because you know, uh, uh, unlike other markets, um, you know, we've learned what's happening in all the other markets right now. The bill fresh out before compliance and regulations looking like one of the best bills in the country. You know, um, uh, 50 percent of the of the first licenses must go to social equity. Um, uh, 20% of the gross revenue must go to the in, to the communities most impacted by the war on drugs, which means anywhere from 750 million to a billion dollars for those communities. And uh, home grow, delivery, social consumption, co-op. So it's looking good. And um, uh, the, the I think they're starting to realize the corporate suits, uh, Adam, that uh, Unlike other markets, they're going to have to really, really consider working together with the legacy market and legacy brands, Mm -hmm. because if not, you know, you have no data 
you don't have any flower data. There was the whole medical program here never had flower. So are you going to battle a $10 billion a year legacy market mm-hmm. with no data and not include them and try to clean it up? Or are you going to try to work together with them? Yeah, otherwise I, they just create and a They're trying market. to find ways around it. But um, from what I hear, they're doing research. And I remember one of them sat down and told me, uh, we, we, we spent a lot of money and resources on trying to understand the legacy consumer in New York and the legacy market. And I said, what happened? They said, well, we came back with one conclusion. I said, what is that? New York City is the most intricate, complex, sophisticated black market in the world. We couldn't get past the guy in Washington Square Park. <laughs> right. <laughs> surprise, which, which everybody surprise. knows. Which everybody knows. That's like the, hey, that's where you get weed, right? right? I mean, so they, yeah. they, they couldn't get past there, though, Adam. They were trying to figure out what happens behind that <laughs> to the whole 10 billion, and they, they, they got, they, they got, that's where, they, they got that's, where the re, that's where the R&D stopped. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> that one guy could not be selling $10 billion <laughs> in Washington <laughs> Square Park. <laughs> so we need to, we need to find out where, what's happening here. There's yeah. got to be more to this story. The guy's on a spread trying to figure it out. Oh, like, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, think he could have missed that. that. As we know, not because they want to, gentlemen, because they're going to be forced to to have to, to enter this market with a different approach or very frankly, you gentlemen have seen what's happened in LA when you try to go up against the legacy market. So, you know, add that times 10 if you try to go up against New York and in a place where, you know, people won't even tell you where the store is if they don't know you. Well, yeah, and especially because of the, <laughs> because, you're from you know. Yeah, Fuck and, yeah. And, and and also because like the reality is there's still a lot of you know there's a lot of growers out there in the in the in the country still, and if they if they didn't have New York as a fucking place to dump all their shit, which they dump a lot of shit there, you know, if that actually closed up in any way, shape, or form. It would, yeah, it would upset the apple cart big time. So you know, the reality is, and they're not going to let that happen for a while. And I don't, I don't see it. You know, I mean, if they're two years out, it's going to be. That's two years for the black market to get even more sophisticated, right? So they've already now they get all the examples like, oh, this is what we're supposed to be doing. This kind of oh, so now you're going to get black market child protected fucking packaging. You know what I mean? They'll be, they'll take it to the next level just to, uh, just, uh, just to look legit. You know what I mean? That's the problem. I was telling somebody the other day, I said, I really appreciate them. And you know, the bills looking amazing and everything, but I said, I hope they understand that they just opened up the biggest volcano in the world and they don't understand what that means. But as you said, Adam, in the next two years, they will. Oh, two years of just, I mean, first thing as a, <laughs> as, as a New Yorker, I was like, did they just say 24 grams of concentrate and three ounces on yes. like every single and kid. Five, and, five, and five pounds at home and six plants and six immature plants, which me, we all know means 12 plants. Yeah. It's going to get interesting. And, but you know, it's so fantastic that they took the lead on this, but I still think it's going to get fucked up in the next two years because they didn't come hire you. They didn't come say, you know what, if if I need to know how to jumpstart this program, why don't I find the guy that's been doing it right under our fucking noses for so long and is set up legit now. Allegedly. 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 You know? Allegedly. So you guys know uh, Jesse and, and everybody else on here listening, you know, I'm born and raised here, and uh, I've been in the legacy market for 22 years, only in New York, and uh, four years, four years, happy monkey. You know, we do everything from, uh, of course, the consumption line was was the main thing. Then uh, 
We went into merchandise, you know, like clothing, ancillary products. Now we went into media. We have a podcast. We have a magazine. And now, four years later, hopefully we'll be touching the plant legally soon. You have your own podcast. Why don't we just give you the happy monkey segment on the Adam Dunn show? You come on, you know, once a month. We, we sit back and do something like what? Smoke dabs. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's all we do anyway. Yeah. Happy Nothing monkey. different. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the real question, you ever get to flushing? And do you have you ever had pizza at a moray pizza? I've never met. Uh, you okay, know, you so know, if you're you know, in Flushing, you know, like, he didn't look really impressed when you said Flushing. Every, every bro is like a country here, so you know that. You know, I know, I know, but not Flushing so much. If you find yourself in Flushing, you're stuck there, right off the Van Wick <laughs> on Linden at the Linden Place exit. Go to a moray pizza. Um, I am telling you, it'll it'll change. You I've know, heard of it. It's not going to change. I heard a lot of people speak highly about it. That's the say. So shout out to Manny and Andy. I love you guys. I'm now that I'm. He's just, I'm tra- he, he's just trying to get free slices right now. That's I don't whole, pay whole, for slices anymore. Adam, habit. how did we meet your your other half here? All the time we know each other. Who this 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 <laughs> my, my my wife over here? <laughs> Actually, I first met him twenty. No, it's more than that now, right? Nineteen ninety in Amsterdam at coffee shop Homegrown Fantasy. He was Jack Herrer's handler. I happened to be there for Grateful Dead tour, and my favorite coffee shop was Homegrown Fantasy. There's a sign on it. It says, tonight, one night only, famous American hemp activist Jack Herrer will speak. I got there an hour early. I put a little sign on the table that said, kick for a fatty for Jack, and I rolled a fucking Cheech and Chong joint because everybody just threw in. And, you know, that I didn't meet him again until uh, Seattle in, uh, at a conference Jason Pinsky introduced us. Uh, sad. You know, I said the name sad, out loud. I got to throw $100 in the jar. That's a sad day when Pinsky is introducing you to anybody. <laughs> oh, Mark. Damn. Yeah. yeah, you don't want that. And so I think it was about two years ago, I, uh, you know, I wanted some good hash. And the only person that I knew knew how to make good hash. And he says, well, why don't you just meet me in the studio? And then I was like, hey. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Why wait are there microphones there? Wait a minute. I was just coming to get some hash. Wait a minute. Now you're working. No, now you're working. And I was like a cat that showed up. You know, you put food out and the cat shows up. That's what that was it, you know. That's his qualification. That's my qualification. He's a cat. Yeah. He's a cat. It's funny, right, that, that you mentioned Amsterdam because the whole, I, I know Adam knows the story, but just so you and Jesse, um, the whole inspiration to the brand and the movement came because I've never been to Amsterdam, but my partner, Ramon, went to Amsterdam about five years ago. And he, he's not as outgoing as me. He's more of a creative introvert. And he had an amazing experience sat at a cafe in the Bulldog, one of these places, spoke with people from all over the world, just smoked. And then he came back and tells me, this is the future. We have to do it here. I said, are you out of your rabbit ass mind? That doesn't make any sense. He says, no, I'm telling you, this is the future. I'm telling you. And you know, he already knew that that was fairly easy. But I said, you know what? We'll give it a try. And that's funny. Man, and that's funny. Am because I that's happy funny. that I listened to him? Because it went zero to a thousand after the first event. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just having giant kahunas really is all it came down to because that was the whole deal. It's just about having the balls to be able to fucking make it work and take the risk. Because it's all the one thing I hate about the States, what I loved about Amsterdam was that there was this whole thing about if you can just 
do it, just do it. You never had to ask anybody, just do it. Ask for and, for forgiveness, yeah, not that, permission. And that, was, and that was their deal. Like, so we just did. Whatever, I like you already. <laughs> we just did whatever we thought was cool and could be done. And then later they'd be like, you know, you can't do that. And you'd be like, I don't know. We did it. We did it. <laughs> I, look how successful it was. It, it was pretty good, you know. And so I think that's kind of where you guys were at too, which is awesome. And, <clears throat> you know, the the simplistic point is that everybody's already smoking weed, like you were saying earlier. So it's just giving them that cool place to do it safe and you know well it's funneling cash right you said it a billion dollars is going to go into communities that have been impacted by this war on cannabis a billion dollars that's wrap your head around that that's the good that comes from all of this that people have just unfucked themselves the rectal cranial inversion is over <laughs> they've pulled their heads out of their asses and they're figuring it out and every time we talk about new york i always want to just say i like you cuomo but trust me legalizing cannabis is not going to make the charges of your inflagrante delecto go away buddy trust me they're coming for you just thank you keep legalizing it more you add more but they're coming for you no for sure thanks, thanks, for, thanks for, for hanging in there. thanks for hanging in Jesse, and, it's an honor and a pleasure to meet you such base with me you know hit me up here at your service adam speaks highly about you everybody else does too i would love to you know chop it up and get to know each other yeah, we'll definitely link up soon, man. I'll hit you up on the, uh, on, on the social. And thank you, Adam and, uh, and Dave, for letting me come on and talk. For sure. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing what you do. It. And we'll see you soon, hopefully. All right. I'll take it easy. Peace out, man. What are they doing? Make Somebody said something phony. No, it's just... What? Chat's uh, going on? <laughs> no, there's a new feature where it makes... If like they say like shit or like some other stuff, like what? it'll, it'll like, oh, hold yeah. up for review. What? And like it has so, an automatic bleep like if we're on TV? No, so. no, 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 no. Fuck no. this shit. Just oh, the chat. No, on the chat it's oh. got some weird thing. Oh, that's yeah. funny. So nobody says so, nothing. So like everyone was testing it because yeah. we were like seeing if we could like fix it or whatever. And, and no. You broke it, you broke it. But now broke everyone's it. uh You done gone broke it? Yeah. She turned it off now. Yeah. Or no. Did Mel turn it off? Yeah. Yeah, I think Good. so. Turn it off, Mel. Turn well, it she off. tried. I, I don't know off. if it's. I think. It I think off. it's just a default thing now on YouTube. Oh, I could be wrong. See, we're gonna get off YouTube now. Hey, Vlad, how's your? You... How's the podcast been going? It's going really good. You know, because uh, part of what we've done is, you know, we're up to like episode like ninety or eighty. Is that um, you know, we've become like the nexus between corporate cannabis and culture cannabis. So. You know, we have the highest level of culture. Hey, like we're, the, we're, the cross, we're the crossroads between cannabis mainstream. and the mainstream. So if we get together, it'll be like... <laughs> exactly. It'll be like a, a fucking Kit Kismet. Kat. It's like a Kit Kat. Oh, no, it's no, like, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, it's a Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It'll be like, <laughs> oh, my God. You got so your crossroads. We have people the like, like, the, like on the culture side, highest level, like a Rick, real Rick Ross or like an Adam Dunn. Then the following episode, you'll see like the CEO of the Canadian Securities Exchange. Mm -hmm. So because like we've been straddling that fence here in New York and doctors and lawyers and, and, you know, and legacy people and all this stuff. Now, like the corporate watches us to learn about the culture and the culture watches to we are the culture and learn about the corporate. So it's been a good and, and you know, we, we're really hitting it with the with the New York culture thing because we feel like before us, there wasn't really a big media outlet that gave a bird's eye view of the difference of the New York cannabis culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, because it's most, I mean, the thing is, it's always been such an underground thing. And like you said before, it's layers. I mean, it's been layers of security that are sort of like ingrained into everybody. So obviously you're not going to go and completely just fucking 
we'll go wide open right out of the gate, right? So it is interesting to see the transition, and then you guys can be the, the ones that can kind of make it happen, right? I think. What do you think the future of, like, uh, competitions, strain versus strain? I mean, because... Uh, oh, what's... Uh, okay, I know, no, hey, I know no, that... no, 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 actually. We've got to, now that we have him on the show what 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 you were talking did, yeah. you hear, did you hear about this fucking high times doing a cup <laughs> I saw, no, i'm sorry the high times what adam did you hear about high times doing a cup out there or what somebody said it on the chat last week and i, I have searched and searched i can't find it anywhere i saw i saw it i saw it myself i saw it myself on instagram where it was like announcing high times announcing maybe that was it. a new york cup and i was like are you fucking kidding and i've asked everybody and no one knows dates times things no. anyway so when, when are we doing a cup? When, we want to do an Adam Dunn show let's invitational. Let's do the invitational in New York. Let's do it. Rock it out. Come on. Give the breeders in New York a chance to show off their best. We need three months, though, so it's too close. And, to- and as you guys know, right, you guys being from New York and, you know, really being around the industry, you guys know that a lot of the strains that might have won in the West Coast won win here because there's a different palette over here, as you yeah. guys know. Yeah. We love diesel. We love the haze, and it's like oh, a whole you're different all out. You're all piffed out. Sour <laughs> whole- diesel. We've been consuming all the sour diesel in the whole country for the last 30 years. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's like, you yeah. know, it's going to be interesting to see, like, what wins here compared to the West Coast. Oh, it'd be huge. And and you definitely, it's it, now you can finally get those people who would, would have never got involved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, now people finally mm-hmm. are going to feel like the hey it's time to fucking now it's time to get involved compared to like you kind of got the same people over and over again because there was only a certain amount of people that had the balls to to even come up from the you know and show off what they were doing and so i i a couple years ago i would have already seen i I know exactly who would have entered you know what i mean it's like (laughs) but now there could be a much bigger playing field you know what i mean there'd be a shitload of people so we should do something later in the year though when it's like a true harvest time so that there could yeah. be some outdoor stuff and there could be some stuff coming in. You know what I mean? Cause no, it has to be that way. That's exactly what you cause said. I, Cause I don't you like cups in it. I hate it when three you're doing, weeks. <laughs> we're doing a cup next week. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? I can't, I can't, I want to, I want to pop something special for the cup. Well, I want to, you want to, and, and you want it to be a true harvest. Like when the harvest moon is fucking <laughs> up in the sky, you're like, Hey, this is a good time to do a harvest festival. Right. Not when in the middle of the fucking summertime when it's, you know, like, I mean, guys, you guys want me to tell you the truth. I don't know if it's gonna make any sense to you guys. No, lie to but us, lie to us. Don't even, don't even even though, right? I'm an insider and I played a role in cannabis legalizing after 38 years all my life of being arrested, you know, for smoking and having to hide in the closet, that even though it's over, it still hasn't sunk in. Like the other day I was driving with my partner, and you know, it's just like a couple of days ago. And we're like, um, let's look for a quiet place to roll. And then my partner tells me, we don't have to look for a quiet place to roll anymore, but it's just so long. Mm-hmm. It still hasn't like fully sunk in. So if that's me, an insider that played a role in illegalizing, it still hasn't hit the community yet. Yeah. When it really sinks in, well, it's going to get interesting. Well, that's how I feel about, you know, the world breaking. This is the first time I'm back in the studio since February of 2020, okay? okay? It's, I feel like it's just now, oh, it's open up, it's ready, let's go. Let's go, I'm lifting my skirt, I'm ready to begin again. Well, it's, it's interesting, because like, you know, 
per, this is the best time for all of this to happen for for the East Coast, just because it's like it's you can already see that this is pre legalization for the whole country. Like it's already you kind of see it. You know what I mean? Like this is a test. Oh God, Adam. This is a test right now. You know. I was talking to a lawyer, and when when the bill first came out, you know, I had all the lawyers from all over the country. I was on Clubhouse, like you guys need to find holes in this. Find what's wrong. <laughs> Do something for the community. And they all came back and they said, uh, you don't understand what you did. I said, what do you mean? I said, they said, well, you might have not just helped New York. You might have helped the country. I said, why? They said, uh, because D.C., this was a lawyer from D.C., D.C. mirrors New York's legislation. Hmm. So this is the beta test for federal legalization. Well, you also helped, New, um, uh, what is it, uh, New Mexico, because a week after New York announced, New Mexico followed with open public consumption. Yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, it's kind of like how everybody looked to California for for trends, right? Not so much for cannabis, but just in trends in general, right? It's just like that's what happens. Like it's like a Cali thing. New York has its its own trends, but there was always like a constant domination of West Coast trend things coming through, and then New York would throw its spin on it or do its right. own version or whatever. But there was, but New York had its own thing too, especially when it came to media and stuff too. You saw how it's like Cali was the most in your face, but yet the money drove through new york you know what i mean like it was always like it's it's, it's, it's definitely the money it's definitely the money capital you know what i mean compared to when it comes to all those things like that seems to be where all the money's controlling it um and so i think with weed it's going to be very similar to and with uh, with the way that like as long as it goes good which it's gonna you know because it's not like it's gonna the only thing that can happen in new york that would be shitty would be corruption within the highest levels that would then you know show how easy it is to fucking corrupt because I'm sure it's corruptible beyond, you know I mean? There's a million angles and people are fucking, you know, working whatever they can do. That's, that's the only problem is like from a, but from an actual consumer point of view and from the like, you know, w- will it help the businesses around it? Fuck yeah. It's going to help the businesses around it. Like all the restaurants are going to be crushing it soon. You know, all of a sudden people are going to be outside smoking a joint going to the another, I'm going to get another dinner. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, instead of it being the opposite where it's like, you're going to go straight to the bar and get all drunk and just fucking go outside and puke in front of your, in front of the restaurant and make it like, like that's the opposite. Instead, it'll be like stone people just mm-hmm. going and getting more, you know, consuming more and making more cash, which is what New York loves. You know what I mean? So I think it's going to be, I hope it's going to be fucking 100% successful, which I'm pretty sure it will be. And, and, I, think, and yeah. I think what's going to help with that is what he mentioned earlier, because we all know, gentlemen, that, um, you know, there's always external factors, like he mentioned earlier, things with Como that play a role in things. So the timing right at COVID is going, I believe, is going to help it be very successful because what happened there was a fight there was a flight of people leaving the city real estate went down office buildings are empty you know the city got has a big vacuum it's hurting for money so what's going to happen now cannabis, cannabis. is savior and is going to repurpose all this office real estate is going to repurpose all this hospitality they added consumption and as you guys know New York is really good at hospitality. So I think that that the timing of all those things yeah. is going to help cannabis repurpose all of this real estate and fill in these financial gaps. And and for that reason, I feel like it's going to have better odds than if it happened at a different time. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, mean, my, I just did some math. What? September, you can pop right now, plan 
Oh, yeah. By September, right? Third week of September, if we did something mm -hmm. in New York, oh, we shit. could have an invitational and a competition. Our first week in October. That would allow, well, we got to be careful because then we're approaching all the Vegas uh, things. But yes. Pre-Vegas. It's, it's a pre-Vegas. Yeah, because I'll people be would want October. to show up at the Vegas event, throwing a party to say they won the first New York City ADSI oh, competition. Yeah. It, it, I'm telling you, it's All a right, moniker. You've been breeding since I'm, nobody I'm not, understood. I'm not entering it. I'm not entering it. I understand, but your name appears <laughs> on the competition. I can't enter my own event. Jesus. They need the something worthy. Adam Dunn. Yep, he swept his own It's cup. a triple blind. <laughs> no one knows. But uh, we, Adam is definitely a triple OG. I remember when we first met, and he came to Happy Monkey Man, and he really approved what we were doing. It was like it was like a sign that we were in the right direction because, you know, over here we were flying kind of blind because, you know, everybody was following us because, like Adam said, everybody's in the closet, so there's nobody really to go by. Everybody was kind of following us. So to have an OG like Adam come through and be like, nah, you guys are on or something. This oh, is the real deal. Yeah, I, like, the 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 I got the phone call from him the day after he went to your place for the first time, and, and he's like, it's all, it's, 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 it's over now. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, it's fucking over. It's you. You wouldn't believe it, man. He goes, it's it's here now. He goes, it's smoking happening. lounge. It's happening. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? On, on, on Times Square. Yeah, yeah. This was four years ago, though, right? I mean, three, four years ago, we were doing the hemp thing in Vermont. Yeah. It was, on Times Square, seven days a week. Yeah. Wow. So, again, we need – so you got to start putting the word out, right? Because you'd have about 30 days right now, a window to prepare – but you could get something going and have it ready, cured for sampling in September. Well, I don't know. I'm not a grower, so I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll a, work out the details. Ultra we'll brand guy. I'll work so you out just find us the venue. Oh, he'll get us the venue. Don't yeah. you worry. That's that's it. Didn't even. Don't. Now we See, know. Look, look how excited they are. Oh, look at everyone's excited. Kids are excited. They're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> can't believe it he's killing it but no in, in general i'm totally done let's uh, we'll we'll start we'll start working it out we'll work out the details but uh sounds like a sounds like a winner yeah for sure got him where are you guys now colorado we are an undisclosed location somewhere in the rockies i've never been to colorado yet adam has not invited me i know you are from crushing so i know i have better odds with you you're yeah. invited come oh. out southwest airlines <laughs> And think of it like this. No, 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 listen. We're going to kill two birds with one stone right now because you're going to fly out of LaGuardia and you're going to go to Amore first. And pick up some pizza right? for him And you're going to bring some pizza with you and I'm going to pick you up from the fucking airport. And everyone's okay? going to be like, is that a pizza? You'll be like, yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. You'll be like, oh man, that's... I don't, I don't know if Adam told you this. I'm first generation Dominican, so... You know, I grew up in the Harlem, Washington Heights area, which is, you know, it's little Dominican Republic, so... You know, that's been a big influence in everything we've done. I Listen, I went to high school in Flushing. It's little everything there. It was 50% this, 50% that, 50% the other thing. It was the a true melting pot of everything you can ever imagine. I, I, did, I didn't know, you know, outside. I thought everybody got New York City television. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's just, when you when you leave, you don't understand. But no, it was everything. It, they spoke every language. They shit. We got chocolate tie in 1989. 
delivered. You know, that's it was funny when Jesse brought up earlier Chocolope. It's you, 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 we, we do a contest once a month, we give away an Illuminar light. People want to know how to win. You just basically have to put puppies or your kids in the letter, and I'm going to pick you. Well, you know, that we New Yorkers, we, we have our ways, you know. Listen, I'm really excited. I, I want to get back on the Adam Dunn Show Invitational. Oh, you're ready to roll. You know, this is... Hey, look at that. Hey, Hello. how you doing? There's your boss, the big boss. I walk around my building. I said, this is my employer, Madison. I work for her. That's right. We live here. And this is how this whole corporate structure works. Yep. Hey, props to the single fathers. I raised my son from the time he was three until I met Heather when he was 13. So, uh, Maddie and daddy yeah. against the world, right? Yeah. Tell Titi to hurry up. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, by that time, I'll be done with this. Okay, baby? Love you. So oh, yeah, you just got a thousand her. more subscribers to your channel from that one, man. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm working for her. You know, I always tell people. You know, I'm. I, I never thought I'd make it this far. You know, 22 years in the legacy market, so now it's just for her. You know, for sure. Legacy is that? Was it legacy now? Or is it traditional? It it can be all of the above. They, they, either one. You know, they they they, they change the terminology all the time. But you know, same traditional. Same. Traditional is a, is a much more midwestern way. It's a saying. west. Like, like, we have the more right, midwesty right. kind of like oh, it's traditional, and then over there, legacy. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Legacy market yeah no it's awesome but i mean the thing is it's 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 always interesting because new york's always been the 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 receiving place right there's just like people just fucking coming from here there and everywhere and so when you're there like when you're there and you see the you know the bullshit that people try to pull sometimes too because you can pretty much read it from you know as a receiver you're always like it's like taking apart like it's like almost like a forensic thing you know each time you're like hmm okay and then you're like oh notice they packed it in stuff from a different <laughs> from a different state like so this wasn't even from there like you're like you get like, you know, they can bust people on all sorts of stuff but i i think the the market's going to be interesting to see how like as a with an open more honest market like once it goes federal st- new york's still going to be like I think they're not going to, they're just going to import 90% of their shit because it's going to be so cheap to do that compared right. to, to growing it there. Cause really, you know, really. Oh, and what I was tripping up the most was the home growing aspect in New York, which is blowing my mind. What about grow shops? Cause there was only one grow shop and it was like in Staten Island or something like that. It was like, yes, yes, yes. There was like one in Staten Island and there was like one in Westchester. And that was it. It was like, this is it. And it was like, and that same guy runs it, the big long, he's got the long hair, the dude is that the, sure. the one, he's got like big rat tail. He's got like the, the longest rat tail in the world. I don't know, I forget his name, but anyway, that guy was running that shop and I went by there one time and I was like, it was just a, like he didn't have to do nothing because he just had, like there was not a single attempt to try to, display anything or do any it was just like i'll take everything on that side of the it, room it thank looked, you it, <laughs> it looked like canal street it was like a canal street grow type vibe you know what it's i mean like, it's like it, when you come in there you have to know what you want this is not gonna no. be like a tutorial no it was not at all like a shop it was more like just what do you need what you need it was typical new york fucking stuff. well i'm thinking the place where i used to get my haircut at astor place you used to walk down a flight of stairs in the village and places like that they're gonna close and just convert to grows 
You know, it's the perfect spot that the, the, the heat load is down because it's underneath everything. And it, they're just going to bust out everywhere. What you said earlier, there is not going to be a vacant building in all of New York State. Okay, or especially within 40 miles of, of any of the bridges, you could, they're just going to, it's going to bust out. But I think the black market thing is the homegrown. That's what will keep the black market out because you won't have to. You'll just, you'll grow it yourself, you know, or you'll go to well, Happy Monkey. We all know that it's not that simple to do. And it's hard. Like, you know, everybody that consumes is not going to have time. People in New York don't have time to. Yeah, but if uh, you got Danny Danko's book. It's a good job. It's a good. It'd be a great um, business model, though, just to fucking cruise around and take care of people's little group. Like, oh no, no, definitely. But I just mean like people actually figuring it out and already they they don't even have time to stop and say hello in the street. I can't see that. You know, <laughs> can't take care of plants. <laughs> have no nurturing qualities at all. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck I don't see that. Fucking but grow, I you little see, fuck. You like you said, <clears throat> yeah. like can't yell at a plant. Know, can't the legacy yell. marking going. Oh, how many people are in this house? 12, 24, yeah. 36. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. How many times can we do this? Oh. Yeah, it won't take long for people to do their do their homework because that's that's literally like uh, as a grower too. And what you'll notice too, this will be the classic, is then, then somebody's going to come in and go, wait a minute, so I can sell clones and I can just not have to grow. Oh, I can just grow and not have to flower so it doesn't smell and I can just make cuts and I can, because it, it just, it, it steamrolls from there. Now, the problem is a lot of those things don't make, they, they sound great on paper, but when you actually do it in practice, you realize like, and I'm throwing away trays. I just gave of, fusarium to I'm, a thousand I'm, people. I'm throwing away trays of clones because I just figured out that I'm covered in powdery mildew and, <laughs> and, and they can't give those to anybody. And now I'm fucking got to get go get a loan because I'm broke because I yeah. fucked up. You know, there's going to be all that too. So it's not easy as easy as it sounds, but there's a lot. I mean, what I do believe, Adam, is yeah. your first point that when you mentioned about the grow shop, Everybody is going to be rushing for licensing, dispensary, processing, grow. Yeah. And we all know from the gold rush, the guaranteed short shot is the picks and shovels. Yeah. Yeah. Ancillary right services. Always. Always. Yeah. That's that's the key. You're gonna feed the feed the system because they always need more lights and they always need more soil and they always need more this and that. And and nobody's gonna be thinking like that over here at the beginning. Everybody's gonna be like, I'm going to get the biggest mine of gold in the whole state. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. The same old same old mistake. <laughs> same old mistake. And, well, the, it, and there's no grow shops there. That's the craziest part. There's literally I mean, maybe now and I'm especially why? Of, just because it was like there was it's a, not a growing state. It was not a growing state at all. There wasn't a demand for it at all. And, and I mean, the shitty part now is, is that everybody goes to fucking Amazon and bullshit like that. So it, 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 it there's a lot less need for grow shops. But at the end of the day, uh, but I, I still believe that, especially like the way New Yorkers think, Adam. I like they, the culture. They, I like the culture. want that in person tutorial yeah. rather than just guessing on the internet. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. And it's. It's it's sad because they're they're kind of going out of it. Like a lot of those grow shops are kind of just because of the internet. They're just like they're not as responsive. They don't like you don't get the same spunky kind of guy. Like hey, what's going on? Let me see what you doing. It's like it's more like you come in and they're like, oh, whatever. Dude. Like, like, we know, know you're not growing tomatoes, man. Like, just you, tell just, us just point how we can help you. They just like point over there and barely know it. You know, even if and and, and so it is it is tough to kind of 
gauge which one, but I, I think it's valuable when there are when you have the right grow shop with the right people working, it does make it really cool because then all of a sudden you got like a you, you can actually ask the guy something and it's not just trying to hard sell you a lot of times. It's good when it's great when they tell you not to buy something, you're like about to buy something, you're like, Hey, I was gonna like don't get that. You're like, Really? Oh, no. thank you. That was gonna waste about ninety bucks to figure out that that is really bad and it's not good for uh, your plan. No. This one? <laughs> no. This one? Okay, but, <laughs> but if you've worked in a, I mean, I worked in a grow shop, so I know, and I'm sure all my friends. I have a very important question. Oh, for you, rosin Dr. dogs! Yeah. We forgot about rosin dogs up in Hippo uh, Hydroponic up in Fishkill. You can go to Fishkill, New York. Rosin Fish dogs. Kill. What's the website? Put it up on the chat room. Right, website, website. Hippo Come Hydroponic. On. So there is New York. Oh. Is New York fucking. Uh, here I am dissing all the New York grow shops. Not really. Well, he was one of the two. I but no, he's not. <laughs> Local ones. Local. So, so I have an important question for you guys. Since you guys are, you know, you're an OG grow, Adam, and you obviously are knowledgeable. Dave with, makes bagels. I make bagels. By the way, he makes killer so, bagels. Killer so bagels. I want to know, like, we already know, like, outdoor greenhouse depth, no, because that's different because of terrain and weather. But indoor... We all know that water plays a major role in bagels. In and New York has one of the best waters in the world. So my question to you guys, now that people are going to really be able to really do R&D, do you guys see some standout genetics and strains coming out of New York? Yeah, I mean... Indoor-wise. I definitely, uh, I can't really name names, I guess, but... <laughs> definitely up, definitely up in the Hudson Valley area. There seems to be some great growers up that area. I can give them. No, a I just mean like I, I'm just saying now that it's like full blast. Like we can get the best technology oh, in the for world. Sure. Yeah, no, I think. And, and, I mean, and like I said, the water. Well, the good plays thing a big is role. the good thing about New York is that the people there are really fucking critical about everything, right? So it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is if you're bringing it to the table. And they have any way to shut it down or cut it up or fucking fucking foo it up, then they're gonna do it, right? But if it's fire and it fucking whoa, then you know. And I think there is a lot of you know. That's why I like JJ and all those guys always had good. I mean, there's always there's always been good weed in New York, but it was really funny. It was a point in time. I think it was like the around 2001 or something. I like got 2000 2001, and I came over and I and I went to see. Um, uh, uh, Rick Fayer, right? I went to see my friend Rick and he picks me up and he goes, I'm going to take you, I'm going to take you on a... It's okay, we'll wait. It's all right. No, he, <laughs> so I, he picks me Family up... Family first. He picks me up at the airport and he's like, I'm going to take you on a New York weed tour. And I'm like, cool. So he takes me around and he's like, I'm taking you to the best weed in town. And I'm getting another call from my friend Pig and I'm talking to Pig. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll see you in a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm going on like a tour with my friend, right? So then we go and we go up this fucking stairs, and we're in this house, and we go up to the back. We open up the door, there's and there's my friend. And I'm like, <laughs> is this town so fucking small that you bring me to the best yes. weed, and the guy that I'm gonna go stay with is just happens to be there? And it was like at JJ's house, so it was like tiny world. I was like, that's how small New York's good weed seed. Because it was like, there's good weed there for sure, but as far as people who like are obsessed with weed and love weed and like like live for weed. It was a pretty small majority of people. Most people smoked a lot of weed, but they didn't really get it or, you know, a couple guys might read High Times or do something, but you know, it was also like this is like uh maybe there's 15 people in the whole city. Wait, let's see. Do you know Todd? 
the guy that wears the weed suit all the time from yeah. New York City, <laughs> right? That's how small New York is. It's like, no. you know the guy with the weed suit? Yeah, that guy, Todd. No, Martin. he goes back. I mean, he's been in the weed business a long, 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 long time. <laughs> but in general, it is a pretty small, uh, when, you get to, when you get to the top of the level of the people there, it was a pretty, pretty small number. And so now, but, they, but below them are just a shitload of numbers of people. So like the market is ridiculously big, but, but the, the educated market is quite small and it needs to grow. It'll grow quick, but you'll see how quickly that'll happen. That won't take long for people to go from not knowing what anything is to fucking going straight to do it, dabbing diamonds. <laughs> like, we only smoke diamonds now. We don't do fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> Did the so, dab- yeah, so I, I'm just interested in seeing that because, you know, I, I know about the water thing. For example, there was a gentleman pre-9-11 that had a pizza shop in Miami, and it was the top selling pizza shop in Miami and nobody knew why. And after 9-11, everybody found out that he was flying in the water from New York. Oh, so that's why I, I thought you were going to say he was selling weed. I thought you were going to say he was selling weed. I was like, oh, that makes There's sense. no pizza in there, just weed. <laughs> and so I'm asking you, Adam, now that it's going to go full blast, is the water going to play a role yeah. or not? Oh, for sure. For sure. Water is the key to the whole thing. I mean, the thing is, Right now, if you want to like invest in anything, whether it like whatever it may be, if it's land, it better have water, right? Because that's like actually the better investment right now is like land with actual water that's coming bubbling out of its ground. It's right there. That's going to be the next fucking like literal like what separates you in every way, shape, and form. Because if your if your water source is fucked then you're fucked pretty much. You know what I mean? Like it's like you're bathing in it, drinking it, whatever. And if you have a good water source, then you're doing, it gives you like a super leg up on everything, right? And New York has great water to begin with. Now the problem is uh, it's it's about the treatments. Like, like what they have a lot of times when you have a lot of growing is you get algae blooms, right? Because there's so much new, people are flushing shit down at the same time. So like I think New York will be uh hopefully on the forefront where they're like understand like it's not smart to set up huge hydro things and dump all of your waste uh down into the fucking water table because that's what can fuck things up you know what i mean because the more you grow then the more you 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 tax the fucking local system and so if people are growing commercially but thinking like on the wrong angle they can fuck it up, you know? So hopefully there's more organic growing and people are taking that into effect. Because that happened in Holland a lot because Holland's like producing just massive amounts of vegetables and flowers and they're doing everything uh, and they end up with these crazy algae blooms. So what happens is then they treat the water to prevent the algae blooms. But when you do that, you're actually making the plants not flower as big because you're creating anti-blooming agents inside. So you're creating anti-flowering agents in the water to counterbalance the blooms that are, you know what I mean? So you turn into this kind of vicious cycle if you grow too much in uh, in certain areas. So, it's But like, also, Vlad, it's like what you said earlier. There's no data on it yet. You know, there's no data that came from medical. We don't know. For all we know, as soon as the growers start popping out like sage. flower. Yeah, they're going to pop out sage and sour, and it's going to have some new terpene called like New Yorkaline, something like that, you know, that just comes <laughs> from the water. Okay. <laughs> Let's, I'm, I'm open for the challenge, you know what I mean? And to plug the Adam Dunn Show Invitational in September again, I guess we'll get to find out. 
you yeah, know? The water. It's all the, about it's the, the water. water. You know, that should be it. it, it you, and, and don't try to enter the competition and fly in some Cali wheat. Ooh. It all has to be New York grown. And in fact, you know what? We probably should, or put eyes on it. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to see it growing here. You know, I, well, I'm the really biggest, not I mean, the into other, the... The other thing, too, about when you're growing is that you... We do a lot of work on... Most of the time, you're doing a lot of filtering anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like you're kind of... Very rarely do you just pump direct water from whatever you're doing, your source, and then go in and without... Usually, it's going to be either uh, carbon filtered or... R. If it's RO'd, then it doesn't... It doesn't matter. Even, at that point, you've just killed all the magic that was happening. <laughs> that might have been in that water that was going to do something. Um, and it'll be interesting to see because it's like when you start using a lot of... Uh, you know, things change because a lot of times they'll pump it from there and pump it from there and it's not always consistent so it'll be it'll be curious mm-hmm. to see um it, it definitely makes a difference and you'll see it too like i mean colorado's lucky because we have mountain water so we have places that are you know cores cores commercials and <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all that you can imagine them rocky we, mountain we just water. steal their commercial we splice in <laughs> cannabis not beer cannabis not right. beer but in general, it's like, you know, water is definitely a, a major point because if you have shitty water, like that was one thing in Barcelona, we had a couple of grows there and it, it looked good, but it really didn't taste so good just because of the, that water was like stanky as fuck. It like you would smell me. like the water there as you walk down the street, it's like, ooh, that's some funky, sewery water smells. And it's like, just because the water there is quite, fun- yeah, it's a bit heavy. And Great. so the weed, the weed would go brown on you and it was, it was strange. I like the concentrates in Barcelona. So, I wasn't too a fan of the, the smoke. So, are you speaking of the guy, Todd, with the green suit? So the funny thing is, right, to give you guys the opposite of when I realized that, like, how far we've come. When I saw him last was Saturday at the cannabis parade that they do in Union Square. So I, it was crazy to see, you know, Everybody from the community, you know, all the politicians, Steve D'Angelo, et cetera, you know, all the all the OGs being escorted by police and smoking. You know, it was like, this is really it. And then, like, you know, of course, they never showed up before, but now that it's legal, every senator, every assemblyman. I was always forced. They, all had they were there fish, now because they need those votes in the community, <laughs> <laughs> including Chuck Schumer. And all of them spoke. And then Chuck Schumer and then me and my partner spoke after him. Wow. And it was like, that's awesome. Like me, there's supposed to be a statistic that's from the other side of the island that nobody goes to past 96th Street speaking after Chuck Schumer from the legacy market. Things are changing. Yeah, that's I mean, I that, that's huge. No, you were headlining. You were headlining above Chuck, so that's that's. Fucking... He was opening for me, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chuck opened for you. That son of a yeah. bitch. Yeah. No, because I, I saw you guys pulling off some awesome interviews and stuff too. So that's 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 why I know you guys are like literally at the tap. You're you're at the tap for media and for politics and all that, which is great because you know. But I'm just saying, like these are the same way I told you guys that it's hard to sink in. These are the moments in the since legalization happened that it's sinking in. Like this is for real. This is really happening. Well, if it's going to really happen, then stoners down the street with a giant joint with a guy with a weed suit on and you know what I mean, like. 
Like like somehow that the the worst of our the worst of our styles slipped through the cracks and got right there front and center. It's like, it's like no no we don't. All He's walk, breaking the rules. We do by not the way. walk around with those suits no. on. He does. He actually has the same suit. I have the jacket uh, and I wear it uh, once yeah, a year so. just to have fun. And I won't let him wear it on the show. No, ever. no that's like, okay. Dude, it no. doesn't show with the green screen. I'm like, but wait, no. how about you invite Chuck? He can be a judge. Oh yeah, let's get Chuck at ADSI. And Chuck D. We'll get Chuck D. And Chuck D. He's an old school hippie, so I I, I wouldn't doubt that he, that's why. You can do it privately. You can do it. We'll just do it as a as um, Judge X. We won't even put his real name on it. <laughs> so he could just he just invite him from the stoner point of view. Like, hey, you're not going to use your name or nothing. We're just going to be like, and then later we'll just know that it happened. We'll be like, yeah, you know who one of those judges was. Yeah, well. It's always yeah. good to talk about after the fact anyway. No, you know who we'll get? We'll get that, Um, what's his name, uh, Jason Kaplan from the Howard Stern show. I know he's a stoner. Uh, he loves it. We'll get him to be a judge. Well, that's the thing. I don't think you're going to have a hard time finding judges in New York no. nowadays. Uh, but we need a couple of good ones. A couple so good listen, ones. You, you mentioned people home growing. So Danny Danko, when he calls you next week to be on his show, um, which is a running joke we have around here. Next um, week? He has, he has a I book. I, I just saw him at the cannabis parade. Also, <laughs> oh, of course, of course you did. You buy his book, okay? Right, Grow bud right for yourself. There. There's a shout out to Danny Danko. But if you're out there and, you, and you're a new New York grower and you want to know how to do it at home, it's called Grow Bud for Yourself. You can get it from Danny Vinkovetsky, not Danny Danko, formerly known as Danko. formerly known as Danko. Yeah. Um, it's a worthwhile book to have. All right, you should really you should have it in your library of how to grow along with a bunch of Jorge and. Hoo-hahs and hoo-hahs. Jorge's and hoo-hahs. Some Jorge's, some hoo-hahs. He's another one that's like, you know, definitely uh, been supporting us from the beginning and definitely, you know, always... He's the man. man. And Ed Rosenthal is releasing his, uh, what is it, like version six? I don't know. It's it's a redo um, uh, end of September too. So um, I spoke to him the other day and we'll... As long as the High Times is not doing a Cannabis Cup the same oh, weekend, he'll come. So we'll yeah. get him to come, too. I think I would have heard about that, guys. I know everybody in High Times, from the owner to, yeah, I know. I know. to the guy that goes to the store. I think I would have heard about it. it was, we all Maybe I we may, all dreamed it. I may have been hallucinating. I don't know. It could have been a post. All of us? <laughs> individually? It could have been a post-24-hour uh, show hallucination. Was it someone on the chat gang? If it was somebody on the chat gang who posted no. it, just let us know so we not know. It doesn't matter. We're making crazy. our own cup. We're making our own. I, I yeah. It has to happen. This is the you want to do it anyway you want to do it before the end of the year because it happened on this year you don't want to wait till next year that's fucking can you dumb. see if the felt form is available yeah could you have, could you check the felt form please is that, can you see because I think <laughs> you know is, it, is there still a felt form no I don't think we can no. get a felt form felt form might be a little over ambitious probably for the how first, about the Javits first. Center no can oh yeah Javits can you get the entire Javits Center for us please so. I don't know about that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> How about Shea Stadium? Oh, yeah, I never Shea even. Stadium. I yeah. never think about it. I have yet to be in a High Times Adult magazine or a Cannabis Cup judge or any of these things. I haven't made it to that level yet. Oh, well, now you have. There you now go. That you was easy. have. That was so easy. Now you just have your own. Now you're an organizer. You're kidding me? That's like you get to decide who's going to be judges. We'll vet them together. We'll you make sure. You are judging the judges. Yes. Whoa. Judging the judges. <laughs> <laughs> your shit just got heavy, dude. Well, uh, it used to just be Stang. He would send out a bunch of billion emails saying, you have been selected. And it's basically, he would call Adam. Adam would tell him who to invite. And they would become Cannabis oh, Cup yeah, judges. It's all me. It's all me. 
Uh, that's how I got to judge. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Me, yeah, you, you did. You, well, you gave me the nod, but that we'll, it was okay. But we will, uh, we'll, we'll put this all together. I think this is a, a, a no-brainer. Hopefully, hopefully, no-brainer. There shouldn't be any reason. It's we have an, It's four months. Yeah, we got perfect. Five, we have perfect timing. Perfect. Everyone listening right now, start. It's all about timing, right? Selection. It's all about timing, right, yeah. Vlad? And it'll be interesting That's, to see uh, what the number one thing: timing. Could be uh, could, if we, which is probably what, what's happening right now, is shit just kind of fell into place because of the COVID timing and all the other stuff that everyone had external external forces i want to know your opinion on something guys like i tell my partner and a lot of people that i feel like this is going to be like one of those summers you hear about in new york like the summer of love in the 70s because when you take the factor that people have all this pent up energy they didn't have a summer last year now cannabis is legal you guys both know how a summer in new york is so i think this is going to be like one of those like summers that I like we never seen before. Hopefully, like so hopefully it's like zero murders. There wasn't a single murder. Eighteen thousand less jobs, right? Those are less arrests, mm-hmm. right? That they would call it. I got a job, right? So they're less less work for them because it's not necessary anymore. It's way long overdue. No one needs to go to jail for this anymore. And when New York did it with your help, that was it, man. That when we look back on it, everyone will look at the turning point. It wasn't when California, you know, did their prop and when Colorado legalized. It was when New York just said, fuck it. And consumption, come on. This and is. And you guys know, um, other people don't like the impact that it's had on like urban neighborhoods here because, like, people think, like, you know, because the West Coast has been legal so long that, like, what you guys are talking about is like the 90s or 2000. Last year's numbers, 2020 numbers, say that 94% of all cannabis arrests were black and brown people. Of course. Everybody smokes at the same rate. So people don't understand the effect that they were using it as a scalpel to mess people's records up, to search people, to, you know what I mean? So it was just like a scalpel for them to damage people in other ways. It was racial enforcement, not police enforcement. It was absolutely fucking bullshit. And everyone knew it was bullshit from the beginning. And now that bullshit hopefully gets washed away, but it doesn't change until they open the jails because there are still people from pre-announcement a couple of months ago. I mean, come on. Do you know what's going through the last guy that got arrested before they legalized it? Is He's going, you know, 10 minutes later, it wouldn't have been. I flew the on Wednesday. Okay, I flew home on Wednesday. The first news story we get is you don't got to wear your masks anymore. You know, I'm like, fuck, could you imagine being in the airport and that news comes down and everybody just rips their masks off and you don't know what the hell's going on? Well, that's it. It's It's like a flash mob, like a flash mob. It's it's ended now. (laughs) Let them all out uh, because I'm serious. It doesn't change until there's no more people in jail for this. Okay, they, they, and they, they took about, it, it, took, it took away one of their biggest weapons, which you guys know they used to use Stop the first. smell of cannabis to search a vehicle. Oh, you can't right. do that anymore. You know that that was a big weapon for them 
like I said, they had nothing to do with cannabis. They were using that to violate everybody's right to the hundredth degree, the dreaded, and now they can't use it anymore. The dreaded bike cops. Well, we talked about this one uh, of my first shows, like the bike, bike cops, because they're at that perfect level where they're at your window level, and you had your window just like that, and they like all of a sudden they roll up on you, and you're like, "What, what the oh, fuck? No!" Like they were the worst, like, they, they, and they always had like a a vengeance because they were like they want to be motorcycle cops but they can't so they're like <laughs> they're like they got shorts on they look ridiculous well we talked about this it was the better your the more fire your weed was the quicker you probably had to interact with the cops mm-hmm. because they just so smelled to, it so you had to grow shitty weed <laughs> just to stay legit well that's it ADSI September September we got to do it on a, you know, let me like the third. Yeah, uh, guys, September, I got October. My, my, my employer's over here giving oh, me the base. I'm surprised. Like, That's enough, Dad. I'm surprised she let you go this She long. told you to steal second? What was that right there? <laughs> I don't know what you were doing there. That was like the bunt. Are you going to bunt? Swing away? No, thank you so much for your time, Vlad. Thanks, Vlad. Third time's a charm. Thanks for letting us use your Thanks, dad boss lady. <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, remember everybody out there, you're too blessed to be stressed. And uh, thank you guys for bringing me on here. Thank you guys for everything you've done for the culture and the industry, especially you, Adam, you know, without pioneers like you, you know, people like me and Happy Monkey wouldn't exist. So thank you guys for laying the groundwork. And we're here, you know, at your service. Yeah, you know, we can't wait. China, China, you know. Let's make it work. the future, you know, and uh, continue the, the path that you guys have created, you know? Okay, just before you go, Barclay Center. I'm saying it could happen, right? <laughs> Barclay Center? Just That's saying. Okay? <laughs> I got, they have a whole backstage area, which would be perfect. Okay? Just, just the saying. Backstage, just the backstage. We don't need anything yeah. else. That's that. it. No. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you and so we'll, much. Uh, Happy Monkey. Check, Happy check Monkey. Check out Instagram everywhere. Choose happy, everybody. We don't yes. do it for the clout. We do it for the culture. That's it. Thanks, peace, man. Peace. Have a good one, gentlemen. All right. Thanks for, thanks for it. And Let's see how he does. Doing, you should have your, on, da- you should have your daughter, daughter push it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. We finally got Vlad on the show. Didn't we actually have him on for a few seconds during 420 or no? I don't remember that. I don't think so, right? No, no. he didn't even show up. Okay. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe I was salute. You don't remember anything. You were tripping balls, so you might have been. I was tripping balls. <laughs> I was just fine, dude. He's gonna That's right. It was, it was all nutritional supplements. It was totally nootropics, bro. Nootropics. Nootropics. Speaking of. Speaking of nootropics. Let's talk about new millennium uh, nutrients. Nootropics. Millennium. I still think they need to change the <laughs> fucking logo, man. Twenty twenty one. Time for a new logo. Come on, now. this is this is not. This is a, that's a good one. See, that would have worked. Now, don't don't diss the. I am allowed to do that. <laughs> you can't diss the logo. I you can't. have to just sit back, Ed McMahon. It. Come on. That's it. That's your job. Uh, new Millennium Nutrients. Fucking rock solid line. Uh, Pretty much the right now, they've 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 really like they, there was for a while there it was like this is coming that's coming I think then now they've pretty much they've solid they, their line is solid they have their their um their carbonara which is the one that was kind of on the edge except there's still that foliar out there there's that magic foliar magic foliar magic magic, foliar. magic, magic but there's a a whole bunch of tricks in, uh, of the trade you can go to their website and check them out um, they've got. Uh, lots of ways to break down this nutrients. You can also add other stuff in if you if you're already running other lines. You can just take a few pieces of this puzzle and drop it into yours, kind of like what our friend Jesse was saying. He just you right. know, kind of just 
figure it out. You got to go. You got to take the best of the best. Um, but some of the best products that they have, well, best pro- products that are easy standalone. That Ruby Fulvic, fuck, that's the shit right there. Like literally anybody who has any issue, if you ever have any, like instead of going straight to the CalMag thinking that that's a fucking cure everything, use this in that in that regards, and you'll actually see like much better results because this Ruby Fulvic is like magic when it comes to like the using it. Um, Again, with like, just like plants that are just like, eh, they need a little boost. You fucking nail them with just that. Straight, just that, nothing else. And you're like, holy shit. Just go to newmillenniumnutrients.com, enter done deal at mm-hmm. checkout. I think it's 10%. I don't know. Dude. We don't know. Tell us. We never know. We never know. When nothing. you buy it. Nobody Could, knows. Maybe tomorrow it's 20, but Rosin anyway. Dog. Only Rosin Dog knows. Rosin Dog knows. Rosin Dog knows everything. So go to New Millennium All he knows Nutrients. is that ADSI is going to be in New York. And he's he's excited. Up. He's gearing up. Didn't see him in the chat the whole night. He hears ADSI September. Boom. Yeah. He's... That's it. Of course. He heard New York. So I don't have my cheat sheet. What's next, Mark? NewMillenniumNutrients.com. Oh, come Med- on. Oh, yeah. Those are our guys. Cheat sheet to know yeah. this. this is the, come on. This is I don't want to invade my THC dreams. Classic third place 2021. Whoa. Oh, my God. They're one. Damn. Ooh, something happened. Duo pod. Something happened. I don't know. I guess they did. They're something. orange soda. Isn't that um? It's isn't orange that soda Derek's? I like orange soda. This is. Yeah, that's Derek's strain. But anyway, oh. Incredibles Edibles, True Pura CBD, Nove Luxury Chocolate, which, by the way, we have... Um, there were a few people who won some bars. I'm going to have some more, and we will get them to you. But you got to be a Colorado resident, and we will have to meet up. Got to be over 21. Um, listen, their gummies, they make an acai 50-milligram indica. I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. Their products are consistent. When Listen, you, at New Yorkers, you want to – when Once Incredibles gets out there, you want to ask for it by name. It is – an amazing, amazing product. They run a great company. So truepura.com, enter done deal at checkout. You'll get 20% off any CBD purchase from bath bombs to uh, tinctures, uh, pain rub, salve, salve, salve. Um, But I want to just mention the Nove chocolate line. All right. It sells in recreational dispensaries across Colorado that raspberry bar, the caramel bar, the coconut bar, the Mark like the peanut butter one, right? Yeah, I like the peanut butter one. It is fantastic. And for those of you who like dark chocolate, the raspberry and the coconut are made with dark chocolate. You want to pick it up today. So love you guys. Thank you so much. Man. What's next? Is it apothecary? Oh, medical. Oh, yeah. Green Farms wow. Med. Wow, wow. Dude, you're much guy. better when you're at your house. Do you have a little cheat sheet? I have sheet? my cheat sheet. Oh, obviously. Look at this. Yeah. But he's in front of the teacher now. Almost can't five do years, same soil. Green Farms Med. Yes, I'm reading. Okay, wait a minute. Mukmang Productions is dying to know how piffy. How sage hazy is. sage is, brother. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, how hazy? On a scale of one to 10? It's say, a 420. It's a fucking lit. No, it's, it's, I would say an eight and a half, nine, something like that. It's pretty fucking hazy. It's, uh, it's more, uh, green onion y kind of vibe, right? Yeah, so that's what I, that's what I would present it into, into that. Sage? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Green onion. Yes. I'm back to Green Farms, Med. The, the rosin mm-hmm. is, I, I, again, it's that sappy, thick, yes. amazing, mm-hmm. hit you in the head, terpy rich. But listen, this, the the flower that he's growing right now, 
is amazing. So if you're a medical patient in Colorado, head to greenfarmsmed.com in Colorado Springs. You can go to the crypto store afterwards. But just ask for the done deal. They are really going to take care of you there. And um, next week, I'll make sure to have Mark will have the links. So JW runs a foundation and he takes, no. um, <laughs> I'll get it for him next week. I'm just kidding. It, it, he takes um, disabled veterans, veterans with PTSD on river rafting trips to help them cope. Um, it's a 501c3. So if you're doing your taxes and you need, you have you know, room to make a donation, we'll have it up on the site this week and we'll have it in the chat next week so you can make a donation. But greenfarmsmed.com, please pre-order. You want, that's, the, that's the fire right there. It's amazing. Look at that. Yep. Looks like somebody dusted it. It's amazing. Dusted with some angel dust, bro. And shout out to Dr. Mark Bronstein. If you don't have a medical card and you want to get one. Oh, I talked to him today. Go to Recon. Oh, nice. Go to Reconscious Medical and uh, make an appointment. Had a quick chat with the doc on the way in. So I'm introducing him to a fund out um, okay. out on the East Coast in uh, Florida that uh looking into investing some money in him. So go to buildasoil.com, 855-877-SOIL, free shipping over 500 bucks in New Mexico and Colorado. Turn it down, break it down. (laughs) Hey, uh, build a soil. Did you see that right away, how they posted that thing? First thing it said is, expect delays. It is the season. Or that lighter. What do you need? A lighter. Give them your COVID lighter. (laughs) <laughs> I like the COVID on fire. Okay, but uh, build a soil if you have if you're in Colorado or New Mexico, you can get free shipping over 500 bucks. That's awesome. But yeah, see that expect delays right out of the gate because they know. But they know everything about growing almost anything in soil. I had a friend in Florida. They oh, remember shout they said, out to uh, look at that fermented uh, plant extracts right there from Miles. Nice, tastes good. See that? Yeah. Remember the perlite was moving. And they didn't know if it was a good move or a bad move. They moving called like there were so many bugs in there that it was moving? It was something. And they called build a soil and they knew exactly what it was, what was going on, and it was safe to use. So do you move, have any questions? It was moving like... Like, moving. like you can see it. It was... Yeah. That's a good sign. You know? When your medium's moving, it's always a good good indicator. So shout out to Reader who works there, um, who actually grew up with Jonah. And uh, good kid. And looking to see what you're doing these days. Uh, he was very proud of his cannabis. He sent me a photo of it. Um, Jeremy's a great teacher, really takes care of his products, great, takes care of his people. And the mushrooms, holy moly. Holy moly. You, you want, if, if you want to experience like medicinal mushrooms, edible mushrooms, non-psychedelic mushrooms, or I don't even know if he has psychedelic mushrooms, but you would go give him a call because he sells them in these bricks, mm-hmm. tells you how to keep them alive fantastic product and the soil holy moly i'm, holy I'm driving moly. down there you know what is, i think we're gonna go dave's holy moly soil i think we've there's got a line it's already out well it's better than, it's not better than the white flaky love rosin oh ozo coffee oh, rosin man. dogs should do this ad i'm crushing it with my ozo though he said you haven't lived until you've tried dude ozo. i got back on the coffee so i need some ozo Oh, you're back on. Back what? on the coffee, man. I'm did back your, on the did your girl make you do it? it? No, I just don't get any fucking sleep. No, you, your girl made you do it. I yeah. know it. She's no. Like, I like no, you better when you're on coffee. He's you're suburban like, ah, house. Really? 
No. <laughs> Dude, no way. Yes. What are you talking about? She's like, you're way better when you're on coffee. Yeah, sure. Your stamina, your performance. No. Oh, that's know. what you're Jesus, trying to say. Really? I'm trying to sell Strong Arizona coffee like, over here. I'm trying Does to fucking sell coffee. Work? Oh, okay. I'm selling yeah, coffee over that's here. That's holy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got to go in with this. Go with it. I mean, it's better than a blue chew. Mark drinks right. the Ozo <laughs> coffee, and his girl says, strong like bull. Strong like bull. Strong like bull. Yeah, no, it is. I it went is, in today. It is so tasty. Like, the thing is funny, though, is because uh, I got pushback from, from mom because we were getting a little bit, you know, short here and there. We didn't, didn't have anything in the house. She went out and got her crappy coffee. I came home and was like shocked, like, no, don't do it, you know? And she's like, babe, it's coffee. She's like literally like, giving me the old oils oil shit, like, coffee's coffee, rah, rah, rah. And I'm like, fuck, no, it ain't. Then go ahead and drink that. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, it's so not. Because no. once, you, once you've gotten on the tip, and it's funny because right now, this the, the way they're doing their coffee is the, it's all the rage, darling. Like everybody, yes. everybody's doing Everybody's drinking it. Everybody's now. drinking medium They roast. get the subscriptions. But it's like you can taste so many different little nuances and terps and things that are in there, little flavors like, oh, like mm-hmm. orangey something. And you're like, oh. And then you get the other shit, dead. 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 And I like the out. way. It goes from it's a certain like temperature, resin. and yeah. the flavor changes it's like, as it's coming down. It's like live, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, man, yeah, you it's can't, like the difference between live resin and fucking dirty old fucking. Bottle. I don't. Who just said I won't pay five dollars for a cup of coffee? You're you listening will. to a podcast that talks about the subtle nuances of fine cannabis and how it differentiates it's from not, shit but cannabis. It's, but it's it, not. It's not five bucks a cup when you make when you buy it. From no, them. it's so much cheaper if you're going to go to buy it at the. St- I mean, yeah. Yes, okay, it's five bucks at the Ozone. Well, you get 20% off when you enter done deal. But you get that much coffee when you pay that much. So. Yeah, that's getting a free pound if you buy five, man. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You got to do it. Come on. If and Dogs does it, everyone yeah. should do it. And so he doesn't do anything. I guess maybe I'll order some. Ozocoffee.com. What? I'll get some next week. Um, Dave's going to go down there. Done deal. And, 20% and trade off. Up some bagels and Look at them. things. And it was just Justin's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Justin. Yeah, he got his presents. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, Petey's killing it. Oh, I got it. We got a we got a shout out. Trezor. I saw a big love, big love from from Petey. Oh yeah, nice. Petey saying what's he, up. He responded. He actually he responded. Did? Yes, finally after all these eight months. It only took eight months of, of us <laughs> coaxing him out of his little hole. He finally was like a like a groundhog. He came out or like whatever it was. Like a, don't fucking try to hug him either. Just say done deal. If you're and, there, <laughs> if you if you can make it to Trezor, if you're in Barcelona, you get over to them. You get your free entry because you're going to give him the done deal. You're going to grab Petey and he's scared. We're going to give him a little, give him a little right. rub on the head and he's going to give you a, a, shot gonna, nose. A, a joint will come out of his <laughs> Blink, like a, one of those fucking toothpick holders. Yeah. You know the toothpick things? You pull it. Yep. Except it'll be a yep. joint instead uh-huh. of a toothpick. It's going to be great. Yeah. Thank you, Petey. Trezor. <laughs> Trezor. He's like a human version of one of those. Yes. Trezor. Petey. And, oh, shit. Oh, so we are going to see Brent, oh, and shit. he's going to be... He's going to be handing out awards, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Which porno star does he get to hand the award out to? The extracted porno star. Extracted oh, wow. porn. Yeah. Nice, dude. Ooh, that sounds really Extract dirty. Extracted porn. That sounds dude, dirty. I might get a DJ <laughs> big while I'm down there, too. <laughs> you're going to get one? I might. You do, You know, you're going to DJ for us wherever we no, go. No, I'm not going where you guys go. 
What? I have cool things to do. Oh, you're going to go and DJ like, for like a, working, a non-weed party? You are working like the cool whole people. time. You're going to go to a non-weed party during the week? You guys don't want to hear any of my music anyway. I oh, listened to the Suburban House okay. for at least eight minutes oh. the other night. At least eight minutes. <laughs> I did. You were dancing. I watched you dance. Oh, thanks, buddy. And then you were, oh, what, what, what is it called when you over... That. Like the record's playing and you're like, yeah, oh, you over, so we're yeah, going to get down. Oh, yeah, I talk over the radio. Yeah. Yeah, I talk over and the the road, it was over? No, it was great. Oh. Yeah. It was great. Anyways. You were you getting know? funky with it. I got you guys, you know. And he had an apothecary extracts hat on. Yeah, but exactly. And then Amanda helped me out today and got you guys some flavors from the back. So what you guys got today. Back grape lychee and grape cola. It just, it just hasn't even shown From the back it, of the store. Hasn't even made I think I made it to the, everyone grape, today. Grape. Oh yeah, we got the same. Good. Grape, grape? Yeah, no, this is this is gas, this man. Is, whatever this is, it says grape better than Dave's grape. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type. Of That's it. So, so, Carry Farms, they always help us out. Though, yeah, though, yeah so. really. Go get that better than Dave's grape. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I went to go visit my sister last weekend, and she lives like uh, like a block away from Apothecary Farms in Pueblo. Oh, sweet. I was like, oh, you can use shit. a done deal. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So what is the done deal, Mark? It's a joint, an infused joint, and a gram of ambrosia for 25 <laughs> Samoans. Everybody got the flavors from the back thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I was uh, like, flavors from the back. I don't, uh, I don't know about Ra- that. Did you see what he posted earlier on Instagram? He goes, Ross Dogs. It said, Ross Dogs put up a photo. I think it was a repost of the show card. Yeah. And it said... If you don't watch, oh, yeah. I oh, will nail your yeah. girlfriend. I, saw that. I thought that was SDS quality, though. I thought that was that. Was, was it? No, was it? I don't know. Who was or it? Maybe Tell was us. It, who was it? I don't know. Yeah, no, I, that it. sounds more like Rosin Dogs. It does sound like a Rosin Dogs. <laughs> maybe someone's trying to c- copy the dog. You can't copy. I'm the sorry, Rosin Dogs. When and where is the ADSI going to be? Yeah, tell us. Tell we us don't again. Know. We, we, don't we even didn't know. know. What about the uh, Oklahoma one? It was, it was, well, now we're not fucking even worried about that. Okay. Are you kidding me? Okay, cool. Yeah. New York, Oklahoma. I was just wondering. Like we have a choice. I, Oklahoma, no, or New York. I, Oklahoma, New York. I was just curious yeah, yeah. what happened. Okay. Yeah. No, cool. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna still work on that in a sense, but that yeah, that this has to happen. It wouldn't be the same time anyway, even if it did happen. Mm-hmm. I thought we planned September for the Oklahoma. It's gonna be a whole month. Of Mark, stop talking. So we're gonna so we're gonna do a seventy-two hour show with <laughs> with five cups in a row, and we're gonna do all the cups in a row. And in New York, oh, we have to fly. I'll, yeah, and I'll just stay up the whole time. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. I'll have toothpicks in my eyes, and it'll be great. <laughs> like all right, next. Next. Well, Apothecary Farms, thank you. Anyway, we well and we, also holy moly, you. how was that Woo. that Papa Select? Everywhere we go, we're just gonna say we're doing a cup. And we just yeah. won't do a cup. <laughs> what cup? Oh, that well, cup. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in September in New York, man. I don't know. We'll have to get it coinciding with the hot dog eating contest because you know how you like to participate what, the hot in dog that. Farts? Is that why? That, that yeah, came that's up? what I made me think of it. Is that you saw that? Listen, Papa Select. Oh, shit. Holy Now we know. Shit. Yeah. We didn't even know. That is some amazing hash they make. It that's is. Good stuff. His hash maker is such a snob, it means that it's worth buying. He was. So you can find him in, in, in your Northern California it was, dispensaries. It was literally the situation, like we said the other day, where it's totally not sustainable. But it is, I hope, for yeah. them. But it doesn't seem as... Because when you make hash yourself and you realize, like, to get to the top, 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 top 
one percent of everything, which is what that right. all seems like. You're not getting much back. You're getting four and a half grams on a pound back. So you're like, how much do you sell? Four and a half grams on a pound. That is not yeah. the right conversion. Yeah. Come on. I'm just saying. That's really when you end up. Maybe maybe you'll get ten grams, but not much more. I used to get nine, but I might might not have been as nine. good as theirs. Okay, there you go. Look at you. No, but I, listen. All hairs. It. it Nine, pounds, it is, nine grams. It is hairs. very snobby hash on the nose. Mm-hmm. So you want, if you are Super a connoisseur, it was good. You gotta pick some up. So they have an order online spot, so you can find out where you can pick it up. But ask for it by name. It's Papa Select. And what I loved about it is how they list the grower right on it, so you know exactly where it came from. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Papa Select. Go to papaselect.com. Follow them on Instagram. Thank you so much, Boris, and your magician hash maker. She's amazing. That's it. Five grams on a pound. That's all you get, rosin dogs. And um, so, you know, my first time in this studio, but I heard it was really small. Yeah, and uh, exactly. Adam is actually looking into a, a Denver studio for us. From Num Nuts. So. I am? No, that Adam. Oh, that Adam. Adam Weiss. I was like, really? I am? So numbnutsco.com is their CBD line and numbnuts THC. Mm -hmm. So you can find a thousand milligram THC peanut butter. If you go to their website, tell you exactly which dispensaries you can go to. It is potent and tasty and nutritious, right? I mean, we can say that it's nutritious. Um, Got it. Just go to numbnutsco.com, follow them on Instagram you have it ordered. You're going to get 20% off, right? I believe that's 20% off. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I think it's 20% off. They'll send you the peanut butter. You got to buy it in person uh, for the THC trying stuff. Do, you trying to play war games over there? Who is? Mark. It's like, boulder, strike, strike. There you go. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to do that. What? Pound them nuts. It, it's fantastic product, okay? Numbnutsco.com. Oh, shit. Take a look. Ask for it by name. You can go to their website and find out where their THC line is. Um, it's going to be all over Colorado soon, probably all over the country. It's a great product. Thank you so much for supporting the show, Adam. We truly hey, appreciate anytime, it. Anytime, Dave. No problem. The other Adam. There are people not named that, that are named Adam that are not who, you. Who are You're aware imp- of that, who right? Are these imposters? I'll call him Weiss. Thank you, Weiss. Yeah, Weiss. Yeah. Hey. So 14 or whole, oh my gosh. Their flower is is really on fire these days. Their rosin, what is it, Mark? White flaky love. White flaky love. Their dart pods, their edibles, single strain. They make chocolates. Chocolate. Chocolate. They make fucking chocolate. It's just a great run company run by great people who really care about cannabis. Okay? It that that's what they're into. So if you want fine cannabis, Go to 14erboulder.com. Peanut Butter Dave was the name of a local meth dealer. (laughs) (laughs) Did you buy meth from him, Dank? Is that what it was? But you got to try all of the strains. It is worth sampling everything. Um, The truth was what brought me into their shop. Um, But man, Tropicana, Kosher Kush, the one with my name on it, DJC, just... Head over to 14 or Boulder, place a pre-order. They've got three windows right now, so it's they're doing transactions. They're doing transactions. See, look at look at the optics over here, Dave. See, they have a torch in there yeah. advertising. Oh, I hate optics. that. See, I like it. I don't like it at I all. I think that's great. Because it's bad optics. That reminds me of home. 
Anyways. Bad optics. Jay bro I don't like it. Shout out to Jay bro Look at that. There he is. We uh, saw him at the shop. They had to use a torch out. to get that, that dab there, dude. I don't oh, my like gosh. It. Oh, no. Chocolate. They make gummies. I got, I, I got, I got, I got really spotted. Good. I got spotted today. Where? At the grow shop. Oh, nice. Somebody came up. Oh, you know what's funny? Jay bro right there. Jay bro handed that full. Got it. Huh? I'm DJing a party this weekend, and they announced me on the invite. And someone's like, "Oh, you work for Adam Dunn?" It's one of your friends, I guess. So ah, uh, you see funny. how I see how that works. Where's that. the party? Did you get an invite only? Did they, they fire definitely you? not inviting you. Did they fire you immediately? They were yeah. Like, oh, you know Adam Dunn. Eh, forget yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. No, no. Can't no. even come in here. No, we. In, in, <laughs> I was going to say his name again now, twice on the show. I'd have. I'd be. Oh, I'd fired. You're already. I'm not going to say it. Said it. I heard. I was going to ding him though. Fourteen or Boulder. Ding him by not talking Oh. Fish oh, we gotta get we gotta get um, information to Tommy to get over to Jesse. Jesse, yeah, and there it is. Oh, he couldn't wait. The winner. He didn't of even winner. have to be asked. He just like <laughs> <laughs> he was like. By the way, did you see me lately? Have you seen me? <laughs> have you seen me? <laughs> it's so cool. This is me after I drink coffee. That he's not putting up. That's him after he drinks coffee in the morning. Yes. Hello. Well, that's why he got back on the coffee because he's working out so much during right. the day. Yeah, he exactly. needs a, he can't a, rest at all. He needs that caffeine to replace all the uh, other not caffeine that he worked out. Or, or. Yeah, man. How does that work? Yeah, but, dude. Coffee is. I, I sent I sent that photo to Tommy, and he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Did you tell me that that's the cover of the calendar? <laughs> that is for sure the calendar cover. Well, it totally 20, pushed 20, my calendar. It'll off. be twenty twenty two now. We'll have to because well, we can't start. Middle of the month, the middle of the year. Oh, oh we, yeah, we can. No, no. If we have to, we will. No. Actually, stoner calendar should begin in April. Four twenty. We already passed that. We missed that. Too. We missed everything. So we were then pre- July seven ten. Oh, quick! Yeah, every time all the calendar times are like, can you just get rid of like May and June and just Forget get rid it. of July? I, I just need July, but I only half. Or, I need or, April and can July. Give, can you give me how much off can I get for the less months? Twenty percent off if you ask for the with a done deal. I would hope so. But anyway, fish, fish head 25% off of his fish head. Yeah. Fish head. Oh, Mark, you had to put mine up? It yeah, doesn't... because yours is way... Come on. Look at, the, look at the belly on that, and then look at that. <laughs> look at the... Yeah, it's, way, it's pretty accurate, actually. Are you? It's pretty freaking accurate. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that is say, not pretty freaking I've accurate. Work, I've been working on my abs. I'd have to say, that looks pretty much... Oh, actually, even funnier was the famous thing... Okay, you should look it up. Uh, the magnet deal that we were talking about? Magnet on the arm? The guy who they did the magnet arm could be you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like if you just like give me wait the, oh, really? or if this one. A, if you ate a bunch of chimichangas, <laughs> if you ate like a shitload of chimichangas, and you had like the they had the saggy arms, but you don't have that, so you don't. That would be the only difference. But but otherwise, it was pretty much MTI. <laughs> Go to fishheadfarms.com or at <laughs> now he's excited. He wants to see this guy. on Instagram, like, but he doesn't have any abs like you. Uh, his, abs, <laughs> his abs are way less. Toned. I can't find the video. I'll just put I, I magnet just on know. the arm. Put magnet That's arm. That's why I did. <laughs> I don't Come know on. how you got that body eating bagels, though. Mark. There's a bodysuit you can buy that's like that. That this guy bought from like some Russian dude bought it on 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 fucking internet on the internet, and he came home and he put it on. It was short sleeve, so you can like put on a short sleeve shirt, like a short sleeve shirt, and you kind of cover him up. And then it was all ripped, and the guy was kind of flat. <laughs> and it looked pretty pretty good from a distance, but the color was all off. You know? they, what they need to do is someone with some Photoshop skills, whoever made this fish shit one, needs to find like those men from Down Thunder, whatever, the Vegas act, and do a little Photoshopping. But don't put just do the heads because you're going to get fucking dinged by Sofa Bab. 
But oh yeah, no head. You, you uh, can yeah. have fun with that one. Okay, this, this was a non Sofabab production. Yeah, that's Terp it. wipes, baby. What a oh. great product. I am serious. I'm getting low. Fantastic. I'm getting low. Wow. I'll reach out to them. Uh, so, to get low. Starting no, get they low. picked this up for another couple of months, so we'll we'll oh, have good. a few more so, sent to us. So here's the complicated thing, guys. If you want to get these on subscription, which you have to do, there's no point of buying one box. Just buy them on subscription. Mm-hmm. Just forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about forget it. Forget about it. And it'll arrive at your door, and you'll be like, oh, Terp Wipes. And the first month, you may not get... It's totally, you may not get it. You'd be like, oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, by the second month, you're like, holy shit. No, I, that's how, when you're reaching around and going, oh, that's right, the box. Because I was already cleaning off tables. Like, you'll, you'll come in, like, wherever I sit is always covered in resin and things. <laughs> and so I end up just coming in, clean it up. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> Otherwise, they're like, eh, put the thing down. It's stuck to the table. Yes, and they can beat for your taint. <laughs> Micro. Micro wants to have them for taint wipes. It's fine. Well, for those of you who've never I, been, I approve. <laughs> I, appro- I totally approve. If you want to use them for your taint, totally. Uh, he's got uh, dab rigs breaking all over the place. And if anybody wanted to know why, it's because he dabs by the fucking spoonful. No, okay, it's dab. not a dab very, rig. There's a spoon the goes huh? in. He does, and he uh, drips it down because uh, usually the dab spoon is. Bigger than the fucking bowl itself. So it has to drip off. I watched him put three globs in there. Okay. And I'm thinking he forgot. At least that was one glob was in there. I think I didn't forget, actually. I don't know about that, man. But Terp Wipes, go to terpwipes.com slash Dundeal. Don't try to enter a promo code. Terpwipes.com slash Dundeal. It automatically gives you the Dundeal. Stop the presses. Get a pen. Write it down. And at first, did, tell me the first time you didn't look at their their logo. You're like, "What the fuck went wrong?" Oh, I get it now. Because <laughs> it wiped it up the turp. But terpwipes.com/slash/dundeal. Thank you guys. You it were, took you that long. You were fooled. To figure that it was out? instantaneously. I don't know, dude. So one of the, I guess, from what I'm told, the longest one of the longest sponsors is Illuminar, and I am seeing. I'm getting email right now. Yeah. With the photos mm-hmm. of people who have won in the last two years, and they're growing Are you some fantastic. Those? Are you putting them somewhere in a file? I'm hoping that Mark gets them too because they come into Dundee. We look at them, but I did send them the ones that came to me. Oh yeah, I'm always looking at everything. Yeah, but go to IlluminarLighting.com. Ain't house music. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh. oh no, not house music. That was his. Oh, oh, come on! Give us a real, <laughs> give us a real house beat. No, I'm good. Come on, no. just do it. Yeah, yeah, baby. ladies, give us <laughs> some house. I need some diamonds and sauce. Diamonds no, and I sauce. Need it. I need it. I'm going home. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Thank you. So this is what you need to do. You need to send us a letter and tell us why you could use a new lamp. And we're going to give one away the last Friday of every month. you got to know the word of the month. Mm-hmm. And it's not hard to find. No. You subscribe to at Illuminar on Instagram, Illuminar Lighting. And strategically, I'm just saying, usually the word of the month has the Adam Dunn Show and the Cannabis Experience, as well as Face of Bass, tagged in it. 
So if you hunt for those, you will find the word of the month. It's not usually just one word, but it's a an industry term. Don't make overcomplicate the word. Right? You will enjoy. It's not always a free one lab. word. It could be two words. But well, it was it British have, thermal unit once, and right? It may have four letters or twenty letters. It could have six. Could have six. It could have five. But you never know. And I have it on good authority. <laughs> the chat gang will help you out if you happen to be a winner. But send us a letter. Tell us why you need it. Be truthful. You know, yeah, talk about babies and da- babies and, and dogs and bagels, and bagels, babies, dogs win. Yep, That's all the it. time, pretty much every time. Bagels, babies, yeah. dogs, baby bagels. So, baby bagels. so my baby was eating a bagel <laughs> while petting the dog, <laughs> and then you I win thought, ding, 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 you ding, hit ding. every fucking soft spot this guy has. But thank you so much for supporting uh, the show. Ooh, house music. <laughs> Somebody banned Shadow Warrior right now. Mark's going to go fucking. I broke 50 subscribers after last Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. And how many after, how many by Saturday? Was it less? (laughs) Yes. They're like, and it was 38 by. Yeah. It, was like, it was like the Bitcoin of well, of, yeah. What was the it net was the game? Bitcoin of of, of subs. And like, then an yeah. Adam Dust Show guy came in and made fun of us on Sofa Bev. No, no. And said that uh, I was pretending to be a breeder or something like that. No. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, whoever never, that was. Never. He killed three seeds in paper towel. He he's knows, not a breeder. He knows he's not a breeder. He, <laughs> oh, can't, yeah. he can't breed which can't grow. So it just doesn't right. work that way. You have to Dave didn't beatbox. Give me a fucking break. Dave did. He terrible. Beatbox. Seeds here now. Dot. Yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah, we we just finished. Oh, more Illuminar? Yeah, we love Illuminar. Okay. I talk about it for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. It's usually after I leave and then you talk to Mark for three hours. Oh, did I mention Illuminar? We love you. See you now. Oh, look at you pushing the website. Pushing your own. You want house music so bad. Well, he wants to show off his his genetics. Oh, he's going to show us his new genetics. <laughs> Are you on there? MTI oh, yeah. Seeds. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to MTI Seeds. I've got there we go. some, Danny some stuff I found on the ground at the cup crossed with some other stuff I found on the ground at the cup. Hey, James, that wasn't a bagel on the toilet. That was your fucking hemorrhoid seat, man. It was Whoa. just round. Ooh, Don't dude. eat bagels on the toilet. Oh, speaking of James, we'll probably see some DJ sets from him soon. That's not James. That's James Buttersir. You know, James Bean. Different, James different James Bean. Oh, I thought. Oh, never mind. Butterbean. Butter bean. It could be Butterbean. Could anyway, be. I'm talking butter about James Bean. But go to seedsherenow.com, enter Done Deal at checkout, and you will get a discount. It's 10% off. You can't double Done Deal, although you should be able to. You should get 20% off any Sage Master seeds. It, it should, but I can't make them do it. Yeah. I've already tried. We've tried, we've, we've pushed. We've pushed. Maybe on my birthday, I can get a birthday deal. Who knows? Why don't we fake raise the price and just increase the discount? Ah, oh, that's the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> the oldest trick in the book. The old, it used to be $199, but today. Five bucks. $499. <laughs> exactly. Right. But listen, he really takes care of his customers and he takes care of his breeders. If you have a problem, you call customer and service. It's, yeah, it's exactly. And, they, and everything's guaranteed. Yep. Unheard of. Unheard of. Unheard of. Unheard of deals. Guaranteed. Go to seedsherenow.com. You can even ask for James himself. I'm sure he'll take plenty of time to talk to anyone who wants to call. No, don't do that. Just go to seedsherenow.com. Scroll through right now, what, 60 different breeders. Look, some fucking joker up here with his suburban house radio. He thinks he's cool. Yeah, I know, right? Who's that guy? I don't know, some dork. Oh. They wanted the link. <laughs> the link. Oh, it's you? Oh, okay. I thought it was somebody uh, coming in here trying to fucking Don't flex. eat bagels on the toilet, James. Don't do that. That's wow. not sanitary. We're looking I love you, straight, too. No, it's just straight through. It's like a straight shot. That's what you call a straight Look shot. Look at that. Straight, straight shot bagel Damn. on the toilet. Just wait there until it happens. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> just be like, I'm going to eat this. Wait, who's the uh, who's got the uh, Mandalorian seeds? What brand is that? Mandalorian Genetics. Nice. Oh, man. <laughs> People don't learn, do they? Nope. No. That guy's getting sued. It's like, okay, we're going to go That's down the list. stick around. John Favreau's suing him. I love that one, Seattle Chronic, the, or the Super Chronics. I saw that T-shirt, too. Yeah. Hey, look at that guy. Yeah, look at him. And then oh. our winner, our big winner's there right next to us. Big winner. Big winner. He can't wait to oh. end, end of the month. I can't <laughs> wait for him to spin the wheel. Anyway, and those guys, Joker's down there. Look at that, right next to the T. Look at who Hey, I'm shout next out to. to JJ at Top Dog Seeds. Oh, he's ADSI, New York. New York. Baby. We better see an entry from you. I'm just saying. No, he's going to judge me. We're going to ban him. He's banned. Oh, <laughs> damn. No. You can't ban me. And my other buddy, JJ, who I thank you so much, I got an email. The cough is coming down. I will bring some in. What's that? That is that strain that I told you about that I discovered here in Colorado in about 2002. Discovered? I, you know, I like, no one mining, else had it. Were you mining out? It was of, one guy. Mining for, for plants or something? They called it the cough, and it was what, disruptive. Uh, you went, I'm going to bring in this pheno. You're you're gonna. I'm so you telling have, you, you're gonna. You have gonna, the Colorado cough now back. Yes. Back, yes. Back in the corral. Yes. Tamed. He won't give me a cut for you, but he. Oh, I'm gonna right. get some for us to smoke. All right. Well, you obviously did yeah. not do a very good negotiating if you could not get me a cut. No, nope. this is their family strain. Come on, man. This is how they. This is their bread and butter. Okay. You want to? We'll trade the whole your whole catalog for one cut. No. <laughs> right. Why would so we do they're that? not gonna. That's his whole catalog. Why would we do that? Right. So he's not gonna trade his All whole catalog. Right. Come on. You could, uh, Mark wants to get the fuck out of here, and he wants no other to go. Show. We always forget. I feel like we forget somebody every week. Oh, yeah, we did. We, forgot, we forget? I forgot uh, fucking your girl right here. Boom. Let's pull out her thing. Oh, Hamilton devices. Hamilton. So I gave Heather the lamp. one that looked like a dildo. Did you see her? It looks like a vibrator. Oh, is it like Whoa, the, what? It opens up. It looks, it looks like, you know, it's like an eight shot. And oh, yeah. it's like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's a pipe. <laughs> like, really? I'm like, yeah, you load in eight things and it twists around. I, I, like, yeah, it's not my first guess. No. Nope. And what is this? That's her lamp that she left behind. Oh. In your, shout out to Hamilton caboose, devices. In the caboose, when I cleaned out the caboose, this was left behind. Hmm. So shout out to Hamilton. Hamilton, Hamilton devices. Nice. See, I knew there was one, and I think there's one other one too. I think we're always forgetting somebody. Oh, Area 420. Colorado uh, area 420. Duh. How Holy could we mode. forget that? I almost forgot. Uh, so we're not going to do a show next. We're going to do a show week after. Mm-hmm. So 28th, we will be down there. Sorry, guys. I uh, I fucked up. It's all right. It's all my fault. Well, we'll give away a lamp. Same time. We're going to be giving away a lamp for, again, just like we did last yeah. time. Oh, my God. It's amazing. You know, what is he, did we give Nugget! Away? Did we give away last time? No nugget for you. I don't know. No I nugget for me. It. No nuggets for you, my friend. 25-year-old Colorado <laughs> cough, NL5 times haze. That's it. That's there all it go. is. It's just NL5 haze. All right. All right. Do we got to do top or, chatter or what? No. I don't. Yes. I hate. Come on. I hate top chatter. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, dude. Okay, the hate. Done, I'm done with it. Can we what? just like yeah. say it and then How about the least chatter? Don't get anything? How about least yes. chatter? Yeah. We don't have least chatter. Fucking <laughs> weird. Can we do least chatter? Everybody. And the winner of the least chatter it goes is. to three guys who did not chat at all. All right. What? You guys so what? And you this is just top it? chat, all right. not all chat. Can we just do top, 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 top? Not top three? three? No, top. Just, just a top, top one. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it. Tonight, That's... in first place with 71 chats, 
That's it. A very strong <laughs> 71. Mike Grow. Ah, uh, Mike Grow once again. Never stop. Did he win how many times? Five times? Five Twelve times. times. Twelve times? Yeah, see, because Top Chatter yeah. is just built to, to this is all you got to do is just throw shit at us and you win. That's it. It's too easy. Yeah. That seemed low. Think, 71 think, seemed low, right? I think least chatter, see, because I think least chatter would be up. much more challenging. Because then you just have to... Everyone would just be sitting there like, oh, but I'm going to lose. If I, I don't want to type anything. Uh, I just said hello. It'll really... It's all, it, it, should, all, it all tanks our, our chat stats. It should really help our <laughs> chat stats up yeah. a lot by having the least chatter, chatter win uh, the biggest award it. ever. That'd be hilarious. Yes, Micro, you win again. You win again. You're the best. Yeah, Micro. You are so good at your keyboardingness. You are the keyboardliest guy I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems broken anyway. 78 so. is I know. shit. It's broken, man. It's broke. We've, broke this. We've completely broken the system. Yeah, you're first, We need to micro. upgrade. You're the first and last. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. We killed it right here and there. Yeah, we're done with it. We're done with it. Right. Okay, so this is it. That's it. No and more top chatter. No more top chatter. We're going to come up with the best chatter. Yes. Well, that's oh. Ross and Dogs. That's, that's a, yeah, he wins every time. He wins every time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to. We have to just keep changing people. We can't let them win again. They have to only win once. So you win once oh, and you're done. You're oh, you done. Once you have and, to waste. Once it. and done. Done. Yeah, there you go. The one Ooh. and done. One and done. The one and done challenge. Uh, <laughs> who's 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 going to be the one and done this week? Because that'll be like. See, I, I'd go like Mike Grow, but I'd be like, sorry, Mike, you already won once before. One and done. Can't help you. One and done. Sorry. Did well, you get... since it's the last one, the third place was Dwayne Lewis. Oh, you almost one and done. With 47 chats. And with 53 chats in second place, smashed cannabis. Oh, you see? Look at you feeling all at the last minute you wanted to say their names because you felt the joy of doing well, this. Well, because we're doing <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah, oh, I am going to kind of miss it as You're much like, as oh, it's kind of nice, actually, to be able yeah. to say their names and have them be all excited. Dance, like, you know, they're in their house, they're all depressed, and then you say their name, and then they're like, I was just about to kill myself, but then MTI said my name on the radio. And yeah, man. Dang, Raider, Raider. Uh, all anyway, right. all right. Four-hour show in the books? Yeah, always. It's, I just four. said it for four-hour shows every time. Everybody's <laughs> mad at us. Sorry, guys. Now everyone's mad at me because we did a four-hour oh, show. Whatever. They don't understand I'm in training. 52-hour oh, show. I want to do a 50... Okay, listen. I want to do a 52-hour show minimum. Right? It's twice really as funny. dumb <laughs> as the 24-hour show. The 24-hour show was terrible. Yeah. Wait till our 56-hour so show. Or so bad. It's, well, the 52 hours is the world record. So if I hit 52 so hours... You have to do 55. I have to do at least you 55. You can't... You're not so stupid. Oh, good. See, everyone's done trying to win. See, but you have to be... <laughs> you are... Take care of it. You have a life now. But you you have a whole life You have solidified the I, I've winning just taken position. Away, I've taken away all the burden of them having to chat. But like, you so are hard. the dumbest the smart record, person I know. The world what? record, was it one, one person just sitting there? Two apart? people. It was two people. Yeah. And they switched uh, off? No. What? No, they had to be live for two hours. There were like two guys sitting in front of a fucking thing with no guy like you. You don't need a guy like you because obviously mo- they have no uh, friends. If that's what they're doing, they have no uh, friends. I will lose all my friends during the process, but they didn't why have don't any we friends do this? to begin with. Let's you know, have everyone okay, listen, decide. All, all I got to do How dumb is, is a 52-hour show? Rosendogs, so how dumb. dumb is it? It's not that bad. So dumb. James Butterson, how think dumb of, is think, it? Think Mike of how, Crow, think how, of how many comments they could make. The top winner could have like twelve thousand comments, rosin dogs, right at the end of that. Imagine the imagine that part. See, but it doesn't That's work a, after like twelve hours. That would be the world's record. That'd be the no world's record of chats. After like 
Four. Oh, come on. See, it's already broken. If yeah, we did see, four hours, it's it. already broken. Yeah. You can't do a top chatter. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, but, uh, what? No. What? what? Am, I, am I getting accused of not smoking now? What the hell's going on? Yeah, what? You're smoke this whole time. I, this whole time? Yeah, this whole time. I have two. What are you talking I'm just about? Just kidding. With Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. Anyway, uh, 52 hours. It's it, it's not dumb if it's a world record. It is dumb if it's just like me. So we have to have the well, world. I'm turning. Guinness. I'm turning 52 years old. We have to get a world. Guinness I guy want to. No, we have I to have a Guinness guy here. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. Yeah. If you want a fucking world record. Did Jonah have a world record guy at his fucking world record stoned thing that he did the other day? No. Who? You saw that. The, you sent me the, the link. The world's record. Oh, the, yeah. The 12, I got that from Bobby Skino. 12,800 milligrams. Right? Yeah. So they they took what we did and went six times as stupid. So <laughs> With one guy. <laughs> so, so who's dumb now? You, yeah. you still are with the 52-hour show. I'm just saying. <laughs> but just have a, we'll have a world's record. Would, would podcast listen, at that point. Obviously, we can add that to our little fucking quiver in our hats. I'm too close just, to be able to give an opinion. What do you guys is, think? I would so have, are we going to actually get the world record guy out here no. and all that? Let's do it. If we, that's what I'm saying. I want to do it for real. I don't want to fuck around. That's what will happen. 72 hours. In what kind of podcast was it? Was it a cannabis? It was, no. No. So the world record is never going to be won by a cannabis Why podcast. Why not? It's they illegal. they it's won't let it happen. It's an illegal state. Of course they will. No. They'll yes. fuck us over. How do you, don't be such a pessimist. Dude. I just don't want you to do a 52-hour show. <laughs> I want to see. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. You guys can just set it and forget it. I'll do this. Keep going. I'll have 10 get. I want 10 potentially permanent guests <laughs> to, come, to, come on, to come on with me. I want them to come on with me. I'm going to do a test run, five-hour test run with each of them yeah. in a row. And then by the end of it, Dave's out of a job, and, and, and I have a whole new guest and a you whole new what? format. And Dave, I can, what? I can guarantee you one co-host. Who's that? Our whole sofa so, bab. There was a sofa bab show, and then the so the show afterwards, like they're super wasted, and they called me, yeah. and they're and Patrick they're all mad. the whole no the whole time he was like I would be one of, a great actual guest on the Adam Dunn show. Patrick, oh, yeah. the main guy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 he would. He'd be good. He's, he's is he the guy that got mad though at the Photoshop thing though? No, no that's mid, okay. that's sweet drink. That's, he was yeah, there too. He, all right, but. He was like, oh, yeah, he can come yeah. on whenever he wants. All right. But no, yeah, if he wants to be one of them, he, he needs to come in when I'm in the weeds, though, not yes, like exactly. when I'm fresh. And yeah, all. yeah, yeah, yeah. I need totally. to be totally in the weeds. <laughs> yep. And then I will appreciate the, the, the fucking sidewaysness of everything. <sighs> and they can ridicule me over my art and everything. It'll be great. Mark, I need an empty oh, apothecary on, container and a spoon. And I, we can get, we can do, uh, <laughs> we can do, uh, that's serious. Take us. One of the top chatters can become one of my chatters. So we could do that. We could have the fucking have a chat attack. We can have a chat attack <laughs> part oh, of the yeah, show. Chat attack. chat attack. Go chatters. Which is better? Unless I steal. Doing? What are you doing? Today? I'm stealing some. Jesus. Wow. This guy. Remember that scene from uh, James Loud? This guy. <laughs> so I'm trying to reenact it now. Yeah. Right. I just dumped the whole thing out. Yeah, get Willie to play for 52 hours behind the, the he will, podcast. He will. That's, that's going to happen. Don't you worry. Don't oh, you worry. Oh, God. World record Trumpets. So I do like that idea. Don't you worry. Don't get too crazy now. All right. Mr. Crazy, crazy, crazy pants over here. I know, right? He's like, I don't know what size and weight are anymore. Is this a gram or is this a pound? I can't tell. 
Do you want one, too? No, I'm fine. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'll take care of Dave. I'll take care of him. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. He's over here. So, Don't um, you worry. All right, so 52 hours. Everyone's, everyone's all freaking not on. They're on. Is it going? So when are we doing this again? I don't know. For my birthday. Okay, so here's the deal. I looked when, at the hours. Your birthday? Well, what happened is I would have my real birthday on Tuesday, which would be normal, and I would just be going like, happy birthday, drink, eat my cake. Hey, guys, how's it going? Oh, by the way, I'm going to be doing a podcast from Wednesday till Friday, basically. So it would be like Wednesday morning, and I would stop at the end of 710, normal time, on Friday. It would be perfect. Eleven. No, Mark, don't don't even don't worry about it. There's no way it's happening. <laughs> <sighs> Come on. And then you just have to have somebody who can control shit. I've you know trained Vinny enough that he can like get all tweaky in there and be like all be like bands. It'll be it'll be it'll get weird. That'll be the best part. It'll be like it'll just be like strangeness going on. Ten different. I'll do ten. Oh, I'll do nine different co-hosts. Five hours each. Dave gets five hours. That's fifty. Then I have an extra whatever at the end. I get another. I get another five. Do you remember when Lurch used to go? Uh, oh, how many four twenties? How many four twenties will we have if we hit that fucking thing again? And every twenty minutes we have a four twenty. For fucking oh god, no, I can't do it. Fifty hours. I don't want to do this. And Willie's Stop gonna. Stop talking. Willie's about gonna go it like. No. No. There we go. Rosin Dog's got it. A fifty-two day podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty-two week as a year. Well, we might as well go from now. We've already been here four and a half hours. We only have forty-five more to go. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. What do you All think? Right. Should Let's we do go it? Home? We told you All it's right. terrible. Yay yeah, yeah or nay? Send it in. Send it in. Give no. us, give us your, give us your. Uh, feedback. Don't send it in. It's absolutely not. Not. What? Don't worry about it, Mark. Don't humor. <sighs> Uh, All right then. Three love day, you guys. Three Dave's day birthday back in party. The studio. Three day birthday party it is then. Sorry guys, it's gonna happen. All Something's right. gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. <laughs> Something's gonna happen. <laughs> Something is gonna happen. I don't know. You can live stream from your phone. Right. All I, think, got I think it. the guys at Area Four Twenty are gonna have a. They're gonna have it all set up so that so much better even than last time. Oh this. Oh this fucking deck is like almost finished, dude. I heard Adam. It is gonna be. I'll work up a drone. One party, uh-huh. two birthdays. It's a year long party. Oh. You start in June, you finish in June. There Perfect. you go. You'll have a 365-day podcast. 52-week po- podcast. Now we're stepping it up. There you go. Fuck your 52 days. Fuck it. 52-week podcast. Uh, Can you beat that? Dave's back. Uh, Dave's back. Man. Okay, Thank guys. An annoying man uh, studio. Shout <laughs> out to my beautiful wife, Cece. Happy birthday. Happy 50th shout birthday, Heather. Aunt Susan, who arrived safe and sound into Colorado. And she's down at the farm waiting for her new spot. Shout out to Sam for making that all happen. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, little Nick, who should be doing his doing his school, I hope. Mm-hmm. I hope he's doing it, not yeah. just YouTubing. <laughs> Shout out to Kaylee, who I missed her band concert because I was here. Oh, the You know, hanging out with you guys. Thank you, Jesse. Oh, Thank man. you, Vlad. That would be too much. Yeah, shout out to you, shout out to you guys. Uh, get ready for ADSI New York. ADSI New York, baby. Oh, Possibly boy. Oklahoma. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it was my idea. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, oh, we're not doing anything. Never mind. All right, forget it. Canceled. Canceled. Good. Canceled. Peace. Thank you, MTI. Bye.
Some call it lamb's bread, bread, and some people call it. Call it. 